Previamente emmascado de Nyalethotep. Recap. Raymond and Walter remain with the plane while the rest of us and Mackenzie pack the cars and make way to Adverse Well. Hugo acts as navigator and, of course, gets north and south mixed up. After recreating the scene from Mad Max, we all storm off into the desert at breakneck speed. The return of the legendary Peruvian Death Adder spooks Jack as he drives and changes gear and he leaps out of the moving car. Rebecca at least avoids running him over. Chai tends to an unconscious Jack while Rebecca and Eduardo remove the snake from the car. We all catch up with the others and set up camp. The next day, Mackenzie corrects Hugo's and Mitch's attempts to navigate again, and we all set off. On the way, we meet a traveller on a camel, Darby Dave, a renowned local prospector who actually helped Huston reach the dig site a few years ago. He identifies that Huston has two camps beyond the Percival Lakes for us, So, and uh, since he doesn't think very well of Huston. We part ways and head to Adverse Well. Mackenzie, Hugo, Matteo, and Mitch do some mechanical repair on the cars, but Hugo breaks one. Fortunately, Mackenzie has spare parts. Rebecca and Jack attempt cooking, but require the meal to be rescued by Mitch. Shai and Eduardo went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. We agree to change course and head for the Sahara well instead of the Percival Lakes. At night, despite uh, lacking a silver key, uh, Chai successfully arrives in the dreamlands. She wanders and enters the cavern of Sargotha and meets one of the priests. They are confused how she got there, but while she dances for them, they determine there must be a silver key near her corporeal body. Meanwhile, as Jack sleeps, the spherical lure has taught him how to charge it up without it draining his life force. Recap. On the third day of driving, Hugo correctly uses a compass for the first time. It is extremely hot and Chai suffers from heat stroke. When we make camp, Rebecca finds Chai will not wake up and is very dry to the touch. Hugo applies first aid while Mitch plays his harmonica to summon Antarctic winds to help bring Chai's temperature down. At night, Jack charges his lure and Chai dreams and consents the silver key is amongst the group in the camp. She wants to rifle through everybody's gear to find it. The next day, we arrive at Sahara Well and set up camp, and Eduardo, Chai, Mitch and Jack go to the nearby lakes to do some fishing. Chai raises the presence of the Silver Key and requests some help in locating it and in whose possession it lies with. Whilst the boys fish, Chai scouts the area for any clues of the campsite, but is unable to spot anything. Back at the Sahara Well, Hugo spots on the horizon a storm is coming. Mackenzie orders everyone to batter down the hatches, and fire a flare to alert the fishing group. The sandstorm sweeps in as the group drive back, so they stop and tie the truck down and huddle inside. As we try to sleep, Chai is unable to dream. The key is not among us. Eduardo, Mitch and Jack are not sus. Eventually, next morning, the storm dies out, but the fishing group is unable to start the truck, so Jack fires a flare to alert the camp. The Mackenzie group, however, are unable to find their toolkits, so they begin digging around the campsite, while Rebecca and Mateo trek to the fishing group's truck. Eduardo hands them the toolbox from their jeep and remains with Mitch while the rest take the toolbox back so the camp uh, can fix all the jeeps and unbury the tents. Whilst at it, Chai rummages through Rebecca's belongings but does not find a silver key. Rebecca is not sus. 
She also manages to rifle through Hugo's stuff. Hugo is not sus. She does, however, uh, remove his pawn stash. Finally, she checks Mackenzie's tent. Mackenzie is not sus. There is only the gear tent and the ladies' privacy area to investigate. When the others fetch Eduardo and Mitch, Chai figures the fishing group may have just not had the silver key on them, so she checks Jack and Eduardo's tent. They are not sus. When everyone has been reunited and the campsite has been unearthed, we relax with a nice meal. At night, Chai tries to use her dreaming to latch onto the source of the silver key, but is unable to. Next morning, Jack pulls Chai and Eduardo aside to ask if we have any stone carving equipment for the Eye of Light and Darkness. Chai and Jack inspect some more tents while Eduardo makes conversation with everyone else to act as a distraction. Although they find the equipment, they keep searching for the silver key in the lamp in the lab and food tents. Recap. Trawling through the food and lab tents, there is still no sign of the mysterious silver key until Chai digs through Hugo's tent again to find the book of the advent of the silver key along with the key itself. They also find a strange lockbox in Rebecca's possessions. They pull Hugo to one side and show him the key to ask him about it, when suddenly they recall destroying it because it was corrupt. We take down camp and jump back in the jeeps. Eduardo asks about the key, but senses the answer he gets back doesn't add up, but he can't put his finger on it. By early afternoon, we begin to see the McQueer rock formation to signify the location of the dig site. Rebecca and Matteo also spot the tents of an abandoned campsite. As we step out of the jeeps, we step on barely buried human bones beneath the sand. We set up camp nearby. As we discuss our next actions, we see someone herding some huge dingoes muttering to Mackenzie. The man is wearing nothing except a pair of very nice boots. His name is Jeremy Grogan and is a little crazy and talking about going on a dream quest to rid us of our nightmares and demons. Either that or let the dingoes eat us. Jeremy is mostly concerned with Chai, Jack and Hugo, but Eduardo and Rebecca accompany them uh, to his camp. Jeremy summons a circle of stones around Hugo, but only Hugo is unaware of them. Jeremy claims the sands of Australia has a deeper connection to the dreamlands. Hugo has been grasped by the nightmare, whereas Jack and Chai have been touched by it. Jack reveals their knowledge of the silver key, and Jeremy restores their memories that they did not destroy it. However, the memory sends Chai into a sleep. The source of the darkness was found on the beach, but Hugo couldn't remember what he picked up. Jeremy decides the best way to pull is to pull Hugo's soul from his body and separate the darkness from it. We determine the book, the, the advent of the silver key, was tainted by Felix Walker when he joined Yogsatoth, and when Hugo found the book, the nightmare latched onto him. Once we awaken Chai, we begin chanting Felix's name to begin the spiritual sermon. The strain is too much for Eduardo, and he collapses unconscious, just as Hugo splits into two identical copies one evil, and one the true Hugo. There is no way to tell them apart, but Rebecca spots that their necklaces are different, one of a book and one of a key. A dingo launches into the air and it bites the one with the book necklace and devours it, and a beautiful light bathes an unconscious real Hugo. Chai and Jeremy celebrate with a little dance, 
and we head back to camp with some very good advice of what not to do in this realm so close to the god of the sandbat. He invites us back to when we are ready to head out. When we go to bed, Jack finds some snake eggs in his tent and gives them to Mitch, which he cooks amazing omelettes with the next morning. Now that Hugo's Cthulhu virginity has been taken and he is unusable for the Eye of Light and Darkness ritual, we explain some of our activities to him to provide context on the whole situation. Now only Mackenzie's blood is pure enough for the ritual. Recap. We convene at Jeremy's camp, who lets us know what happened at this dig site. He was signed up to a mining job for John Carver for some easy money. When the money ran out, they were preparing to leave, but Carver began acting strangely. An argument erupted, and he summoned a creature from the sky, the sand bat, and it ripped through many of the workers. Those that survived became loyal servants. Jeremy, Jeremy escaped and wandered the desert and discovered dreaming kept him alive, and he has lived here ever since. To reach the caverns, we either enter the shaft here, or we find another campsite, or one that is uh, southwest of our position. We decide before we leave we should look at the current site. Matteo and Hugo discover a dream fountain left behind by Jeremy and a series of very large three-foot-long footprints in the sand that vanish just as abruptly as they appear. Rebecca and Mitch find the elevator leading into the shaft and gather everyone before it. Mitch determines it is in good condition and just needs some fuel. We retrieve some, as well as torches and digging equipment, and head down the shaft when it suddenly plummets uncontrollably and slams into the ground. Mateo, Hugo and Mitch are injured and unconscious. Chai botches a first aid, but in her panic, stabilises Mateo, while Rebecca expertly stops Mitch from dying, while Hugo is not in any lethal danger. Chai begins climbing back up the 200-foot shaft using the elevator cable and retrieves Mackenzie and Jack to rescue the injured. Mackenzie also fixes the elevator mechanism so we can use that to winch them up. Eduardo and Rebecca quickly check the tunnel down here, but there is nothing of any note. We take the injured back to camp and await for them to regain consciousness before we make our next move.
Welcome back to Master Nyavda Tap. We left our intrepid adventurers on their quest to stop Nyavda Tap. Mitch and Matteo are unconscious. Everyone else is incredibly bruised, injured, and hurt, except for Jack, who had gone back to camp to help um, Mr. McKenzie with some camp work. Uh, when the call came out, Jack, from Chai, that everyone was at the bottom of an elevator shaft. Don't know why I got out of bed, to be honest. I, my my dabs are not on this. I was nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> uh, canonically, where was I? I was staying with Mac, right? Yeah, you were Mac at camp. Uh, everyone has been retrieved and uh, brought back to camp. Uh, they've had basic first aid applied to them, but everyone seems very banged up. Oh gosh, a terrible accident has happened. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Who would like to perform some medicine? On the unconscious people. <laughs> um, oh, it, it, well, it ain't going to be me. Uh, <laughs> the only the only medicine I know how to how to administer is the final kindness. So, um, <laughs> let me see if Mr. McKenzie can help. Uh, I can offer spiritual healing. I was like, "What is my medicine?" One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, Robert McKenzie also is like, well, it ain't going to be me. Oh, God, we don't have a medic. Can we use first aid? You can use first aid, but it's uh, they've already been first aided once, so this is a secondary first aiding. Does that matter? Makes it. (laughs) No, there's only so much you can do with uh, wood pigeons. I'll keep keep rolling them in and out of the recovery position. (laughs) Yeah. Roll your first aid if you have it, Jack. Uh, Chai, Eduardo, and um, Rebecca, would any of you like to roll um, first aid? I guess. First aid. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey! <laughs> A competent man. Jesus saves. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else takes damage. Um... Uh, is that everyone? Looks that way. All right. Uh, there isn't much you can do because they've already had first aid, but thankfully Father Eduardo has both the uh, main medical kit and the little St. John's Ambulance uh, booklet <laughs> in the medical kit. When when your party fall down an elevator shaft, <laughs> do this. There are instructions for what to do if people are unconscious and uh, in need of medical aid. Uh, essentially, you need to wake them back up, and then you need to make sure they stay awake for at least 12 hours. Or if they do sleep, you have to wake them up every hour to check for concussion. Mm. Uh, and if they show signs of concussion, get them to an, the, your nearest medical practitioner. Yeah, if they're, if they're concussed out here, what we're going to have to do is hit them with a spade as a mercy killing. I mean, <laughs> your nearest medical practitioner is 900 miles away. 
It's fine. We'll just point them in that direction with a bag full of snacks. They can get there. Your plane is 300 miles away. <laughs> That's all right. We, won't, we just won't have any concussions. It's fine. Look, the plan, it's, it's, the plan was it's, perfect. It's just that occasionally people fall down wells. Yeah, I mean, like, my hit points are on zero. So, like, you know, you're, you're welcome to fly the plane yourself. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. worse than you fly it. I am very good at flying the plane I'm not very good at piloting and navigating That's the difference I forgot Hugo was also unconscious I was also unconscious, yes Now people aren't dying I'm going to try and do something About my own bangs and scrapes Very well You're back in town, please Crit fail Oh my god you, uh, oh you strangle yeah. yourself with a bandage? Why is the wound open more? <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh, not right at all. No, this, is, this isn't how we do it at all. I think that's a bone. Um. <laughs> uh, Chai, roll me your constitution at heart, please. Crit fail! Oh, Craig! Uh, for fuck's sake! Okay, you have it. Are you just typing ninety six into roll twenty? You can, you can, you're allowed to roll things that aren't critically fails. Hey, Look, isn't isn't somebody continuously critically fails on the bingo sheet? Yeah, I've got Kring luck. Ah, I've got I've got someone constantly critical fails. Keep up, keep up this work, Craig. Excellent. I'm uh, I'm I'm just okay. gonna go. You're all currently in the mess tent. Uh, obviously tending to people when uh, there's suddenly this thump from behind you all and it's Chai, she's fainted. You went to tend to one of your scrapes, Chai, and you pressed down on something and the pain has just made you black out. I turn around and I'm like, is that normal? I I administer first aid because this is a new injury. There's no downside to it. (laughs) (laughs) She's made it worse for herself, so first aid is now is now appropriate again. I'm looking at those critical failures, but yes, carry on, Jack. Well, it's all right. I'm oh, going to critically fail now. Be like, like, snap! There was nothing else I could do. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you just did. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, am I going to die? <laughs> I would have ticked medical professional clicks a medical role on the grounds that these are the closest people we have to a medical professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think this is right, I say, pulling more of the bones out of the hole. <laughs> there are so many bones in here. <laughs> where you found them. The, the, the problem is... Help also help me. <laughs> the problem is, is Chai doesn't seem to have any major injuries that you can see. But there's no broken bones. She's not bleeding. She's got a few scrapes and bruises. She's just unconscious. Mm. Um, uh, Eduardo, you can roll your first aid again. I, I put how, her. How am I the competent first aider? I put her in the never recovery position. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, what they taught us in the cult. Mackenzie looks baffled as well. Does anyone else want to try and first aid Chai? Which I guess would be Rebecca as the only other person not unconscious. Yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, it's not critical. It's been a good day, everyone. Catch you later. Craig's <laughs> <laughs> going back to bed. Mackenzie suggests we get people into their cots and get them comfortable. 
And hope they wake up in the morning. Yeah. Um, well, there isn't much else we can do. He says we could try to radio for help, but I'm not sure who would hear us out here. <laughs> I'm thinking. Think- I was just going to oh, say, what I know recommends who- the best thing we can do is make them comfortable. It's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I think at this point, my best chances might be just slipping the knife to all of them while they're asleep and trying to convince Nyarlathep this was a whole sleeper agent thing. Is um is Jeremy still here? Does he know first aid? Uh, Jeremy? The dingo man. Uh, he's back at his hut at camp. You could go and collect the magic dingo man and see if he could help. Tell me, do, do, you, do your dingoes know the kiss of life? Well, it, it does get lonely out here. I mean, he survived this long out here by himself, so hopefully he knows a thing or two. Yeah, but he's probably never had to, never fallen down a mine shaft. He dug the mine shaft, you fell down. So really, this is his fault. Yeah. Everybody should just be happy I climbed out of the mine shaft before this happened. To warn yeah. people. I like your hat, Hedgehog. What hat? Ah. <laughs> Boxy, um, I'm very sorry for your loss. <laughs> not bothered at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's with the wood pigeons now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Eduardo, do you want to go and try and find the dingo man? Yeah. Okay, are you taking someone with you? I'll, I'll I'll come with you because honestly, like I'm feeling depressed around here. Like uh, <laughs> there's only so many bones I can pull out of chai. You know what I mean? <laughs> a hundred and four—that's a lot of bones. Okay, so Eduardo and Jeremy. Uh, uh, sorry, Eduardo and Jack are going to go and search for Jeremy. Um, Rebecca, are you staying with Mackenzie at camp to kind of keep an eye on everyone? Yeah, slash rest because I have one hit point and I'm not feeling great. <laughs> Uh, would you like to rest? Roll your constitution, Rebecca. Ooh. Con, con, con. That's a hard success. You have a big glass of water and some painkillers and can have... I rolled the wrong kind of dice. Four hit points back. Ooh. This must be the smallest one. That is a tiny hedgehog. That has quintupled my hit points. <laughs> God. So, Eduardo and Jack are bugging off to go and look. You have to walk back to the camp to the north, which is like a 10 minute walk away. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie and uh, Rebecca are staying in tent. Uh, Mackenzie is going to go and check on everyone who's unconscious. He comes back and is like, Yep, yeah, they're all still unconscious. I can't get Chai to drink any water, and I don't know how to make unconscious people drink water. Do you know how to make unconscious people drink water? I don't think making unconscious people drink water is a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. how you drown. Um, he's like got no clue how to look after four unconscious people. <laughs> he's here to keep you alive in the desert. He can do basic first aid and give instructions on how to like look after yourself. Rebecca, would you like to look at anyone? Or are you uh, just waiting to get back and resting? If I'm feeling better, I could take a look. I've only got my first aid to help me on my way. Hey, roll me a hard first aid. Yep.
Nope. Yeah. You you go and check it on everyone else, and they're all very unconscious still. You you vaguely remember reading somewhere that people who faint or fall unconscious normally should wake up like a couple of minutes later, and all will be great. People who are unconscious for this long are normally not in a good way. Mm. It's not like in the movies. If you're if you're unconscious for more than five minutes, you really need urgent medical care from trained professionals. And it's been at least um, an hour at this point for some of them. <laughs> they are brain dead. Well, the cult taught me that trepanation can help in this situation. Well, uh, I did that once. It was great. <laughs> They're not wrong. If it's if it's pressure on the brain, it'll, it will fix it. It's just not, you, you know, you don't want to wake up to that. No. <laughs> well... Uh. You passed out for quite a long time, so we chiseled a hole in your skull. <laughs> Can I persuade yeah. them to wake up? My little, <laughs> my little brother was possessed by the demons, so some Tibetan tribesmen were like, we can do this, and um, did a ritual, and then at the very end of it, chunked a hole out of the back of his skull, and Craig was like, oh! Because <laughs> <laughs> they kept asking Craig for permission, he was like, yeah, it's fine, go ahead, do your ritual. <laughs> now you're sure oh yeah, yeah yeah go ahead what's the small print here clunk <laughs> anyway uh eduardo and jack you arrive back at the camp to the north the dig site you were exploring you avoid the uh shack with the elevator in it <laughs> roll me your you go to jack's hut um jeremy's tent yes not jack's tent isn't it like a like a soft point in the dreamlands. Let's we do it. We do it. What choice do we have? Um, <gasps> we could dream medicine for them. Roll me uh, your spot hidden. <clears throat> One. If I had been a medicine dream roll, <laughs> damn all that. Eighteen. Wow. Uh, as you are hunting around, he's not in his tent, but you have a look, and uh, on the other side of a like rocky outcrop, you find him. He sure still is completely naked, except for those really, really fancy shoes he's wearing. <laughs> At this point, this isn't even the 37th weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> his dingoes all stop and stare at you, and then he wanders over and is like, ah, you've returned. Are you here to hear more stories? Um, you're delving into the depths. We we delved we delved too greedily and too deep, um, and too quickly. <laughs> unfortunately, some of us have fallen and are injured. Do you know any m- normal medical techniques? No, I do not know any normal medical techniques. <coughs> but I can know? ask the dingoes for their healing assistance. How can the dingoes help? How? How can I put this politely? Is the dingo's healing assistance to eat them and then poop them out so that they'll be reborn? That is one of the options. Can we put that one on the back burner? <laughs> I don't have one. Super weird medical right. techniques. We, we, we've got one, it's fine. <laughs> Being eaten by a dingo is not way up there in modern medicine. <laughs> hmm. Look, I'll take the dingo option if I live. Um... <laughs> 
I don't like this. I don't think you get pooped out as a dingo. What, what's, uh, what about if they just nibble you a little and then it's like homeopathic? Uh... <laughs> you just get licked by a dingo. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I mean that is actually appropriate because in the movies, like you know, like a guy is like dead and dying, and then his faithful dog walks up to him, licks his face, and he's fine. So, Nido, Nido, this is this is not the bit from the Pokemon movie where Ash is dying and Pikachu <laughs> cries on him to come back to life. That's not that's not what's happening here. I could have my dingoes make a restorative tonic for you. Ah, oh, that sounds <laughs> perfect. I, I I briefly get distracted by the fact they don't have opposable thumbs, but uh, but you know, this seems like it might be something interesting to watch. Yeah, let's do it. Sit with me, both of you. He sits down and holds out his hands to you both. You have to sort of like sit in a little triangular circle with him. Hold hands too. Triangular circle. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hold, hold hands with him and the priest. Now, we must ask my dingoes for healing assistance. Focus on your friends being well and healthy. Close your eyes and think about them. We don't have to roll anything for this, right? <laughs> roll your sansy. <laughs> yeah, he's rolling his dreaming, but with two bonus dices, because you're helping. Roll your dingo. Oh, thank God he's rolling his dreaming. <laughs> Ooh. I've never had to administer a tincture or unguent before. Right, and he gets a bonus from dingoes. <laughs> bonus from dingoes. There's the dingoes. Oh, there's the dingoes. Uh-huh. Oh, one of their skills is do what Grogan wants, 100%. <laughs> uh, the dingoes seem to sit around you, and then they all sort of like yip and bark and growl, and the really, really, really big one sits right behind you, Jack, and rests its head atop yours. I keep my eyes closed. Don't want to be eaten by the dingoes. It growls. Roll me your pal. Genuinely can't find my mouse under all these fucking hedgehogs. You're the one who got them all out. They are the mouse. Uh, They're no longer hedgehogs. They are mice. Pal. Good. Uh, For just a moment, Jack... You feel you're somewhere else. You're standing at the bottom of a hill. Ahead of you, there are these magnificent statues of sphinxes carved out of mountains. And a path that weaves between them. And a castle in the distance. And for just a moment, you're like, that's my destination. And then it snaps. Like some connection inside of you that is connecting you to this castle snaps. I know you were thinking about Kadath, but it really did sound like that bit from the Never Ending Story. Yeah. <laughs> Get 10 sanity. Wow. Like, negative or positive? Positive. Wow. That never the happened. Ding- the dingoes have just severed your connection to unknowable Kadath. Oh, I quite like that. <laughs> that <laughs> Someone means- get sanity back. Is Ash feeling okay? That, that, <laughs> means, that means I'm not... I'm not- I'm not like a psychic beacon for Nyarlathotep, just tracking you guys much easier anymore. I was going to say, this doesn't really seem like the situation that would make one more sane. But 
Jack is aware that as a cultist of Nyarlathotep, his soul is bound to Nyarlathotep upon death. Oh, that's wonderful. I, I'm at Max San already. Never mind. But, but the dingoes have just severed that connection. I'd say you could pay it forward, but um, you can't. So you won't uh, say that. After about 15 minutes, you will open your eyes and there's a clay jar in the middle of the circle that wasn't there before with a little lid in it. It's like this. Feed this to your injured friends and they should recover. <laughs> Bless so you. Honey. Have to take it three times a day with water or... No, no, just just like feed some into their mouth and make them swallow it. Ah, uh, oh, good. I'm quite good at that. <laughs> the dingoes have provided. However, they tell me that one of you was corrupted in the darkest depths of hell. Oh, that would have been me. <laughs> yes, apparently they fixed that and not eaten you. Oh. Oh, who's a good boy? I, I, I turn around. I turn around and I very cautiously pat the dingo. I'm like, thank you. Uh, do you really say who's a good boy, Eduardo? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I should just clarify before I had dingoes eat you. <laughs> now, be gone. I have done all I can to assist you. Your quest now lies beneath the earth. Have you decided which path to take? Will you go to where Huston dug down into the depths? Or use the secret tunnel? I think when everybody's conscious again, we will make that decision. <laughs> yeah, if, if everyone else survives the night, we'll, we'll decide upon the morrow. Thank you. Good luck to you. May you thwart the evil one's schemes. Thank you. Why was there a little squeak? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry I, I put this down and it squeaked. <laughs> I thought it was a dingo, maybe. Maybe just a little one. <laughs> dingo, dingoes do not sound like this. <laughs> just a little one. Oh, God. A little baby one. I did that one. <laughs> and squeaks like this. <laughs> right. Uh, do you gather up the clay jar and head back to camp? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, you gather up the J, J, the clay jar. The J claw, yeah, yeah. Are you looking inside of it? No. Um, no, no, I want to save that surprise for when we arrive. Yeah. But meanwhile, back at camp, everyone who is unconscious and possibly dying, roll their constitution. Shy, roll your constitution at hard. Oh, come on. Do not possibly die. No. Ooh. Mitch is okay. Nido is okay. Matteo? Hang on. Hang on. My, uh... There's roll 20 being annoying. It's just being a bit slow. Uh... I just well okay. Uh, Mitch and Hugo, you start to wake up. You oh. feel absolutely awful. You're bruised, battered. You've got splitting headaches. You um, but you are waking up. Matteo, you are still unconscious, and Chai, you lose one hit point. 
Can I? Are we on one HP? Uh, you were all on one HP if you were unconscious and on zero. Okay. I uh, I would flail until I got the attention of somebody, help them give me some lots of painkillers, and then lay back down for a nap. <laughs> okay, roll listen. I'll roll listen. I'm going to hear you. Oh, <laughs> I don't oh. think you will. I'm not oh. going to hear you. Let's see hears you. The faint sound of a passing wood pigeon distracts you. <laughs> Let's see if Mackenzie hears you. That's the travel advisory instructions for how to travel on four pair ships. Uh, it's just like the end of Titanic, except you don't have a whistle. <laughs> Man, I bet you guys wish you'd brought a uh, zeppelin to the great sandy desert. No. Zeppelins aren't real, Ashley. They are. They are at this time. Zeppelins aren't also, we could have done that. I am a pilot. Are you a Zeppelin pilot? Right, that's Basically why the, none of these NPCs made sense. I was looking in the wrong chapter of the book. Yeah. I mean, he can't be worse than he is a plane uh, pilot, right? So, <laughs> sure, why not? I am a good pilot. I'm not a good navigator. These are two different skills. No one comes, Nino, as you call out. Mitch, what are you doing? You can see Matteo lying in the cot next to you. Also, he looks very unconscious. You have a splitting headache, and the last thing you remember is plummeting down a lift shaft. What floor is this? (laughs) (laughs) Menswear. (laughs) No one answers you, because Matteo is unconscious. Um, I I just kind of make noises and, like, try to get someone's attention, like, no one can can Um, hear you. Can I... Can I scrabble around in my like belongings for some aspirin or something? My own personal belongings. Roll luck to see if you have any. Oh, I don't have any luck. That's not my problem, is it? Yeah, here, let me roll my luck. Oh, what a surprise! No, <laughs> it looks like someone has taken your first aid kit. <laughs> I, I, I have a look to see if I can find a first aid kit, which I may have stolen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got Hugo's first aid kit. It's a really good one. <laughs> it's got all the, all the really good stuff in it. Including yeah, so I'm going I'm to take some uh, aspirin and uh, water. Thankful that I've got some. <laughs> and cocaine. Uh, let's. I, okay, I mean, I'm. Yeah, uh, I'm not like gonna like hurt myself. If I, do, do I feel like I'll hurt myself if I get out of bed, or am I just like? No, you can get out of bed. Uh, you okay. just You are very bruised, however, and everything aches. Okay, I will. If there's anything that I can like use as like a thing to, you know, like a walking stick, I'll grab that and just like poke my head out the tent and go. Is there anybody here? Uh, Rebecca, you could roll listen again. I'll listen again. Or are you all dead? No, I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I head to the main tent to see if I can find anybody there. As you arrive at the main tent, uh, you see Mackenzie is on his way out. and You see Rebecca lying in a deck chair with a cloth over her brow. She's definitely uh, being very ladylike. 
<laughs> oh, the heat! <laughs> Give us your I, best swoon uh, now. Oh, what? Give us your best swoon. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there um, right now. He's like, oh, oh, you've woken up. Oh, good. That's good. I, 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 I he, he hops you to a chair and pushes you into it and gets you a big glass of water and some pills. Yay. Thank you. I, I, I just accept these and I lay down and I swallow as many pills as he offers and then just lay there. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mitch, are you staying in your bed? Yeah, I've taken some paracetamol or some aspirin and, you know, just kind of like... You don't want to crack open the little glass bottle labelled Hero in? (laughs) Oh, Hero in. (laughs) (laughs) And there's some Coke. I'm guessing it's Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's Coca-Cola powder. It's dehydrated. You just add water. I mean, I mean, we're we're at the we're at the period where, like, you know, the kit will just be full of that shit. <laughs> like, oh, my leg aches a little bit. Mm, eight grams of cocaine ought to sort that out. Why is my heart like a hummingbird? <laughs> yeah, um, and Coca Cola does still contain coke. I think they don't stop yeah. that in nineteen twenty nine. Coca leaf, because it wakes you up. Because it's cocaine. <laughs> it turns out, it turns out caffeine is a poor substitute for cocaine. <laughs> Do I have any first aid skill? I can't remember it. Do I have? Uh, yeah, I guess I could I could look at the um the kind of first aid kit and just take any medicines that I feel would be appropriate at the time. So if it was co- first aid. <laughs> Jesus. Well, um, you're not sure what some of these vials do, so maybe you should err on the side of caution. Yeah, your, double, your double vision is not helping you read the labels. Exactly. You know that one is safe, and it has instructions on it for how many to take. The other ones look like they need maybe need syringes, or maybe you just drink the whole bottle. You're not sure. Two hundred grams of paracetamol, right up. <laughs> Yeah, drinking the whole little vial of heroin won't be good for you. <laughs> I think okay, it deserves enough keep, it, keep, it with, keep it with a paracetamol and just rest up, kind of making noises every now and then to try to get someone's attention. Uh, eventually, Mackenzie comes wandering in. He's like, oh, you're awake. Uh, he stops to check on Matteo, shakes his head, and <sighs> he comes over to you and he's like, I was just checking on everyone. Oh, I'm glad you're awake. Um, Hugo's woken up, but Chai has collapsed. Um, she doesn't look well. And Matteo, we can't get him to wake up. Um, Eduardo and Jack have gone for help. Oh, what happened? Like uh, Apparently you all climbed on an ancient elevator that then collapsed. Oh, I do remember something like that. Oh, I guess... Where, where, who, where, where are we going to get help from around here? Um... They've gone to get help. Don't worry about it. He pats your shoulder. But it's no doubt. There are nearby Aboriginal villages. They'll have like healing people, medicine oh. men. Yeah. There's, there's a there's a mining uh, dig site not far from here. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're, there's always your competitors. They could go and ask them. They're bound to have a doctor with them. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Why didn't we hire a doctor? 
I did wonder why none of you hired a doctor, but oh, you know. can can I take? Can we? We forgot to bring a translator to replace that. <laughs> I think I think in this situation I will allow this. Translators <laughs> are merely the doctors of the sea. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, should I give them? Should I remind them to take a doctor? And I'm like, no, they're all adults. They know what they need. On <laughs> you you put far too much faith in us. Well, I did give some of you a role a couple of game sessions ago to see whether I should suggest it, but none of you passed that intelligence role, so I was like, no, no. Uh. Anyway, uh, just as uh, Mackenzie is making you better, getting you some more water, Mitch, uh, Eduardo and Jack, you arrive back at camp. Oh, some of you have woken up. This is good. We bring medicine. Yes, Hedison. Mackenzie <laughs> uh, yeah. has moved you across to um, the mess tent so they can keep a better eye on you with Rebecca, uh, Mitch. Um, and Mackenzie's like, oh, good, you, you found someone? That uh, chap you said is looking up at, what, living up at the old dig site? Um, he had medical supplies? The, this medicine was made for us by people with... Uh, um, this medicine was made for us by individuals with a lot of experience surviving in the bush. Oh, good. You found some Aboriginals? In a manner of speaking, yes. <laughs> Mackenzie looks baffled, but it's like, uh, just feed people the medicine. <laughs> I really should have insisted you guys hire a doctor. Yeah, you really should have. We're going to fire you when all this is over. There's going to be an inquiry. I mean, we did, we did hire him to keep us alive in the desert. We're docking your pay. That's fine. We'll just hire a doctor now. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Dr. Dingo, come along with us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's, there's that Australian uh, doctor's program, isn't there? Oh, yeah. All oh, the flying doctors. Yeah, let's get them in. <laughs> they could be our pilot as well. As long as they don't let Hugo navigate. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not his fault. He's bad at things. I'm being nice to him. You guys keep picking on him. Are you being nice to him, though? Yeah. yeah. I'm not dead, so that's a start. Oh, yeah, well, there, there is that normally. I normally, normally, it's like, nice. normally it's like, oh, your head explodes. Okay. Uh, do you feed the medicine to Rebecca, uh, Hugo, and Mitch as they're in the mess tent with you? Um, I, I get a spoon... Uh, who looks the most injured? Uh, Chai, from, right? Uh, well, Chai's in a tent. We're dealing with the people in the mess ah. tent first. Um, probably Mitch and Hugo look the most battered and bruised. H- Hugo, why don't you try a spoon of this tasty medicine? Uh, sure. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying quite a lot of painkillers right now. It's fine. I make I make eye contact with Jack, <laughs> um, with um, with Father Eduardo. <laughs> if I have if I have if I have to tick the force transformation thing, you, you are both getting a stern letter. Um, <laughs> it's dingoes all round, baby. <laughs> what am I rolling? Clay jar. It's full of this sort of like. <laughs> it looks like some sort of ground up mush of um, wheat and barley, and it smells salty. And has a really odd, oily sheen to it. But do you take a spoonful and eat some? Uh, this is probably not the worst thing I've consumed, given the fact I live in Australia. 
Um, the deep fried tarantulas are probably the best ones. I mean, you've, you've just described Vegemite. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Well, he is we Australian. Apolog- he probably likes Vegemite. We'd like to formally apologise to the people of Australia. <laughs> I'm Daniel Fieldspar, a stereotypically Whoa. Australian Whoa. dragon. Ow, for me. Oh, not con. Oh, this is this is great. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, you swallow a um, spoonful of this now, Romy, or con. Oh. Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Your headache is up, and you feel okay. Uh, you do start feeling very sleepy, however, but you're feeling better. It's like good tired, not like imminent brain hemorrhage tired. Yes, I I say oh that's that I I, I kind of I, I just sort of like look oh it's oh it's a bit you but it's fine it's fine I say um I'll I'll go for a little lie down it's uh thank, thank you all I go back to my tent I whisper I whisper to Jack oh thank God it worked <laughs> uh, Hugo restore your hit points but you so next time you wake up all of your bruises will be gone and you'll be feeling much better yeah. Who's going to have some next? Mitch or Rebecca? Yeah, go on. Okay, Rebecca forces down a spoonful of sugar. Makes the medicine go down. And then some of the medicine. (laughs) Roll me your pal. Pal. No! (gasps) She turns into a dingo! (laughs) (laughs) It... Doesn't seem to have any effect on Rebecca whatsoever. It's just horrible. It tastes foul, and you're like, no. And yet, you get no benefits from the mystical dingo juice. You can oh. really taste the dingo. <laughs> yeah, uh, they pissed into a pot. <laughs> I didn't know you were a medical man. Taste the dingo, obviously the failed slogan for Skittles before they changed it. <laughs> Was that back when the Skittles are made up of like boiled up dingo afters? Okay, uh, Mitch, would you like to try some of the mysterious dingo medicine? Sure, why not? What could possibly go wrong? Roll your towel for the whole spoonful. Oh, everyone's cameras are failing. What's going on? It's no, fine for me. You're failing. It's just you, TM. Okay, hang on. I'm going to leave the call and return. That normally fixes it. It's Quick, GM's gone. Everyone, everyone, raise your skills up a little bit. Oh, he's back. Shit. He's muted. We he can't muted, hear though, him. Which is he's muted. Yeah. <laughs> he is speaking, though. I can still see roll 20. Okay, roll me your constitution, please, Mitch. Uh, this stuff is, you don't know what's in it, but it certainly peps you back up again. Like Hugo, your headache starts to fade, you start feeling a lot better, and uh, you get all of your hit points back. It will take like several hours for your hit points to get back, but essentially by tomorrow morning you'll be fully healed. So re- restore them now, yeah? Yeah. But obviously it's, it's taking a bit of time for that to actually happen. But yeah, whatever this 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 medicine they brought back is, it's quite good. Great. Yeah, everyone's good. Yeah, everyone. Except Ben. I guess I can only see Ben now. Okay. 
I was just looking. So if, Shall if we leave going... you two alone? Hello? <laughs> Hello now? I was just, if everyone's going to sleep afterwards, would Rebecca not do the same? So um, even uh, though it's not working, it's like, well, should I sleep? <laughs> well, yeah, probably. I think it might work by peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do you want to go and try and force some medicine on next? Chai or Mitch? Uh, Mateo? Um, I guess Chai. Okay. Yeah, Chai seems the most injured, so let's let's give her the dingo juice. Okay, Craig. Yeah. Roll me your constitution. Is this before or after we administer? This is before. Okay, uh, when you go in, Chai, Chai is um, very pasty white that Breathing is very shallow and slow, um, and you can't wake her up no matter how you try. Uh, would you like to force feed her some dingo? Yes. Next, um, I, 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 this on <laughs> no, I, I, I'd like to think possibly as like my uh, in my character's backstory because he's um, a priest. He may have helped the poor and helped feed the sick, so. He would like sit her up and like, try and put the spoon in her mouth and sort of massage her throat a little bit, try and force it to swallow. We're going to make her swallow like a baby bird. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so the Catholic priest is uh, teaching her how to forcefully swallow. Okay, cool. Right. Yep. It's very yep. on brand. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hold her up so you can force, force fluids into her. Craig. Yeah. Oh, good, I didn't crit. Fucking now roll me your constitution again. <laughs> After drinking the dingo <clears throat> mush, Chai's breathing uh, recovers. Uh, she starts to get a healthy flush back into her cheeks once more. Craig, have half your hit points back. Yay. Well, never I underestimate the powers of Dingo. What was that, Craig? Can I untick dying? You can untick dying. Yay. Oh, did you make him tick dying? <laughs> I didn't even tick it. I just realised about ten minutes ago. Oh, look, it's ticked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Ch- Chai was dying from brain hemorrhage. It, 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 uh, she had a concussion. Ooh, saved her. Again, you should all just be glad that I managed to climb out of the mine shaft to get help. Whilst suffering a concussion. Dingo juice. Did you uh, feed some dingo juice to Matteo? Yes. Okay, Matteo, go pow. Pow, 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 pow. Now roll constitution. No. You could luck it. Could luck it. Um... I'm not going to succeed a power roll again, so I might as well luck it. Um, let's luck it for that much. All right. okay. um, restore your hit points to full. Uh, you're still unconscious. It, it takes some time to work, and you're now out of dingo juice. Okay, I was going to ask how much was left. Okay. Oh, no, I was, I was going to take a quick shot of it. You know, Milk like them a, all again. Like, um, 
Yeah. Red Bull. Pour, pour, some, pour some water in it, swirl it around to get the dregs out. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca, gives you in. Yeah. please get a third of your hit points back. You did get some healing benefits from the dingo mush, just not all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But essentially, everyone sleeps. And next morning, um, everyone wakes back up. Chai, you don't have a headache, but you do feel weak. Uh, Say, so Matteo, you feel absolutely fine. Fine? Yep. Mm. You lucked it. So it's now Saturday, the 15th of August, 1925. Write that down in your copy book and now. Chai has a little fluffy tail and cute little doggy yeah. <laughs> no, if I force transform Craig into anything else, he will kill me. <laughs> me with knives. He's still not forgiving me for turning you into a rat once. Oh dear. That's just because you were on one of your Oh look, here's a specific type of animal. I've got the fucking bonus for at the moment. <laughs> Do you remember when you were a unicorn? Yes, I remember that too. <laughs> Craig getting turned into a unicorn was perfectly in character and appetite. It, it, you were a great unicorn, Craig. <laughs> that was rather hilarious, I will grant <laughs> At least you didn't get blasted into vapour like Craig did to the other unicorn. Oh, oh God. God, yeah. Unfortunately, the transformation for, for the dingo juice was just makes everyone have an Australian accent. Oh. It's truth, boy, crikey! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't drink any, Jack. <laughs> oh, oh, Dan! <laughs> <laughs> Casually racist. <laughs> my my character is English because there was no way I was going to be able to do an Australian <laughs> accent for seven months. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, look, you guys, it's now the tip. Fine, you've been great. I'm sure uh, refuses to do an accent. It's Australian. Uh, forget. After doing uh, the French accent for so long, I can't be bothered with the Italian for this character. Oh, let's get your best Italian. No. <laughs> we formally apologise to the people formally of Italy. apologise to the people of Italy. <laughs> Italian is not just doing that. It's, it's not, it's not <laughs> the element of frogging. Did we ever apologise to France for um, Antoine? No, we never apologise. We don't apologise to France. To France. <laughs> the French know what they did. <laughs> we apologise to the people of basically everywhere at this point. I mean, <laughs> including Britain. So what the French did is what they didn't do, which is the problem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. you all gather in the mess tent. Uh, Mackenzie does a bit of first aid to see how everyone is doing. He asks who everyone's feeling. He um, has not asked Mitch to cook breakfast because he was injured. He's just laid on toast. <laughs> toast and veggie, mate. <laughs> Once he gets off the toast, he we might. can eat it. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's cooking it with his body heat. It's uh, an unusual <laughs> process and quite vile. You did pack survival gear, so odds are like, one of the things you bought with you is Vegemite. Oh, it's so energy-rich, but so foul. Yeah. Anyway, you all gathered. Mackenzie is like, how is everyone feeling? I'm not sure what that Aboriginal medicine has in it, but clearly they know what they're doing. Yes. Um, 
They did. They did a good thing in making, helping us make that medicine. The Aboriginal people we met, I say, very unconvincingly. <laughs> Mackenzie, why was there dog hair in it? <laughs> they said it was good for you. Well, clearly it worked. There must be some active ingredients in all the nonsense. So, good job, Jack and Eduardo, for finding help. How are you feeling, Miss Teague? You looked the worst yesterday. I, I almost thought we'd lost you. Oh, I, I just thought I accidentally had a bit of a nap. No, you, you were... I just suddenly I must have been tired, you know, all that climbing. One of those brain napperages. I think you had a <laughs> concussion, Miss T. We're very lucky you came out of it. Oh, well. That's Thank wonderful. You. I Thank like you, coming out of <laughs> Oh, sanity check. San, 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 San. I am sane. You are, however, regretting joining up with these people again. Yeah. Didn't you almost die of a concussion last time you met them? Bitch, you love it. Probably. <laughs> anyway, Mackenzie's like, well, I think we should, maybe we should just stay here today and everyone rest before mm-hmm. you decide whether you want to go and join up with your competitors at Mr. Huston's dig site or whether we go and try and find the alternative Dick's uh, cave entrance that Mr. Grogan told us about. Secret tunnel. Mm. I mean, if you're going to use this alternative entrance, I would suggest we move our base camp to the entrance. We can set the camp up in the cavern entrance then. And you can head down into the ruins. We can head down into the ruins from there. Mm-hmm. I quite like the sound of that. Yep. Maybe we can fix the elevator. Well, the well, elevator you discovered, remember, it, was, um, it went on for a couple of hundred more meters at most. Yeah, it was a dead end. Mm. Yeah, there, there, there's nothing to be found here. The elevator was just a red herring. Huh? What was with those giant footsteps? I remember giant footsteps. Um, What? uh, It was in the recap. We found, uh, like, mystery footprints that were, like, three feet big. You found them in the sand, but you you haven't worked out what they are. Yeah. Yeah, out of character, we think they came from, like, the dream pool that was there. Um, well, Mackenzie says, shall we stay here for the rest of the day and everyone rest, and then we'll move camp tomorrow? Some of you don't quite look up to dismantling tents today. No, I agree. That's a good idea. We can at least, uh, the more able bodies can at least start planning what needs doing. First well, of all, how about I cook everyone a rousing breakfast? Why don't we let Mitch cook? It could be therapeutic for him. Let me cook, please, please, I beg you. (laughs) All right. Do you want to let Jack help with the cooking? Exactly. I'll let Jack do the help. He can be my assistant chef. He can clean the dishes, yeah. I I will gut the fish. We have no fish, Jack. Then what is this thing I've been pulling bones out of? Oh, it's chai! Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) Just come back. Just can't, just can't help myself. It's like a compulsion now. Them little bones got to come all the way out. No. Maybe go hunting and find some dingo meat. 
it's not in the best of taste right now. Let's move on. <laughs> Mitch, roll cooking with a bonus die. Uh, um, 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 um. Skills. Cooking. I don't know. You really don't need that bonus die. Jack is, Jack is mostly there to, uh, I don't know, carry things for you. Does it mean I can cook my cook my ticking? You can take your cooking. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> You're going to cook some ticks? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they're, they're full of blood. It's like a little sausage. It's fine. <laughs> oh. uh, you cook a really, really good meal. Uh, everyone who still needs hit points back gets... Oh, hang on. Well, trying to get four hit points back. If you still need any hit points, uh, hearty breakfast and a nice day off, where you can all rest and put your feet up and possibly read your evil tomes. They are. Panic, panic about how how the cult is slipping into the lead again. <laughs> that Im- that imposing deadline when the world ends. <laughs> Doesn't magic count as an essential tool? Sorry, I can't hear what you said. Coffee is rustling. Sorry. Doesn't magic count as an essential tool? I would say yes in this situation. Uh, And someone's having a pleasant day off, right? Well, we haven't decided that yet. We haven't found out what you're doing on your days off. I'm about to go around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you're joking, (laughs) Eduardo. Yes. Uh, what are you doing on your day off today? I'll probably practice some spells. I'm just going through the list to see which one oh, I yeah. want to do. Practicing spells. That's definitely not a pleasant day off. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends how well it goes. Um, come back to me. I'm just going through my list. Okay. Uh, Hugo, what are you doing with your day off? I would want to maybe just do some reading <laughs> um, now that I can read my book without being all surreptitious about it. Not yes, that I was so you're going to read some more of The Advent of the Silver Key. Yes, which is, on the whole, not a terrible book. Except wasn't this version corrupted? Oh, well, uh, we corrupted it. They did a whole yeah, dingo right. with it, remember? In the dreams. We you were there, guy. You helped. Yeah, but that was like a month ago. Roll Keeping me your heavy breathing into your microphone. Hmm? Your heavy breathing into your microphone. Oh. Nina, are you going to roll? Uh, delays. <laughs> Yay, pass. Okay, I'm going to cross off two days for a hard success. Yay. I'm getting there. You keep reading your book. Um, Peter, what are you doing with your day off? Um, so I'm, like, fine. You feel fine. You uh, just knocked your head when you fell down a shaft, but otherwise you feel okay. I, uh, spend the day kind of lightly practicing martial arts and, uh, uh, and, uh, meditating on my near-death experience. Okay. Uh, roll me your martial arts, please. Martial arts. Okay. 
There it is. I use cool Kung, Kung Fun on my opponent, apparently. Kung Fun? That's what it says. <laughs> Kung Fun? It does say Kung Fun. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> okay, uh, tick your Kung Fu and then roll your Meditate. What about his Kung Fun? So that's just my brawl, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then um, your um, and then roll my meditate. Did you say? Yeah. There it is. Take your meditate. All right. Uh, that's Mateo's day. Uh, Rebecca, what are you doing with your day? My day? Uh, it's, I'm going to try and have a pleasant day, but I'm going to practice my keto and maybe do some cooking. Okay, roll cooking and keto. Keto. So far, Craig, it's uh, three three for four out of uh, good days off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You may tick ball. Tick ball. Apparently your keto did zero damage. <laughs> Need to sort that wow, out. Wow, what? <laughs> yeah. And you can take your cooking. Yay. Jack, what are you doing with your day off? Um, I am going to cast the Judgment of Crancross. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please roll Judgment of Crancross. I want to ruin Craig's bingo. <laughs> no other reason. I could create a volcano directly underneath us. <laughs> just just to ruin Craig's day. No, I'm I'm not gonna do that. No, no, um, I'm fine, do it. <laughs> Wait, Craig, I already see one Cthulhu group this week. Um Oh god! Do you know what? I've 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 been lugging I've been lugging this book around for a while. Maybe it's time to have a little peep in it. See what's it, it's about. Which book is that? The Adventures of Nomi Trelawp. Oh no! <laughs> ah, a lovely book. It is a really good book. Let me just open it and remind myself what I need to make you roll. You poor unfortunate fool. Uh, I, thought, I thought you know you know what I'll settle in with a nice fiction novel and yeah. uh, like just have a relaxing day. Okay, uh, roll me your English. Hang on, why 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 is the sevenfold the, the seven way manifold on the cover of this book? Um, roll English. Yes, please. I'm Australian. Uh, English. Oh, very English. Okay, uh, you may read uh, up until it, uh, just keep reading until it asks you a question about a specific skill. Um, all right. Sorry, my character sheet's gone weird. So essentially, you've got the book mechanics page. One, two... There are three more pages after the book mechanics page that you can now read. Ah, okie dokie. If I can ever get back to my character sheet, I will do that. 
good luck at roll 20, hang on. Oh no, why did you write this thing? Uh, um, what's his face? Mitch, what are you doing with your day off? Um, if I go and see Jack and see if he's got some spare time when he's not reading, and I was going to talk to him maybe about some of these spells that I know of but don't know what they do. Yep, you and can. maybe he knows a little bit about them, you know, with his... Past. Yep, you so, go and interrupt Jack whilst he's reading. He's yeah. only reading a joyful uh, fiction book about a, an adventurous young lass having adventures. I'm reading it with a horrified expression on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she write this? <laughs> so, so, Jack, I, I've got these. I don't know. How are you with like all these kind of like like these weird ditties and songs like do you know much about these spells um out of character i think i know nothing about these spells but um um i'm not sure i'd I'd have to i'd have to see your your notes i guess (laughs) we will not (laughs) um papa Um, so I show I say I show uh, Jack uh, "Fools Fading" and "Pipe Song." Right. So I've got these ones, but like, uh, do I do I know what either of them do? Games, well, can I roll, roll a thing? You can roll me Cthulhu Mythos. Everyone loves that skill. Uh, rolling it. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> you have an exact idea about what Pipe Song does. No question whatsoever. Let me send you a message. <laughs> I've doomed us all. <laughs> it's a song about a pipe. Ah, yes, this one gives you a soothing massage. I'm guessing pipe song could be like pan pipes. Oh, Russet, why would you tell me that, you minge? Well, I think I've heard of this one, I say quite convincingly. Um, oh, okay, what does it do? To my knowledge, this pipe song will allow you to uh, to hypnotize people within a range of oh, about 20 meters. You just concentrate on the person that you want to suggest and then play the song. Well, that sounds quite useful. Yes, I mean... Do bear in mind, I, I did critically fail while researching this, so uh, <laughs> it may, in fact, be something entirely different. <laughs> I don't say that last bit, but I really wish I could. <laughs> now, 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 why don't you roll Cthulhu Mythos again for the second spell? I'm going to make it even worse, is it? It's going to be worse. It's going to doom us all. Doom! 
<laughs> you don't know what the second spell does. I've never heard of that one. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Maybe you should just play it. Can I roll my, um, I don't know, psychology or psychoanalysis to see if I notice that he might be not as sure as he comes across? You can roll your psychology. Ow. Yeah, the first spell, 100%, he was 100% sure that's what it did. Second spell, he's being honest. He hasn't got a clue. Yeah, you see, you see, the problem is I don't know that I... I'm not lying to you. I just don't know the answer. <laughs> the don't know the answer. If you can have the mildest temptation to ever use that song, to not be accused of metagaming, you pretty much just have to immediately <laughs> use it now. Uh, but if I do metagame, at least we will get a bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I won't it's, award the bingo if you cheat. It's it's all right. We don't we don't really need help with the shameless meta gaming tag. I think we've already got it at this point. Craig, what are you doing with your day off, Chai? You well, still I have to do if if I've got a day off. I I pretty much have to read. Which book are you reading, The Queens? The Cultis Maleficarum. Oh yeah, that one. Because I have to read it. It's not my fault. You have to read it. Debatable. You don't have to read it. Oh, yay! (laughs) Yes, I will tick off two days. A day, sorry. That's just a normal success. Yay! Try read a book. Eduardo, what are you doing? I am going to try and learn this. Oh, you're learning that one. Roll me a hard intelligence roll. Yeah. I don't like it when the DM gets all excited about what we're doing. There you go. You may tick the learned bottom. Bottom? bottom? Yeah, tick the learned bottom. <laughs> and the learned hey. button. So I've bottom. learned it, but not cast it yet. Craig, everyone did have a pleasant day off. Huh. Yay! Yeah. Oh, um, your bingo yeah. ticket. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you still reading your handout? <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to just quickly restart my computer. Well, Temmie's computer because it, it it's doing this. Oh, I need to restart, but I can't actually delay it. <laughs> so okay. I will be right back. That gives the road more time to read the Adventures of Trelawney. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Trelawney Mathorpe. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> the Adventures of Naomi Trelawney. Uh, the title changes every time you look at the book. Sanity. <laughs> I mean, have you read the nice dedication to uh, Felix Walker and Anthony? Oh yeah, it's 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 heartbreaking uh, that that he's he's dead. Question mark now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm ticking. GM gets excited by the terrible mistakes we're about to make. Oh, I, oh! I always like it when it starts with this book at first sight. I <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> like that t- that time I, I like someone posted me the fucking Necronomicon and I was reading it. And, like, there's a bit where it's like, by the time you know what this book is, it's already too late. And like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should mention that. Guess what Craig's reading? <laughs> <laughs> I 
had forgotten. Oh. Well, I guess that match is dead. Are you just burning things randomly? No, I'm lighting a candle. Why? It's bright. So, yes, that qualifies as burning things randomly. It's a scented candle, Craig. Mm. Um, I don't like those. Oh, yeah, weird stinks. This is lavender and lemon, Craig. Ugh. It's a better scent than, I don't know, cat poop. I still can't believe why, you guys why, like don't like cat poop. No, I meant your your house. It probably smells of cat poop. No, it doesn't. What does your house smell of then? Not a lot, really, that I can tell. Ah, uh, he's become inured to the cat poop. No, no, no. We have the enclosed cat poopatoriums. Oh, mate, my my cat, my cat does the smelliest poops in the fucking world, and she doesn't like to do it when there's no one in the kitchen where the tray is. Yeah. So, like, like you go in to cook something, and she's like, "Oh, time to drop a deuce." <laughs> and you're like, my and that's God. exactly why we've got the enclosed cat poopatoriums. It's so it's so cursed. It's the worst yes. smelling thing. it's given me a headache before it was so bad i've literally just been like michelle you're you're cleaning that up right now or i'm going upstairs and not coming back down until it's done ashley i have reached the question have you reached the third page well i've reached the question what's the question uh if you have a cthulhu mythos above zero please roll intelligence then you must do as it says um. Oh, he's back. Stop talking to me. Oh, you can keep talking nice things about me. Oh, uh, where's my intelligence? Shrug. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just a nice storybook. <laughs> oh, are you doing your uh, fictional book roles? <laughs> it's just a nice storybook. Uh, you've just read a really nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, what what a splendid novel (laughs) perhaps I'll read it again sometime (laughs) (laughs) I just need to make a note there are two of you who are now kicking time bombs waiting to realise things about that book who else has read it well Father Eduardo well yeah I, I, I read it and passed the whole thing Oh, I still have you written down as red, but does not know the truth. Yeah, no. When we did the when we did the checks, I'm pretty sure I figured the truth out. Oh, uh, well, according to my list, you didn't. Oh, let me check the what was it called? The Adventures of Naomi. I'm fairly sure I did. Currently, I have. Uh... Let me just go back and double check. So yeah, the um, yeah. So I, I remember reading on the last page where it says, "Well, the, the the part where you think, oh shit, I've gone too far." Yeah, yeah. I I I got that bit. Did you pass the intelligence check? Pretty sure I did. Because uh, my notes say you didn't. Let me just look at your character sheet at the moment. My intelligence is quite high, so I'd be surprised if I 
didn't. I mean, I Considering got your Cthulhu mythos is that high. I'm going to say yes, you did pass. I'm pretty sure. I did, yeah, because I started with Cthulhu mythos, and then I think this really shot it up. I mean, I've got access to all the stuff from it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just hadn't updated my notes at all. So Jack is now a ticking time bomb, but everyone has a really nice day off. And then in the evening, Mitch cooks a lovely meal. Would you like to roll cooking, Mitch? Will you love the stitch? Yes. Hey. Mitch cooks the stitch. Uh, everyone who has cooking... Who has cooking? Jack has Me. cooking and... Okay, have two bonus dice, please, Mitch. I must say this cooking is a lot easier than I thought it would be. Okay, you have rolled a six with everyone's help. You've got Jack and Rebecca helping you out. So, you know, you have a big communal cook-up of, I don't know, the kangaroo steaks you've got in the cold box. Oops, all pouch. Mm. (laughs) Tastiest bit. Uh, You have a really, really, really nice evening meal. Everyone may have six luck and four sanity. Except for um, Arona, because he's already on max sand. Six luck and four sand? Yeah. Because sometimes just taking a day off and having a nice time... Even whilst delving into eldritch horrors and secrets from beyond time and space is a good thing. Yes, Greg? Considering I'm currently at Maxen, but considering what I am also currently reading, would that offset some of what is gradually happening to my mind? No. (laughs) Meh. Greg? No. Good, 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 good question, but my answer is no. Nice try, Craig. <laughs> I mean, you did get that 10 sanity. Oh, no, that was Jack who got 10 sanity. Yeah. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> okay. Everyone has a nice sleep. Uh, the night passes. It's really cold, but really, really cold. Um, but then you're in a desert, and it gets really cold at night. But you all snuggle down, all warm and snug in your, you know, tents. Yep, I'll cuddle up with Jack. Uh, now remember, I'm the big spoon. Oh, you are with Jack, yeah. I like the Catholic priest is sleeping with the cultist. I'm not a cultist. I'm an ex-cultist. I'm a reformed I mean, cultist. I mean, that sounds we're, even we're, better. We're both part of cults, really. <laughs> yeah, we worship the same god. We've established <laughs> this. <laughs> You just don't want to think about it. (laughs) The next day, you unpack the um, the camp, you pack it back into your trucks, you fuel the trucks, you make sure you've got all your stuff, and you are ready to drive off. What time are we at, Mr. Hedgehog? Uh One hour and 18 minutes. 
Okay, we've still got plenty of time. Okay, uh, who's driving? Me. I can do some driving. Right. Well. I, I seem yeah. to have been good at drive. I'm I an excellent a... driver when I don't leap from the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I am also a driver. Yeah, I was a backup driver. So. Okay. Chai, are you driving or are you a passenger? I think you were a passenger. I'm right? such a passenger. Anybody <laughs> hey, uh, who drives, roll drives. Hooray, I drive so hard. Why am I so good at driving? My driving rolls are all oh, no. amazing. Rebecca stalls. Stalls uh, or drives off a cliff. Nice. Uh, there was a sl- small delay as Rebecca's truck won't start. Um, <laughs> turns out she accidentally flooded the engine. I don't drive that well. Was it a quit? Yeah. No. Oh, mine was. Yes, oh, Rebecca's it? was, yeah. Yeah, there is an hour's delay to get going whilst uh, I need someone to roll me some mechanical repair on Ooh. Rebecca's car. I can try. Can I help? I really hope you're helping because Hugo's just made it worse. Worse? I, I mean, or my, my skill is not the same as his. Can I help? You can help, yes. Accidentally rolled his mechanical destroy. Well, your mechanical <laughs> repair if you're helping, Jack. Oh, I thought I thought this would be a bonus type bonus die type situation. What's your mechanical repair skill? Sixteen. Then roll a bonus dice, Hugo. <laughs> okay. I've okay. seen an engine. It's just that we we had it strapped to a virgin. <laughs> I've That's got the mechanical other one. repair as well. I'll have a look. Have a look. Have a look at this, Mitch. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch pushes them away and yeah. stop, stop, stop. Just no. Where's the propeller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She goes all like, oh, we got to take this grill off to get to the propeller. That's what makes it go forward. And you're like, no. No, that's the radiator intake fan, you imbecile. Yeah, yeah, we can't use the same fuel in both the car and the plane. Just, just look. Oh, I really shouldn't be pouring all this kerosene into the into my truck. Yeah, you'll have to, you'll have to suck it out. Mitch fixes your cheek. Roll drive again, Rebecca. Yay, let's make it worthwhile. Uh, drive auto. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Chai, who are you riding with? I'd have been with Be- Rebecca. You're still with Rebecca. Come on. You hmm. drive on. I need the book. Uh, you start driving. Uh, the directions you've got off Jeremy mean that it's probably about a 15... 15? No, it's probably about two out. Hang on, I need to just check something on the map. It's about 100 miles away, um, somewhere between like 60 to 100 miles away. But you, um, 488. Okay, here we go, the second entrance. Okay, everyone roll spot hidden. I spidden. 
Uh, it takes you most of the day in the end. You drive to the general area, and then you have to drive around trying to find the cave entrance. And that obviously Just a takes second, my wife's breaking something. <laughs> Michelle, stop! Stop that! <laughs> what do we think she's breaking? Hopefully, not the new kitten. Also, I think I think Arona didn't get to do the spit and roll. Yes, I'll, I'll wait for Arona to come back. He's talking to... Who do we think he's talking to? He can't be Fox, because... His other family, yeah. <laughs> it could be his mum, I guess. But she's like going downstairs. Come upstairs to talk to him. Mm. Um, I, I failed the spit and... Can I persuade myself to see the thing? No, no. <laughs> You're not going in. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I had a phone call. We were trying to work out who it was, because we are like, it can't be Foxby. He is the only person who called me. It was him. Oh. <laughs> Wait, then who's this? <laughs> uh, it was the it was the other one. It was it was Fox C. Uh, <laughs> Fox A. No, we don't we don't talk about what happened to Fox A. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get through a spit and roll. Oh, goody. What did you break, Craig? It was the, the Virgin Media bar. customer retention team. <laughs> the kitten or the boiler? I just said the toilet flush. Oh, oh. that thing is... You still don't have that fixed? It's, it's, I don't see the thing. We don't that see the toilet thing. in Craig's house is, like, dangerous. No, it isn't. It just doesn't stop occasionally. To be honest, that sounds like a feature where I'm concerned. <laughs> no, no, I, need, no, I need that thing. I need that thing as far away as possible, as quickly as possible. Anyway, flushing constantly for seven days. Anyway, uh, it takes <laughs> most of the day. You drive down to the general area of MacWeir <laughs> coordinates and um, Jeremy Grogan's directions, and then you have to kind of like drive around in like like you're essentially you're canvassing the ground and the rock formations, trying to find the um, entrance. Uh, eventually you spot the cave, uh, as Jeremy described it. The cave has no tracks leading to it. Um, it just There's several rocky outcroppings that rear out of the sand, and one of them has a cave entrance in it. Uh, the opening must be about... Um, Uh, it's quite a large opening. It's about 15 metres across. And around the outside are several weathered stone monoliths upon which are a series of faded carvings that are barely discernible. Oh, I examine the carvings quite closely. Uh, You pull up out front. uh, Like I said, the cave entrance is about 15 metres across. So that's 50 feet across, if that helps. And you can all feel air blowing out of it. It's quite stale, stagnant air, but it's blowing past you all. Mm. Um, there's a, like there's all sand around the outside of it, and then just inside there's more sand. There's sort of like a hillock of sand that slides down about five feet, and then there's just bare stone, and then the cavern disappears into the darkness. But you have found a way in. 
at least according to Jeremy Grogan, a way in that Huston doesn't use. Yes, Jack? I use eyes with carvings. Yes, I saw that. I was you cannot that. use that here. <laughs> okay, roll me your... Um, let's see, who got extreme successes? I'll come back to your carvings. I just need to finish setting the theme, so... Oh, okay, I apologise, sorry, I hadn't realised. And Eduardo, you spot more of those footprints, the big six-foot-long oh. footprints in the sand outside the cavern. As you as you pull up with the jeep, you spot them. Um, and Chai. Hello. You are climbing out of the jeep, and you see a massive wall of black clouds to the south. <laughs> massive storm is heading your way, but you found the entrance. At least you can camp, make camp in the cave. But this the clouds. Horizon to horizon, you literally just see this line of black storm clouds rolling towards you. Do I think we're going to be set up in the cave before it reaches us? You should be. It's still a few hours away. You can see for miles after all in the desert. In which case, for now, I don't worry people with it. Fair enough. Uh, roll me your... Ooh. Hmm. Roll me your occult... Ooh. At extreme, as you try to examine these carving carved monoliths, me, yeah, it's a bit buried again. Oh dear. The problem is, is they're so worn with age. Like you take some rubbings, maybe you can study them later. But there's barely any discernible pattern that you can see just by looking at the stone. So you, you get some paper and you do some rubbings and you'll look at them later. <sighs> you'll be able to glean something from them then. I see I see. I have the cursed rolls today. You have the green luck. But he has it too. We can't both have it. Oh no, it's multiplied. People. It's okay. fine. Everyone roll their desert survivors as you set up camp. cursed. Right, everyone who failed except for Eduardo gets a bonus die because Mackenzie is helping. Um, oh shit, my, my tent buddy failed as well. I was just about to pour all the water out to make an oasis and then I was like, wait a minute. Oh right. Uh, Nido, what? <laughs> uh, hang on, I'm having trouble. <laughs> Uh, Nido, no. you, said, you said Makuku with uh, seven. <laughs> that didn't work. What? <laughs> did, it, did it go? Oh, right. It, well, it rolled twice. Okay. Yeah. I'll try again. Everyone pick their desert survival as, as Mackenzie is helping Eduardo. Um, because you're building the camp inside the cave entrance. Mm-hmm. We've got to go down this um, uh, five-foot slope of sand that's built up in the entrance to get to the stone uh, inside right. the cavern. And you slip while carrying some equipment. And you go sliding down the stone and you lose 
Let's see what we lose. Oh no, don't make me lose things. You just lost. (laughs) Roll me. A D6. Hey, look what I found. Hey, it's Oval. Oh. Oh, interesting. Roll me your spot hidden, Father Eduardo. Oh, Christ. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) You have lost something, Father Eduardo. I don't don't even know what it is. But you don't know, you haven't noticed yet. Uh, you you know you slipped down this um, cascade of sands. Things went everywhere. You're like ah, oh, gathering stuff up again, and you haven't noticed something. You also dropped. Uh... But yeah, you build uh, the tent inside the shelter of the cave, and just as you are getting things set up and arranged as you like it, with the tents and the mess tent in the middle ready to adventure downstairs, well, down into the dark at some point, it starts snowing. Oh. Snowing? Yep. In the desert? The black storm clouds have rolled in from the south, and it is snowing. All that and lovely Antarctic wind that came the other day. Like, like all Cthulhu spells, it's, it's, really, it's really useful in that it does the thing you want three to five working days after you want it done. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's been blowing a beautiful, cold, southerly wind ever since uh, um, Mitch cast the spell, and it takes some time for Antarctic storm clouds to travel the distance. Wait a minute, so... So when you cast a spell, it starts in Antarctica and works its way to you? He wanted a cold southern wind. What if you're in Norway? <laughs> it's going to cross the entire world. Well, then a cold northerly wind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he was somewhere in Europe, he'd have probably summoned a cold northern wind. Yeah, you've got, you've got to specify what tick you want. But the problem is, it, um, it disrupts the weather patterns. So even though the spell is long over, the weather patterns are still disrupted and the snow has arrived a antarctic blizzard is starting on the outside of the cave just snow falling out of the heavens in thick thick flakes i i go and find mackenzie he's he's standing at the entrance to the cave near one of the jeeps just staring now our desert survival didn't cover how often it snows in 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 the desert. Is it often? Never. Hmm. So this is unusual? Unprecedented, yes. Stitch your hat, the in move. Did we break no. the ecology of Australia? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all spiders and scorpions anyway. <laughs> fuck them. Well, a basic survival, it gets cold at night, so the tents are already insulated against the cold. We just need to possibly have more heaters going, and hopefully this is just like a freak snowstorm and will blow itself out in a few hours. How many snowstorms have you seen in your years of uh, dealing with the desert? Um, One. Is that one this one? Yes. Okay. 
Well, I'm reassured. Thank you. Look, look, it's fine, Jack. We just need to take the precautions we take every evening because it gets bitterly cold in the desert after the sunset. It's just that's true. Going to be who's quaff Nido? Remember the mm. thing where you're supposed to mute yourself if you wander off to do something really loud and clanky. Sorry, I was just getting tea. Yeah, every time you do it, all we can hear is clanking. Yeah, it does. I thought it, I, your, your, your mic picks up a lot of stuff. Sorry, I thought I had muted. Well, yeah. Don't, don't erase all your turning up on time goodness. Too late, it's gone. Sure. It's gone. Okay, uh, it's snowing. The snow is settling on the desert outside of the cavern that you have um, made camp in. What is everyone doing? Is uh, did we have we actually managed to move the trucks inside the cavern, or are they outside? They're still outside, Cavernly. Do you want to move them inside? If they can fit inside, I suggest to everyone we move mm. them inside. Or if not, then we find some way of covering them so they don't get buried in snow. Moving mm-hmm. them into the cave is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. You will have to navigate them down the sandy slope to the rock floor. It is a hard driving role to safely manoeuvre a truck. And remember, Might these trucks are now currently mostly empty because you've already unpacked the um, um, the camp. <laughs> so who is driving a truck to move it into the cave? Who is oh, almost... I'll supervise. Yeah, Mitch moves a truck. Okay. You have six of them. Easy. I... Yeah, Mitch, Mitch does make it look easy. He just like drives down, parks. I'll give um, it a go. So far, my driving roles have been spectacular, so now this is where they fail. Told you. Spend your luck. Uh, I just got the luck back. Spend it. Yeah, so it it's net, yeah. Not losing any. Ah, it's good. Fine. Well, we don't need we don't need all of them in the cavern, maybe because if we've got a couple out, then we can pull the rest out of the snow later. I spend the luck to pass it. It wasn't that far off. Yeah, uh, that's a hard success from Rebecca. Well done, Rebecca. Rebecca also makes it look easy. I could go back up and try again with another truck. Yeah. This is what's known in technical circles as pushing your luck. Um, Mitch parks. Mitch Mitch just takes over at this point and parks the rest of the truck. He drifts drifts it into the cave. (laughs) It's like it's floating, which it is because it's on sand. (laughs) Yes, Jack. I go and find Mackenzie again. Uh, Yeah, he's helping. um, He's setting up extra heaters in the mess tent. Do you think it might be wise to set up a watch this evening? I'm just worried that the weight of the snow might collapse the tents. Well, we're inside the cavern, Jack. Ah, I missed that detail. I wouldn't have said this then. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, the tents are also inside the cave. You you set up inside the cave entrance. There's just a 15-foot wall of sand at the entrance of the cave. And then you've, you've come down that onto the flat stone of the cave. And built the camp there, so it's inside. Uh, all right, I just, I just give Mackenzie a little kiss on the cheek for being such a good 
w- worksman then, and then I skip off into he the invited, distance singing tra la la He invites you back to his tent? <laughs> no, I only have eyes for Kermit. And Leroy. Um, you I... gather in the mess tent. You need to discuss your plan for tomorrow. You found a way into what you hope is the lost city of the ancient race that Huston is um, excavating for ancient and forbidden technologies to further the art of the tap scheme. Tomorrow, you're going to have to delve into the depths of the earth to possibly find them. You gather around the table to discuss your plans. Uh, I think at this point we should just let Nyarthotep win. What do you say, fellas? No, no, you're not part of the cult anymore, remember? Let me just hypnotise you to change your mind. Oh, God, no, please, please, no. Anything. Just a... <laughs> There's the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mowy. <laughs> Just have it all be on the roll of a dice, like well, the other tap could win or lose, but actually just crit fails and we win. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, are we are we having an in character discussion because he's gone for a wee? Is that yeah? All right, okay, that makes sense. Um, um, right, what did we need for the eye of light and darkness other than Mackenzie's blood? <laughs> um, Mackenzie, I assume, is not part of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, like, we need quite a lot of your blood. Is that okay? <laughs> We need a very small amount of it. Another question. Has anyone got any ideas about how we convince him to go along with it? Um, Deal with that when we get there. My smell. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. Jab, jab. Well, no, it's uh, it's heroin. Heroin in his drinking water, and then, um, and then you know, like a blood drop. You're so moey. <laughs> That's a flinty noise. I'm happy. <laughs> At least it's not wood pigeons. <laughs> They're going to come back. They're going to be outside the door. They're going to beat you up when you leave the shed. Uh, yeah, we were just double checking what we needed for the Eye of Light and Darkness other than um, Innocent's Blood. The stone carving kit. Yeah. That's right, yep. Which, which we may or may, may, may not have. We you did have it. it, I remember. No, we did. We did. Walter had it. Walter gave it to us. You also need a uh, hundred pal. Oh. Oh, hang on! I need to check what, I've, what I'm up to in my um, magic housing. We, we we don't have. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We we can use that, but oh god, we we haven't got a hundred NPCs this time. Mm, yeah, we have a hundred NPCs last time. You had a, a whole bunch of NPCs from the Order of Merlin turn up. Yeah. You also need to make sure that you are in range. There's a fairly good chance we're not currently. I mean, we have to figure out what we need to be in range of. What's the range? Is it ten miles? Yeah. Okay. So we've got we've got eight powers sunk into this thing. 
eight pal or eight mp eight pal five mp it it, it it's it sucks mp off me while i sleep um but anyone anyone can help top it up you know yeah, but it's power we need, not MP, right? It converts pa- it converts MP into power. It's like a little battery. Okay. Uh, it's, it's it's the only way. It's the only way you can routinely cast the Eye of Light and Darkness. Well, I guess we better top that up tonight before we head out. Um, I'm I'm not sure if I explained that to everyone in character or not. I don't think you have. Because mm. no. it's it, it it only recently happened to me that I learnt the true way I was wanting to also point out um, did anybody see the large footprints outside the cave yesterday what What I take it no Uh, well remember those big footprints at the last camp not really Uh, there were some big footprints that me and Mateo saw and I saw them outside this cave as well ha Um, do you know what made them I you can't thought, remember what, like, what shape they are. I thought they were like human, just three feet big. You, you don't know what creature they are. They're just giant six-foot-long footprints. But we thought and it was something that flew away, I think. was the... Yeah, because they just appeared out of nowhere and disappeared into nowhere. Hmm. Yeah. So well, it could why be... you them? Maybe someone will recognise them. Okay. okay, well, <laughs> I'll take people out to where I saw the footprints. Snow, snow, snow. What footprints oh, right. are there? Snow, lots of snow. Well, your spot hidden at hard. <laughs> footprints appear easier snow. in snow than, than sand. Yeah, yeah, but the footprints were in the sand, and now the snow is lying on top of the sand. I know, but the monster might be back. This would be the perfect time, by the way, for someone with a stupidly high spot hidden to assist. Or an uh, the only other person who can help you look for them is the only other person who saw the footprints, which I believe was Father Eduardo. I, I saw the footprints. Yeah, it was Matteo. Matteo. Who rolled the extreme spot hidden? I I got an extreme. I thought I Matteo rolled. I haven't rolled yet. Hang on. And no, that's desert survival. So look, hidden. I'm I'm so good at looking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so why on earth are you even talking about them, Nido? You never saw them. I did, because they were with... It was me and no, Mateo. The people who saw them were the people who rolled extreme spot hiddens. I, you, you saw sorry, them at the original you place, you didn't see them here. Yeah, I saw them at the original place. I'm sorry, I, I thought you said that anybody with spot hidden, I didn't hear that. No, only the people with extreme spot hidden, so this whole conversation didn't happen. Okay, fine. never mind. Never mind. I'm going to assume that Eduardo or Matteo have mentioned them. Yeah, mm-hmm. after setting up camp. So yes, Matteo leads you to a location which is slightly full of sand and um, uh, an indentation in the sand covered in a light dusting of snow as you all stand around shivering somewhat in your desert survival clothing, um, everyone roll Cthulhu Mythos. Oh. Hi. Mythos. Mythos. Oh, I got it right. Great. <laughs> so the two, the two that saw it are the two that know what it is. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Hang on. I'm so happy that I, I got this right. 
<laughs> Yay. <laughs> At least you didn't critically fail it. Who would critically fail a Cthulhu best officer role? I mean, really. Eduardo, you know this. It was a mongoose. <laughs> a game's, a game's mongoose. mongoose. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've heard of that in this character before. You ain't heard nothing. A message with more information has been sent to uh, Peter. All right, let me just have a little look at that. E. Hey, hang on. Sorry, my telegram is being odd. All right, there we go. Okay, hang on. I'm just uh, there's quite a lot here. Let me just process it. Arona, I think the cursed devils have returned to your call. Am I cursed? You're cursed. Oh, I don't like it when I'm cursed. You should let me know as soon as the curse occurs. I did. You are muted, Arona. How about now? Now you are not muted, Arona. Am I still cursed? Probably. Oh. Unclear. I don't know why the demon driller comes to visit me. Well, um, I'm not going to answer that. I mean, that, that sounds like a euphemism to me, if anything is. Craig, how dare you pollute this with this this wholesome this wholesome chat with your filth? Um. Uh, okay. Eventually. I say so I heard a story once oh here we go (laughs) about an ancient race of creatures that flew and went to war with another uh, race of creatures. This is millions of years ago. And lived underground. And if we're on top of this underground city then maybe these creatures are coming up from underground and they still live down there and these are flying creatures maybe Hmm. now that he's explained that can I roll my Cthulhu Mythos again um, you can roll it again. Well, no, you can't. What on earth is that noise? Nido! It's not me. No, it's probably me, sorry. That's okay, if you're blaming Nido, it's usually Nido. Hey! <laughs> um, he's not actually mentioned their name, so no. Okay, that's fine. I... <laughs> 
here's something I struggle with. Why would I know this or know their name? Because I don't really read books, and where would I have got this from? That This is what I'm having... St- anywhere. You could have picked it up anywhere in the years of all of this weird shit you've been dealing mm. with. You've you, heard read a, you read a totem once. once. Yeah. You read it in a book. You, you heard someone talk about it once. Because... Uh, because I didn't know whether to say the name or, or what. Um, That's what you know. You know what they're called. Yeah. That is the okay. information you've been given. Uh, you may have picked this up in the monastery, right. maybe. Who knows? Or Tibet. Okay. Uh, you might have read it on an exotic pamphlet. It was in the back of the uh, airplane seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in your plane bundle. So these, and, these creatures, and, you'd say they're millions of years old. Yes, and I, I know I, I know them as flying polyps. Flying I've heard polyps. of those as well, but I don't know much about them. Flying. Now we're going to call mythos again. No. Polyps. Flying polyps. <laughs> that, made it, that made it less clear. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong roll. Someone got it. Polyps! Polyps. Polyps. You have pock polyps? No. Polyps, polyps everywhere. Corona, this is what you know. They taste with HP sauce, but what doesn't? That. Would that be HP Lovecraft sauce? <laughs> to Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> Why has no one done that yet? I'm sure they have. Yeah, pro- probably have. Go and check Twitter. It's HP Lovecraft in a bottle. You can really taste that. <laughs> hey, go hedgehog. This is what you know. Uh, if, if this has roll sanity in it anywhere, uh... oh wow, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is like the length of Beowulf. I'll be about twenty-five minutes. Not that long. Should make you roll sanity now. <laughs> roll Hugo sanity. Roll your hubris. I like how Foxby is posing like some sort of Biz Cash Friday uh, office advert. Biz Cash Fry. Uh, I let out a tiny scream. <laughs> Everyone looks at Jack as he lets out a tiny little scream. <laughs> he squeaks like his little plushie. It's that was just a normal noise that I oh, no, make when I'm you. happy. Oh, oh, they're down there, are they? I say unhappily. <laughs> I think so. We have to take great caution from here on in. I mean, are we sure they're still here? I mean, like these things are millions of years old. 
I mean, footprints. <laughs> footprints are fairly convincing. Um, they can fly and are terrible to behold. If you see one, it will probably hurt you in the brain. Sorry, I was trying to think of a way. I was trying to think of an of an in character way to say it will make you make a sand roll. Uh, <laughs> it will drive you to the very brinks of madness. That'll do. So, other than being ugly as sin, is it? Is there anything else about them? Are they friendly? Uh, what's the opposite of friendly? They're unfriendly. <laughs> <laughs> Proper aggro. Are we talking about? Will friend sue us unfriendly or will cut us unfriendly? They they tried to conquer the earth in the time before time. Okay, so we're talking more um something that hasn't happened but might in the next twenty years kind of region <laughs> unfriendly. That maybe uh Look! Look! They aren't going to be our pals if we bump into them. Is what I'm trying to trying to explain. I'm I'm very concerned that one has just been hanging out around us for the past week or so. Do you know what sort of view they have on the guy we're not friends with? I mean, I haven't done an interview with any of them recently. <laughs> well, maybe you should. Do I do I know their stance on on the bad man? Uh, you don't. No, I mean you I wouldn't could, have thought so. You could do a quick prayer, summon his his presence, and ask him what he thinks of them. Yeah, all right. That sounds like, that sounds like fun. Sounds like it couldn't go wrong. We just I mean, we just thought we'd ask you. What do you think of the uh, of the flying polyps? He buds or you call him and I'll hypnotize him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! That spell is going to backfire hilariously Too bad, at, some point, yeah. at some point in the near future. I'm certain it doesn't do anything like what it says. Yeah, you, you can't make him change if... his evil plans, but you can make him think he's a chicken while he's doing it. <laughs> what, what if Mitch believes it will uh, hypnotize him? He plays the song, gets the note wrong, and it does hypnotize him. <laughs> you know. You know that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, and the Arthur might or might not be immune to hypnotic spells. I don't think he has a brain. Occasionally he looks like he has a brain. <laughs> don't say that to his face, though. <laughs> <laughs> you brainless moron. You're all standing around these footprints as the snow continues to fall. It's a full-on blizzard. Can we go inside now? <laughs> well, we can't do anything about it other than be careful for now. But yes, let's My head back name is careful. careful Cook. His surname isn't Cook, you racist. <laughs> it, it is actually. That's why it was called the Cook Islands, but you know, whatever. <laughs> you head back to the tents. Are you doing anything else with your evening? Other than generally planning to spelunk down into this cavern tomorrow. Do we want to uh, lay hands upon the battery stick? 
Oh, yes, that's a good idea. Uh, okay. Um, oh, how would I introduce this in character? Uh, I'm going to start by talking to Father Eduardo because he's he's the one who most likes me. You get Father Eduardo alone in your tent. Father, I have a feeling uh, that there's a ritual we need to be performing nightly from here on in. What sort of ritual? Don't don't worry, it's a good one. <laughs> As opposed to all the bad ones. Uh, do you remember this, I say, showing him the lure? Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> you see, it's been... Arthur, uh, Arthur? Arthur? Um, Arthur's, not, Arthur's not here right I now. I think Arthur was here. Uh, roll your pal, please, Jack. Oh, shit, you picked up the lure. I mean, it's it's like on me. It's in my pocket. I don't know. Uh, I can't because you did something to my character sheet. Oh, sorry. And click now I can't down. click on anything on it. Uh, I think I have to refresh it. Hang on. The uh, soon-to-be-dead uh, option is ticked. <laughs> oh. Imminent- oh, oh, no! no. Oh, no. You shut it again! Yeah, extremely cursed. I died. I give up. Um, I'm going to sit the rest of this game out. I can't roll anything that's not proof of failure. I don't know what's what's going on. (laughs) I only asked about the stick, not the lure. (laughs) Okay, where's my bingo? (laughs) Right, okay, carry on. (laughs) Oh, no. Someone Uh, constantly critically... Yes, I I remember this lure. (laughs) So... What it is... It, oh, Christ, I don't even want to continue at this point. Um, <laughs> it's like a magic ball. You can put pow into it. We can use it to... We can use it to cast the Eye of Light and Darkness more easily. That, but in character. <laughs> I'm done for the day. <laughs> right, okay, so... Yeah. Imagine oh, so- I said that like somebody who wasn't furious. <laughs> oh, so hang on. So re- when we when we were stuck in the Antarctica and we were all kind of touching it mm. to get it's, back home, is it a similar sort of thing? It functions like a magical battery. We can use it to store up our body's natural magical energies. It's very hard to describe how these things work without you without just using the in-game mechanics, um, and. When it reaches a certain level, we will be able to cast the Eye of Light and Darkness without having to sacrifice humans. Okay, good, good. Um, obviously, that thing caused a lot of problems for us last time. Do you have a better control over it now? I have it completely under my control, I say, licking it. <laughs> I certainly haven't failed any power rolls. Well, we have no reason to believe that you would. <laughs> well, um, if you've got a better control of it and we don't end up 300 years in the past again... Um... I, I think it's fine as long as you're not touching it, I say, touching it. <laughs> how do we give it... Um, how do we ch- charge this battery up, then? Um, that's a good point, games mongoose how does how does the charging work for me it's just like being asleep near it is that everybody uh for everyone else they would 
essentially, you you need to give it to someone. Uh, you've already set it to the correct setting with mm-hmm. mystical maths. You just need to give it to someone to hold, and it will drain their MP as long as it's touching their flesh. Mm. Okay, so same as before then. So all all you do is simply touch the orb, Father. Okay. Um, would it be a good idea if we all charged it as much as possible? Yes, I, I think I think that's an important thing that we should do. Uh, however, I did critically fail a little while ago, so I'm not sure if now is the time to start. No, I, I just updated something on your backstory tab. If you look, you can see what's been updated. Oh, oh, bully! <laughs> I do backstory. not know. I do not know what this critical fail means. Therefore, I shall completely ignore it. <laughs> oh, suck a dick! <laughs> it just knocked a hundred years off. Away! What? Oh, uh... oh. Hey, at least when it catches up with you, you can open a time portal and run away. <laughs> Got a special friend coming through oh. time and space. <laughs> All right, okay. Um, he just wants pets and kisses. Unfortunately, he's n-dimensional, so his pets and kisses are very dangerous. Are you right. going to hold the the time orb in your hands, Father Eduardo? Uh, is it okay if, like, he holds it and I just touch it? Touch the orb, Father. Yeah, uh, you need. You just need to touch it with your bare skin. Yeah, I just don't want to be left holding it. He, he touch clearly, the orb. I will touch it. I just don't want to like hold it independently. Father Eduardo, roll your powers. You touch the orb. <sighs> hey, how much MP are you giving it? Oh my god, you guys! I can't believe you touched the orb. <laughs> well, given we're about to go to bed. Well, well I... it, your your MP fully restores if you sleep. So, so like, just dump in as much as possible in before nap time is fine. Yeah, I might as well give thirteen then. Yeah, you give thirteen, but you can't give all of it because then you'll pass out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I only gave thirteen. Okay. Very right. if something comes along and jumps us in our sleep. I mean, I'm half imagining Jack sneaking around while everyone's asleep and just touching them with your <laughs> I just put it on the end of a stick so I like, well, like I could lean in through your tent and be like, whoop! Why do I keep waking up so drained? Did you say 13? Yep, 1 3. I think I've made a road to do maths. <laughs> What's the conversion rate? <laughs> that leaves three in the sausage and 11 in the stick. Okay, good. There we go. Whew. All right. Yeah, are you going to go talk to anyone else about the mystery orb? Father, I think, I think this would sound best coming from you because... Um, if I say it, I think they're going to think it's a sort of trap. Good point. Um, let's start with um, who? Who else got thrown into Antarctica with us? Was it Matteo and Jessica? I think you're echoing, man. I am. Yeah. Every time someone speaks, your microphone goes off. Your little jiggly goes on. Oh, I've got all editing. Oh, okay, he was lagging. That's why he'll be back. Uh, Rebecca went to Antarctica with you, as did Mitch, I believe. 
Oh, it was Mitch. Okay. Yeah. It was, uh, it was... Yeah. Let's let's start with them because they're familiar with this device. <laughs> we <laughs> we we wander we wander into your tents. You track Rebecca and Mitch down into you. You lure them into a tent together. Ooh, we, we lure them with the lure. So, what we'd love for you to do is touch the orb. Again. What does this... Hang on. Well, you see, the orb The orb functions as a, a battery for spiritual energy. And with with your energies, harmlessly donated to the orb... <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 we we will we will be able to fight the bad man much better. Simply yeah, place they... the orb upon your face. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely into Arona has a scheme territory. <laughs> um, oh come on, it's it's a good scheme though. It's a good yeah, scheme. it is, but it's still a scheme. <laughs> yeah, I, I, guess, I really no no positive scheme has ever started with touch the orb. <laughs> the, the scheme is morally agnostic. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I guess, like, I mean, you think this will work? I can assure you, you, you won't be harmed. Oh, okay then. Mitch, Sim- your orb? Sure. Okay, roll your power, Mitch. Oh, luck it, luck it, luck it. Luck it. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, how how many MPs are you giving the orb? Uh, I give it twelve. You give the orb twelve. Oh, what about you, Rebecca? Are you going to touch the orb now that they? Yeah, I'll, you? I'll touch the orb. Well, your power, Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> how much MP are you giving the orb? Eleven. Double that. Twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> What's 26 plus 22? 40 something. 54? 26 plus 22 is 48. No, it's 50. 26 plus 22 is 48. Yes. Approximately 50. That's what I said. Ooh, 80. That's good. Okay. Uh, I had to start calculator. Wow. You, you literally feel a surge of energy leave you, and Rebecca glows briefly for a moment Ooh. as her, her magical essence seems to be double strength. My goodness, are you all right, Jessica? Oh. She's not Jessica! <laughs> what, what is she? She's Rebecca! Rebecca, sorry, why do I keep saying Jessica? <laughs> Rebecca is the Jessica of the seas. Yeah. Rebe- are you all right, Rebecca? I think so. Ooh. Uh, oh, that I, I, pro- yes. I prod her again with the orb. <laughs> Come on, there's more in there. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. You must have, uh, you must have done it really good, Rebecca. It's it's taken energy I didn't even know I had. I'm suspicious <laughs> about where it came from. <laughs> well, okay. this will only help us in the future. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've got four of you donating your math- mystical essence to the orb. So there's just Matteo, Chai, and Hugo left. Yeah, I think we should. All, I think we should all touch the orb. The orb is harmless and wishes us well. Okay, should we go get the others then? 
I got no fucking essence to give. Leave me alone. <laughs> Touch the orb, Mateo. <laughs> I mean, okay. you're going to bring all three of them together in the same tent and leave well. the out of it. Yeah. You had hustled back inside out of the lovely snow. You're in the great sandy desert of Western Australia and it's snowing an Antarctic blizzard. You have determined that flying polyps are both still living here and use this tunnel that you're now camped in to go in and out of their underground wonder home. Um, and it's and quite then tight. we promptly decided to have most of our magic points sucked out. Then you did indeed promptly decide to have all of your magic points sucked out. Except three of us so far. Indeed. Um, I believe... Um, the person with the really cheap engine has driven away. Good. Cool. It's not me this time. Uh, well, I think it's not there. I believe Jack, Rebecca, Matteo, and um, Eduardo were, had just summoned Hugo, Chai, and Mitch. Oh no, Matteo, Mitch is already there. Matteo to a tent. You summoned the remaining three. Sacrificial victims discuss the orb. Well, we were going to suggest that you touch this orb, but uh, in between, someone pointed out that we shouldn't, just in case we're attacked by flying polyps. So we decide to do something else instead. Hmm. If you'd like to tick your shameless metagaming box, you can do so now. I'm like, you know what? My legs are tired. This orb is heavy. Why don't we do it tomorrow? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing's going on. That's the point. <laughs> Everybody's touching the orb. Oh, why are we touching an orb? <laughs> Touch the orb, you bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. I make him shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your Kyoto Jitsu. I don't really. I can hypnotize him. Please, oh, no. No, if, if if you could just forget everything about that hypnosis spell, I can hypnotize myself. Hmm. Oh god! <laughs> um, sorry. Give me one second. Telegram is going nuts, and I want it to shut the fuck up. Is it bonging at you? Yeah. Bong. Oh. Maybe Bong. if I cast a spell in the mirror. Um. <laughs> it's a musical song. I guess as long as you can hear it, it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I, I guess we can't change it, even though it would be a really good idea. Um, I, I say, well, at some point in the near future, we're going to have to cast the spell, the Eye of Light and Darkness. Uh-huh. And that has a very high requirement of magical energies. It has a high power cost. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That made sense. <laughs> this... This this device that we found earlier, I, I hold up the orb. Um, it allows us to store our natural magical essences inside it. Think of it as a jack-off crystal, if you will. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we can use those to cast a spell without causing us personal harm. All you have to do is touch it and concentrate on how much of your personal essence, which restores naturally in a healthy fashion overnight while you sleep. Well, I don't know any magic, so I guess it can't really hurt. Um, I had an idea. 
idea. There's just um, ju- just just a brief warning before you touch the orb. Now a warning. What, what is the warning? <laughs> um, it makes you do a power roll, and I don't know what for. Probably to be transported in time and space. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I don't know how to put that in in not in not in in character language. Who left me? When now? first you when first you behold the orb, it requires you to make a test of the spirit. Yeah, I get it. Right, yeah. GM, who left me the Ankin Crook? You found uh, them came... No, I didn't. No, you were given them by Cat before oh, she left. Cat actually gave them to me. In which case, I can pretty much assume I do know how they operate then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. In which case, I, I can do this then, and this will help. So I, I pick up the Ankin Crook, cross them, and roll to D10. I watch, I watch her do that with mild bafflement. Sanity check. Jack. Me? Mm-hmm. Why am I sanity checking? He's just pulled out the emblems of the Dark Pharaoh and crossed them across her chest. Oh, I'm doing a sanity check. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is my character shield messed up again? Oh, hang on, I have to log back into roll 20. Some some weird thinning, thinning ninja is happening. She's literally just pulled out the emblems of the high priest of Nyarlathotep. <laughs> Where were you keeping those? <laughs> <laughs> and so she's either just revealed that she is a high priest of the cult of the bloody tongue and is about to end your life, or she just happens to own some for, you know, lols. That does sound a lot more chai. Yeah. <laughs> oh, By the way, very slow. Should I go and get them out of the box so I can so I can hold them on camera? I don't think I don't think we could stop you if we tried. Peter might be able to stop me. Don't see movement. Peter, stop him. Uh. He doesn't look in kind of mood. Alright, let's see if I critically fail this sand roll. Ooh, you pass. Very well. Your luck is changing. Oh. <laughs> let's let's not jump to conclusions. <laughs> look at him over there. Rustling. Stop him. Leap over there and um, spray him with one of your glands. Oh, too late. Has he, has he gone to get another book? Yep. Uh, no. Oh, no. It's uh, Jack, it's uh, how do you react to Chai revealing herself to be a high priest of Nyarlathotep? Um, given, given that I passed my sanity roll, I'm, uh, I'm going to shout and take a number of steps backwards. Be like, Where did you get those? No wonder you've been making such little progress. (laughs) That's a high priest. Those those are symbols of his divine majesty. The only people who would have them are very high priests of his order. Yeah, it's not like they're using them. And now well, how I've did got she... more power to give the, the lore. Well, how did she... I don't know. The lure is also of him. I don't know how they'll interact. I think possibly in a negative way. Let's find out. Let's not find <laughs> out! 
Now is not the time for random experimentation with a orb that is now throbbing with people's power. Maybe all this time, Cat has been a high priest in the Alphatap. That's what I think now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know they have defeated several high priests in the Alphatap. They could have stolen them off them. Did she tell you how dangerous those are? Uh, no, she just told me they can help protect me and that they can give me more power. Give God, you but... more power. <laughs> but at what cost? Right. Going, eh. How sure are you that your friend Cat isn't, you know, evil? How sure am I that you're not evil? I mean, really, I don't know if any of you are. <laughs> I don't know why I'm with you people anymore. Again. I'll save the world. I'll have you know I've told you quite clearly that I'm not evil. And she did too. So let's get on with this. I see see the problem here. (laughs) A conundrum. (laughs) The difference difference is that I'm trustworthy. (laughs) What happens? You've already yeah. lost them regardless. Roll two d ten. I I had done that already. Oh yeah, you've got extra seven magic points. Yep, I, I do. I have the instructions on them still, so that's fine. Thank you for joining to choose the cult of the bloody tongue. You have to keep them <laughs> You have to keep them crossed in front of you to uh, maintain the power. But yeah. you need Jack to touch your skin with orb. That's why I'm wiggling around in front of him going, touch me with the rock, Jack. I don't want to touch you with the orb. <laughs> uh, I touch her with the orb. Boom. <laughs> power check, Jai. Hey, how many magic points are you putting in the orb? Nineteen. God, some people just have MP to splash around, I guess. <laughs> Nothing disastrous happens when you touch Chai with the orb. It sucks up her magical essence. Oh, maybe um, maybe Cat managed to successfully remove the various horrible curses that those have on them. I shrug and go, hmm. <laughs> Time for a nap now. Horrible, horrible curses, I say as you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you the fucking worst. What's that? Did you keep at least one MP? Yes, yes, I kept one. Okay. I just wanted to check. Because that, that might freak uh, Jack out a little bit if you just collapse unconscious again. <laughs> I'm trying not to make habit of that. Sleep now, I say, <laughs> patting you gently on the head. Okay, so who's left? Uh, Hugo and uh, Matteo and everyone else. You've just watched this uh, entertaining... Uh, um, Nico folding t-shirts. <laughs> so, yep. Hugo, would would you love to touch the orb? I'm busy doing the All laundry. All the cool kids are doing it. I thought we would need to have people who hadn't touched the orb just in case. None of you have any reason to think of that. Well, he could... He, I mean, he could have spontaneously thought of it. I mean, well, no, it's more of like... Um, what, what, what are, like, the downsides of this... Um, you will be completely depleted of your 
precious essence, essence, until um, until you sleep restfully and wake again. I uh, don't, <laughs> don't worry. Once you ask me, I'm sure you'll have someone to decline touching the. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, assuming there's there's nothing bad that can happen from it. Probably nothing bad at all. He's turned off the bad mode. Yeah. Has he? It's just this little um, switch. Look, click, 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody set this thing to evil. <laughs> oh. Oh, God, that reminds me of the episode of um, Star versus the Forces of Evil, where Queen Moon brings out the orb of uh, the cube of truth, and she's like, oh, no, sorry, it's set to party mode. Hang on. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking more of uh, Toy Story three and just the thing that sets Buzz to Spanish mode. <laughs> <laughs> Are you touching the orb, Hugo? I guess I could poke an orb. Okay, um, as you touch the orb of destiny, play with the rose balls. Uh, touch my ball. ball. Touch my ball. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not a crit. Hugo. Yeah, it's still so bad. Beloved Hugo, roll me a d10. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hedgehog, add 11 magic points to the orb. Oh. I do know. And once you've done that and done the maths, let me know. 23 plus 11 is 34. Oh, my. Yes. The maths is complete. Now, add seven permanent pow to your Hugo. Lower your pow by seven. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> to add that to the battery. Yeah, but, but make sure to add it into like a separate line or something because that seven is now forever entombed in the orbs. Even if you use it, you just get to add an extra seven on top of the current total. Oh, this is great. I keep bapping him with the orb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hugo makes a sort of uh, strange whimpering sound in the back of his throat. You literally get to see his cheeks sink in with all the moisture being evaporated out of his skin at your feet, like looking like a... uh, Desiccated husk, unconscious. Good night, Hugo. I say, I get, I get the blanket off of his cot and I lay it on top of him. <laughs> he was very tired. Who wants to touch the orb next? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone roll sanity. Hey! <laughs> I that was coming. So, so about the whole. Don't worry, nothing bad can possibly happen. You will, notice, you will notice that I use the word probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit confused about whether I'm present at the time. Everyone is together. They right. gather all together to explain this to you all. Well, fuck me, I guess. I'll go and make a new character. I'll be right back. I also fail great. How are the people with the highest sanity failing? And the because people roll 20 the is viciously unfair. Can I go? Nobody wants to touch a mythos artifact. No, everyone wants to touch a mythos artifact. I didn't want to. I've been looking at that. (laughs) Right. Um, 
Chai and Matteo, you lose three sanity. Cool. Everyone who passed loses one sanity. Oh. And Jack, beloved Jack. I'm not here right now. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. You lose five sanity, and I have to get a um, get a book. Yay! Yay! I've got the book here, though. It still counts. Still counts. Still counts. Okay. Bout of Madness. Did we ill-advisedly pick something up? Yeah, Uh, but we did that months ago. (laughs) Okay. uh, Roll me a D10, please, Jack. As you feel an overwhelming sense of dread, as you literally, this takes you back to bad memories of things that you did in the cult. I'm sorry, did you say roll something? A d10. Oh, okay. One! That's either really good or really bad. I think it's really bad. I think it doesn't matter. So, so ten. <laughs> it's more just selecting what's going to yeah. happen. Let's roll the Wheel of Madness! Bankrupt. <laughs> By the way, when the the bingo lose a whole bunch of sanity at once, how much is a whole bunch? Uh, it's subjective. Okay, I wouldn't say this counts. Yeah, five uh, isn't enough. A lot of people lost it, so I think it's fine. I think it needs to be more than the usual, and five is within the usual. If you yeah. believe in your heart that it's valid for you to tick it, you can tick it. <laughs> nah, it's not quite there. Yeah, I tend to think of it like if it's caused a temporary madness or similar. This is caused which, a temporary madness. Which yeah. it has, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hugo. Um, All right, I'll take it then. Uh, beloved, beloved Jack, would you like to read the message I sent you? And then react accordingly as Hugo has crumpled at your feet and everyone else is like, gasp. Oh, I don't like those first three words. Game, games, Mongoose. Yeah. Would you describe yourself as excited? No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is just a Tuesday. Um, I'm eyeing a... Arona is pragmatic, not evil, as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, because if I can tick that one, then I get a bingo already. <laughs> uh, I scream, my god, he's a servant of Nyarlathotep. We must destroy him, and I jab the orb at him again. No, no, do not do do that. Um, Jack has just lunged at Hugo's unconscious I'm just just following orders. (laughs) I'm I'm Spence. You're not going to get anything. (laughs) Oh, no, it will. It will have a headache. It'll find something. (laughs) Now can I touch nobody? You still have power. Okay, uh, Jack has jabbed the orb into Hugo's unconscious body. Hugo, roll me hard, pal. That's what with my score currently being bad. Mm. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll deal with that in a moment. What is everyone else doing as as Jack is screaming that Hugo is evil and like knelt down and jabbed him with the orb? Point of order: Did the people who failed their sanity get to react? This round, as it were. No, so the people who can currently act straight away are Mitch, Eduardo, and Rebecca. 
everyone else is still a bit like, oh! I guess I've I've got two choices, really, I guess. I could either make a nice kind of like musical accompaniment to all this with all my (laughs) monitor. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not Richard (laughs) O'Brien. Oh, I could kind of try and hold, like, maybe hold. I don't know, Jack, but I'm a bit worried about that Orbeez holding. I instinctively just try to grab Jack's arms and just keep the orb away from Hugo. Yeah, I, I join in on, I guess, the other side of Eduardo, so <laughs> one on each arm will make it. And I can just, like, punch Jack out. Okay, right. <laughs> so, Eduardo don't and... Understand. He's going to tell Nalafetep where we are. We have to stop him. <laughs> Eduardo and Rebecca roll strength. God. Uh, versus uh, Jack's strength. <gasps> And Mitch, <laughs> roll me a fighting ball. Okay, uh, Jack, roll me your constitution. Don't succeed. For we God's must sake. drain his essence. Yeah, 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 step, yeah. Yeah, uh, they grab you. There's a bit of scuffling as you almost break free of Rebecca's grip, but then uh, Mitch, uh, being a trained sailor, uh, lamps you right in the nose and knocks you unconscious. He must touch the orb. <laughs> the orb falls out of his hand and rolls across the the, 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 the tent. Uh, Hugo, roll me another D10, please. Ow. Don't want to... He all rolls across the tent and touches Hugo's leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, just roll up and see if it does. Full power, I'm afraid, Hugo. Mm-hmm. You lose half what you hold because he didn't get to hold it against you for very long. And uh, now everyone else can react as you kind of shake you off as Jack lies there <laughs> unconscious. Hugo is also unconscious. Does that at least get added to the orb? Yes, it was added to the orb. Add four power to the orb. To the permanent pow, and the orb lies there. This little stone, um, hexagonal shaped sphere thing. I don't know what a three dimensional hexagonal object is. Dodecahedron, yeah, probably. Something like that. Um, uh, lies there on the carpet, glistening with wounds. I put a chair over it so no one can trip over it. <laughs> Mitch moves a camp chair on top of the orb and is like, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch puts some of that yellow and black hazard tape around it. On the <laughs> so, well, no, it, it's a really sensible idea because now no one can touch it because we're all on one fucking MP. <laughs> <laughs> I can touch it because I am the master of the orb. <laughs> I mean, Matteo, you can pick it up, right? <laughs> well, it's Matteo's turn to touch the orb anyway. <laughs> Fuck that! <laughs> uh, try and bring Jack round. Jack or Hugo? Uh, That's a Hugo. Yeah, I, I, I think we should let Jack sleep it off. Well, like I thought is... Jack, because I kind of saw the orb and I'm like, well... I kind of want him to pick that up so it's not here when Mackenzie gets in and that could be all sorts of crazy I mean, problems. Well, you're currently in someone's private tent, not the oh, Okay. You're in Jack's tent. 
You could just roll Jack into his cot and be like, mm, yeah, all right then. If this is his tent, then yeah, try and wake Hugo up. But I can't sleep without my orb. <laughs> hey, You're near enough to it. On Hugo. First aid. I'm good. Okay. Um, you try to wake Hugo up. Roll constitution, Hugo. Uh, this, I get the feeling that this is kind of impossible. Yeah, uh, Hugo is fine. He's breathing well. He's um, just asleep. If it's drained all of his magical essences, then he probably won't wake up now until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd say, yeah, he's not... He's okay, but need just get him to his bed. Um... Mateo, do you mind carrying him back to his tent? Of course. Mateo takes Hugo up and he's like, I'm out, all bitches! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just help, helping you get out the situation there. <laughs> I <laughs> give you all a look that says, remember what happens when we mess with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, Matteo has left and goes to put Hugo to bed. Um, is everyone else kind of going to bed, or are you going to do something with the orb? I is think it- we should like look after it. I think, I think we should take like shifts to to make sure it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just worried about what happens if Jack wakes up during the night. What happens if someone breaks into the tent and picks it? We need to have I, a shift or something, right? I still kind of want to wake him up. Go to sleep. I hate I'd, that you're right. And I'd rather try and wake him up now and see if we can talk him down. Hopefully, yeah. Now, now well, that Hugo's out the, the room, the power of my master. Hopefully, that uh, <laughs> hopefully Hugo's out the room now. It, uh, Jack will behave more rationally. Okay, so. roll the first aid to try and wake Jack up. If he doesn't, just punch him on the screen. I polished my knuckles no. in case he isn't. <laughs> Please no anything but first aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Mitch, do right. really not... who else has first aid who is going to help? Rebecca might get a point. Ah, Mitch helps. Oh, I got there a bit late, but yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Mitch, Jack, roll me your sanity, please, as you start to come round. Why are you well. your hats? It's like the third or fourth hat you've had today. I'm not wearing any hat. What's wrong with you? You had a hat on momentarily ago. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> it looks a bit like you're wearing a baseball cap because of the... Yeah, it's just a headset, Rossi. There's something wrong with you. You've gone crazy. over your hat. See, look there. Oh, no, your screen's frozen for me again. I'll ju- I'll take a screenshot and show how it looks like you're wearing a baseball cap. Um, Jack comes around. Jack, you are still wholly convinced Hugo is what I said he is. You wake up to everyone except Matteo and Hugo and Mackenzie leaning over you. Mackenzie is sitting in the mess tent just ignoring you all. He can hear all of it shouting a noise and it's just like... <laughs> He's once again strongly rethinking his life. He's like, they're, they're, they're on an archaeological expedition. They're trying to sneak into the dig site without their uh, competition finding out about it. He's just staying out of their arguments. 
Um, okay. All right. Um, I wake up and I'm like. Nido. Do not scramble. Sorry, I, I was eating eggs. I don't care. Don't scramble. There we go. Carry on, Jack. The floor is yours. Uh, I, I wake up and I I, I sit up slowly uh, and I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh, my jaw. I feel like I've been punched by a sailor. <laughs> uh, you, you were acting a little bit irrational. Uh, oh, yes. Jack. I'm I'm so sorry. Like the the orb when it contacts someone who is particularly weak-willed, it can uh, it, it can overcome them due to its natural power. I'm wow. sorry. I I thought I thought he was you know well endowed enough to take it spiritually well. talking. <laughs> Well, if that's the effect it can have on Hugo, then perhaps we don't do that again. But uh, uh, pa- past, uh, let me just pick up the orb. It's probably still in a receptive state, and we don't want to leave it like that. I say, gesturing to it under the chair with <laughs> with a handwritten note that says, "Please do not touch the orb on it." <laughs> yeah. Are you going to let Jared pick up the orb? I'll I'll stand and I'll make sure that we're you know in front of the tent entrance. <laughs> I'll stand there while you tent or the, the tentrance. Just listening. Do I think Jack's okay? Like he's recovered from whatever. Team, yeah, oh, seems... psychology. Psychology. <laughs> oh, I do I? It's a hard success. It's I forgot ruse. I had psychology. <laughs> <laughs> it's totes a ruse. He's trying to grab the orb and oh. the first chance he gets, go hunt down Hugo. <laughs> can I roll psychology I, as well? I, I am going to dunk that thing on Hugo like a Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> no, uh, it's, fine. it's fine, Jack. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I don't let that's why, that happen. That's what I put on my Pokemon oh. trainer hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I choose you, Hugo. Do not do this. <laughs> Hey, Father Eduardo thinks he's absolutely fine once more. Rebecca's all like, no! <laughs> I, uh, I'll also, I'll also uh, try and fight around. I'm, I'm, crab, I'm crab walking. <laughs> I'm crab walking towards the orb, and I'm like, no, I must I must put it in its safe state. You don't understand. Crab, 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 crab. <laughs> Rebecca, would you like to stop him? Uh, d- yes. <laughs> Do, do you want, is anyone actually communicating what they're doing here? Because I'm just still on the sidelines of going, looking back and forth between all of you. Uh, chai, Chai, and your total inability to understand human emotions. It's like, <laughs> something is happening. I don't know what. I'll just watch. I, I, something like, what the, I don't know. Hugo's not a problem. Just just leave it there. No, no, it's... it's it, yes, Hugo is fine. I just have to retrieve the orb, I say, still going towards the orb. <laughs> Look, Jack, I don't want to punch you straight in the face again. Lunch for the orb! Have... Yeah. Punch you in the face again! <laughs> Come on, initiative! Sort of movement is what I was waiting for. Initiative! Initiative! Um... <laughs> I've never got to shout lunch for the orb before. I love it. <laughs> All right, everyone click on your token and click initiative. But let me just put everyone's tokens in the right location. Oh, so hard. We are in we are in Jack and Eduardo's tent. So I take it not those of us who have literally no energy. Those of you who are Matteo and 
Eduardo, not Eduardo, and um, here you go. Um, not. How do we make Where's, it happen? Uh, click on your token so it's selected, and then on your com- character sheet, go to the combat tab. Oh, righty ho! The turn tracker button. Uh, hang on. There you go. I'm. Wait, why am I slower than a priest? Oh, come oh, on. Not... Sorry, my. You're not slower than me. You're not there, Matteo. Oh. Yeah, I know my browser's being slow. Nothing's hard. Let's go shopping. Why is it not letting me select token? <laughs> Who is that in the mess tent? That's Mackenzie. Oh, wait. What, what did you pick to represent him? A random token I have uploaded. I forgot oh. to select my token. Hang on. You don't oh. need to roll, honey. You're not there. What? I thought you said I did need to. I no, no, he said you didn't. outside. Oh. Where did you go? All right. Okay. I get it. Uh, oh, hang on now. I haven't given you permission to use this token of you. Let ah. me go. You should be able to do it now. Yep. Looks good. I can't seem to select mine either. So I press my token, then I press turn tracker, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hang on. I might not have given you permission to use your token either. Let me just... Uh... <laughs> no matter what happens, at least I got to lunge for an orb. Oh, yeah. Hang on, Fox and Bees. Uh... Uh, Mitch Jarvan. i lunge for the orb. You should and... be able to control the token now. I'm hungry for the orb. <laughs> orb. Orb, right. orb, orb, orb. Has everyone rolled on the turn tracker? Yeah, it's just yes. us five, isn't it? Yeah, okay, hang on. Descending. Uh, Jack gets to go first because obviously he is surprise rounding the he initi- Yeah, <laughs> He initiated the combat. <laughs> Lunge for the orb! I'm lunging yeah. for the orb. Right. Jack, roll me your dexterity as you will try to lunge under a camp chair and seize the orb. Oh, uh, I have, I have, he's got a hundred. I have orb lunging as a separate skill. Uh. <laughs> I call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have lunged for the orb, but there's a chair in the way, so you're having to <laughs> get rid of that first. I spe- I'm going to spend 20 luck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to spend the luck but I could if I wanted to Nito you're welcome happy Easter um, Nito put your switch away and pay attention I am pain that sounded like I am pain he, he is pain just lunged for the orb what are you doing What's easier for me, disabling his arms and legs and paralyzing him from a neck down or just making him fall directly unconscious with Makiyoshi Jitsu? I know which of those three I'd prefer. I've got a shotgun, remember? Didn't hear a word of that, GM. Whichever one you fancy doing. Paralyzed from the neck down. Ooh. Chai lunges at you, Hugo. Would you like to dodge? I, th- oh, I think you mean Jack. Jack, would you like to dodge? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> As you go over me, I'll kick you in the stomach. 
Well, it's slightly more shy moves in with her jabby, jabby, jabs fingers all poised to jab you, and you throw the chair at her. <laughs> oh, it suddenly turned into WWE. All right. I mean, it doesn't really do any damage to her. It's a folding camp chair, but it does stop her from reaching you. Nobody wants to have a chair thrown at them, Peter. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rebecca, you're up. Um, all right. Thrown a chair at Chyan, stopped her attack. Sorry, Craig, that was a good attack, but dodging. Uh, so I will try and use my own Aikido stuff to try and stop Jack from going back towards the orb. He's currently standing over it where the chair was, but yeah, you can go and attack him. Yeah. Use your ninja skills on him. Why do both of the women in this party know you get to? Because <laughs> they're competent. Really? So, I don't think so I've done a single combat thing this whole campaign has done. So this, in my weapons, it's not set up fully. So it depends. Do I, should I just roll it? Hang on, what's wrong with the settings? I haven't got anything in for damage or attacks. Let me look at your counter sheet. Oh, you can only use it once a turn. Yep. Damage is, let me just check... I think it's 1d4 damage plus your damage bonus. Mm-hmm. There we go. That is now set up. Cool. And I will use the thing. Okay. You're just trying to, like, shove him back away from the orb. Oh. Now has used their ninjutsu and frozen in time and space. <laughs> <laughs> Your camera has frozen now. Are you just trying to get him away from it rather than do damage? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, roll dodge again, Jack. <laughs> I'm slippery like a whippet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not slippery enough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rebecca has knocked you back, not very far, but far enough that she controls the orbs, though. <laughs> Hang on, is, is that one versus one? Yeah. So if I spend one luck, I win this, this combat. Can't luck. You can't luck it because it's contested. Ah, uh, okay. That's a new rule, but fine. No, no, that, that's always been a rule. If it's a contested role, you can't luck it. I guess it doesn't come up that often. It doesn't. No, you don't normally fight each other. No. I don't normally apply it to um, NPCs. I let you luck NPC rolls. Um, okay, uh, Eduardo. Um, Rebecca is now toe to toeing with Jack, like oh, ninja stuff. Uh, I'm in, I'm in a predicament because everybody seems to be saying no, don't trust Jack. But I completely fluffed my psychology, and I was like, no, he's okay. Then you should let him get to the orb because it's dangerous. You need to help Jax make the orb safe. Oh. I forgot <laughs> who I know would technically but be. You, a- have, you have just seen what it did to, like. Uh, yeah, but the whole thing Jack is saying, I need to make it safe. Yeah. And Eduardo believes him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> Maybe if you pick the orb up, you can make it safe. 
No, I would not think that. <laughs> not, especially with one MP. I've been around the orb long enough to know that. Sleepy time. I had to try. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so many of them are at one MP now that if I pick it up and I just sort of donk it off them, oh, they're all going to pass out. Can I, and I can try finish and my dark work with you, though. Can I try and like sh- shout and just get everybody's attention and just stop fighting using persuade? You can use persuade. Does it work on me because I'm insane? It would let you roll sanity again. I'd love to do that. All right, that's a success. Okay. Um, it's contested though because you're trying to convince everyone to calm the fuck down. Right, so, what do you roll if it's contested persuade? I need to remind myself. Come to your senses! <laughs> Listen, do you hear them drawing me? <laughs> That's not a great example because that priest was mad. <laughs> I don't have to look these walls up very often. <laughs> Yay, we're doing something new. <laughs> yeah. GM has to figure out how party infighting works. <laughs> well, there's the 40 pages on how to do chase scenes, which I ignore. All I know <laughs> is that Matteo is touching the orb. It's my life's work now. Where's you go? Well, yeah, first Hugo. Like, you know, I'm going to turn Hugo into that into that skeleton Nazi guy from the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> then, uh... oh, sorry, he was Russian. Uh, okay, so you roll persuade. Everyone else gets to counter with their so- primary social stat of appearance or. Um... Right, so everyone who is trying to contest or ignore the father's insistence that everyone calm the fuck down, say yes. Are you contesting this, Chai? Yeah, because I didn't think I wasn't calm in the first place. Yeah, I'm also... Either pick your persuade skill, if you've got any points in it, or you roll your appearance. Essentially, you need to roll lower than Eduardo to ignore him. Mm. Um, can we choose persuade or appearance, or does it have to be persuade first? Either or. If you've got points oh. in persuade above the base, Rebecca. Uh, yeah. And well, no. Jack, <laughs> Jack can roll sanity. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He's he's trying to snap me out of it. Can I? Can I at least try to? Be snapped. snapped back to reality, yeah. yeah. Oh. Everyone else is um, everyone that is listening to the priest as Hugo calms down a little bit. Jack, Jack, <laughs> Hugo, Hugo, Hugo can't calm, calm down, he's much more, he's very unconscious. Unfortunately, b- being a sailor, I've had a tin of spinach and now I'm Popeye, so. <laughs> Jack, you do seem to calm down a little bit. I, I stopped flailing for the orb, and I'm like, what happened? 
I'm, I'm assuming Mitch is basically sitting on Jack now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. well, what happened, Jack, is I was about to spark you back out for a second time in the last 20 minutes. Um... Uh, I think... <laughs> I understand what happened here, but I, I think it would be best if we all took a little nap. I think it's best if you spend the evening maybe in the back of one of the trucks, locked. I will agree to your terms. Okay. And you lock Jack in a truck to sleep and uh, leave the orb where it is. I put uh, my handkerchief over the orb. You can take the orb with you. <laughs> I collect the orb. I guess. Now, what does everyone else think? I've been talked down, but do I still think that Jack is crazy or... Well, your psychology. I can assure you I'm perfectly sane now. He does seem to have snapped out of whatever psychosis was driving him. <laughs> Good. Then, yes, I because I'm stood over the orb, so this is all fine. <laughs> we don't jump right back into combat. <laughs> um, oh, I was half expecting Rebecca to, like, you know footsie the orb up into the air and then play keep it up with it. Oh, well. <laughs> Bounce it off all of our foreheads. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, there's just this moment of, yeah, just just scoop it up, power roll, fails, falls unconscious. Oh, I, w- I, wish, I wish I'd got the orb because then I, I would have just donked it off all of you. <laughs> it's all, all in a big unconscious pile. Except it doesn't work that way. We get to choose how many MP we put in as long as we pass the power. Yeah. Remember, it's got that evil switch. <laughs> I mean, he could just jump all the stored power into ripping open a portal through time and dropping you through it. Ooh. Ooh. That would, however, tell the town of Kindlos exactly where he is. Do not do this. Well, you know, it's going to turn up at some point. We might as well do it while everyone's unconscious so they don't have to suffer. It's only going to eat you. Uh, not if I hide behind everyone. <laughs> This is true. It would eat them first, and then you. I'll step aside. <laughs> anyway, um, you have retrieved the orb, Jack, and get locked in a truck. Does everyone go to bed? Yes. Yes. One of us should stay outside this truck. I'll do the first three hours, then the rest, someone else come and relieve me. Yes, but who's going to st- who's going to take watch after you? I don't know, but one of you can. If you don't, if no one volunteers, Mitch will just wake someone up. I wind, I wind the window down and I'm like, I could take the second watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll do a watch. No? I'm so good cool. at seeing things. Well, if you're, if you're sure, I wind the window back up. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do the last watch. I don't mind getting up early. I, I sit there in a the lawn chair looking at the truck, polishing my shotgun. <laughs> Jack gets an undisturbed night's sleep. Mm. Um, Think about it, he's what it needs at the most. Anyone who takes a watch, roll a constitution. Oh, no. Uh, oh. Uh, <coughs> fucking Corona. <laughs> well, Rebecca, you get all your MP back. Mitch, you get half your MP back. 
Father Eduardo recovers one MP. <laughs> Great, I'm going to be fucking useless for the whole day. Sorry, Flinty. <laughs> well, Hang on. I'll roll a D4 for Flinty. Oh, you get a four back. But yes, you do not have an undisturbed evening of sleep. Because you have to get up early. I told them what the rules were. It's not my fault. Um, yes, but then you went insane. Did you just go to bed after dropping Hugo off in his bed? Matteo? Um, yeah, um, I'm thinking. Um... Would you go and watch the snow? It's a really nice blizzard out here in the desert. What, what kind of time is it? It's quite late at this point because you spent most of the day driving around and setting up a camp. It's probably about nine thirty PM. Um Yeah, I mean I probably would have at least gone back to my um got gone to, to my sleep zone. Yeah, you've gone back to your tent. You left Hugo asleep in his pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next morning dawns grey and dim. The sun is up, but the thick grey storm clouds are still rolling over the desert, dropping snow. Um, everyone wake Hugo. You wake up feeling refreshed. Your magic points are back. What do I remember? You remember touching the orb, but now you're in bed. I, um, yeah, what magic points? Um, I, um, sort of look a bit bamboozled and, uh, head to breakfast. Uh, do you let Jack back out of the truck, Mitch, to join you for breakfast? He's been good and stayed in the truck all night. It's, it's actually kind of warm and comfy in here. I've I've had a great time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, everyone remember yeah. to get their magic points back. I guess we do. Like, I don't know. What does everyone else think? Do we like ML? Yeah. Just plug the holes. <laughs> yes, Chai? Do I actually get my... I'm still two hit points down. Am I still down those, or...? Oh, yeah, you get those back. Uh, anyone who needs some more hit points, get three more hit points back. Even me? Yeah, I didn't sleep. Oh. Well, you did sleep. You you did three hours and then slept. That's what the constitution roll was for. Mm-hmm. Constitution. Um, I don't know about you guys. I think we let we 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 gotta trust each other, right? But I'm gonna keep an eye on Jack. Sure, sure, I've had him out. He's been in the naughty corner long enough. <sighs> Uh, roll your intelligence, please, Mitch. You wake Jack up in the time-honoured tradition by using a snowball. <laughs> Down the back of the neck. Down his pants. <laughs> I mean, you've got all Time this snow. Make up. You yeah. it from the Antarctic. You might as well make some use of it. Oh, this feels like Antarctic snow. Jack, you are rudely awoken by someone dumping snow down your 
trousers. Um, the, the only the only trouble is, uh, GM, I don't have snowball in my combat s- skills. That's fine. I'm letting you have this one for free. Cool. All right. He's asleep. You totally got a critical success. As we uh, <laughs> as we leave the truck, I carefully wrap the orb in snow. <laughs> there is no. Mitch, catch. <laughs> Do you really throw a snow-covered orb at Mitch? No, I don't throw the lure of Nalatep at someone while covered in snow, pretending it's a snowball. <laughs> I do, I do, put, I do put, get like a get like a rock and cover it in snow. I mean, that's that's traditional. <laughs> that's how you make the snowballs hurt. <laughs> Mackenzie is cooking a large vat of porridge for everyone's breakfast. And as you all arrive, he's like, Morning, did your uh, discussions on what to do next bear any fruit? Yes, mm. fruit. Talking of fruit, here, I made this lemon uh, ice cream. <laughs> it's two degrees outside, Mitch. <laughs> I don't think it's lemon. Yeah, I'm, I'm not eating the yellow <laughs> snow, Mitch. Thanks. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie just throws you out of his camp. <laughs> You're a salaried employee. Well, I guess we're going into the cavern today, so I guess we need all of our torches and rope and <laughs> any digging equipment, perhaps, as well. Well. We we have to be strongly on the lookout for those animals that we saw, I say vaguely. Um, I, I, if this ruin is underground, says Mackenzie, there won't be any animals down that deep. But we, there might be some in the uh, upper levels of this cave system, so yes, we should be careful, cautious. Everyone's going to need a backpack with water, food, ropes, a sleeping bag of some kind. We won't take the tents, don't really need them underground. Um, I had a good idea, actually. Yes, you well, do. While we've got all this snow outside, would it be a good idea to collect some and refresh our water supplies? I've already done that, Hugo. I did that last night. Oh, okay. Well, that's just an idea. I've packed all of our water barrels of snow which will, and uh, every available container I could find of snow. Uh, once the snowstorm blows out and the desert weather reasserts itself, we'll um, have lots of fresh water. Good. Fresh from the Antarctic plain. Somehow, I'm more worried about what happens when the snow starts to melt and it starts, uh, you know, flooding. Well, a lot of the water will melt into the sand. It would have been muddy. Um, All of this is assuming that that big, big cloud bank with the storm that brought all the snow didn't actually stretch across the whole earth, unleashing the water from the wastes across the world. I don't say this. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're like seven out of ten that didn't happen. I might like drive our boots if I cause a downfall of all of humanity. Look, to release if that were from the Temple of the Wind, you'd have to do it at the North Pole. Plus, we the already did. The South that. Pole is very different and a lot worse. The North Pole <laughs> is just the South Pole of the sea. Uh, Mackenzie's like, well, we should all have a hearty breakfast of lots of sodgy carbs and then grab all of our equipment and I guess if you're ready we can descend into the cavern. Who's ready for some cavern descending? 
So what's the plan? We, we just said the plan. No, I mean, we, we're going to go descend. Are we just, we see what we find today and come back here? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've got to... Uh, get a lay of the land first. I mean, we, we, we really need some more data than it's just a big old cave before we can make any useful plans. So you want today just be a scouting mission and come back up at the in the evening? Exactly. That sounds like a good idea to me. What say you, fellows? I think that's a good idea. Let's not get carried away the first time down. Sounds good. Hmm. Well, Mackenzie said, I can lead you down, but um, I'm not a great cave belonging expert, but I'll do my best. That's fine. We have lots of experience in holes. <laughs> Last time you all fell down a hole, Chai nearly died. I wasn't there. What a lucky cave boy. Craig first, you all spoke at once. To be fair, I didn't die till we almost got back. See? Uh, before we leave, I need Mitch. I need Mitch's help with something in the kitchen. Okay. What do you need help with? Uh, I, I I take I take you into the I take you into the into the kitchen and I I uh, I get you to help me bake some cookies. Okay. Roll cooking, Mitch. I'm helping. Roll with a bonus dice. You are not helping. I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) You can add the chocolate chips. Mitch is mostly keeping an eye on you because it's like he half expects you to be like, oh, but anyway. Why are these I, uh, cookies orb shaped? <laughs> I, all cookies are round. <laughs> orbs, though. I, uh, I, I carefully ice sorry onto them, uh, and, and, and I, and I, st- I start handing them out. It's, Hugo gets the biggest one. Oh, everyone gets one sanity back. <laughs> I'm sorry, cookies. <laughs> Except for Jack, obviously. You don't get sanity back for your own good guest gesture. Mm. Yeah, on Hugo's, it's it's like a longer message. It's like I'm sorry that I I permanently drained your physical <laughs> essence into uh, into a cursed artifact, but ultimately we do need it. So you know, swings and roundabouts. You can get all that icing on a cookie. Brackets. It just looks like a squiggle. At the bottom, it, at the bottom it says PTO, <laughs> like further continued on the bottom. <laughs> Further continued inside the cake. Um. <laughs> you have to slice it in a very specific way. I was going to do a cake, but I figured cookies are easier. Uh, yes, cookie is the word. Hmm. Um. So yes. Uh. What? What are we doing? Exactly. So, what are, what are we doing next? Exactly, are we all set to go. Yeah, I mean, pack, pack, uh, pack our gear according to max specifications and enter the cave. Okay. Games and matches. I was debating about whether or not to ask for like what Shush. exactly. Nido, shush, please a moment. Clint is trying to ask me a question. Yes. While I'm packing my gear, getting ready to go in the cavern, do I 
notice something missing. <laughs> oh yes, roll me your spot hidden. Oh, Bible is missing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Your Bible is just not here. Right. Well, I knew it was here at the previous campsite when we packed up. So it must be around here somewhere. So I'll start start scouting around the camp. Um, Roll me your spot hidden at extreme. (sighs) I'm afraid between the snow and all the disturbed sand from where you drove the trucks down, there's just no sign of it. You have a horrible suspicion if you dropped it whilst carrying stuff from the trucks before you drove them down here. You must have dropped it in the sand, which is now covered in about two feet of snow. And and cars. <laughs> well, you drove the cars down. So, yeah, that, 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 you know, someone's driven over it and dug it down and then snow and... What a shame. Okay. I'll be, be, be right back a second. Sorry. I mean, it... it... It shouldn't be. I'm I'm sad, but it shouldn't be too bad because all priests can recite the Bible word for word. Um, I'm just glad I didn't lose my gun. (laughs) You can get another Bible. Oh, I've read them. (laughs) Citation needed. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's that's cool. Thank you. Let's just hope you don't need to run an exorcism at any point. We need your book. You might have to use one of the other books you've got to hand. I you never told I me I could do an exorcism in that respect. Of course you can. You're a Catholic priest. Uh, I'll have to do it from memory then. <laughs> you still need a book. Uh, Chai has her hand up next. Can it be assumed that out of our gear, I can easily get a box of matches? You can indeed get a box of matches. I'll add it to my gear. I'm suspicious as to why Craig wants a box of matches. Is this for when your torches all fail and you need some light? You never know when you might need to be able to make fire. Okay, Nido, you were trying to say something? Yes. Um, I was going to say, like, I was debating about whether or not to bring up the fact of I don't remember what happened last night, but everybody seems fine, so I'm assuming I must have just passed out. Um, and nothing terrible to me happened. Uh, the one thing I was going to do was search the camp for my first aid kit because that was missing. Uh, roll me your. Well, what, are you searching the supply tents or are you searching everyone's tents? I'm just search, I'm assuming it must have got confused and someone's picked it up at some point, so I'm searching everyone's tents. <laughs> roll spot my... hard. Hmm. Yes, we uh, had to use it to reinflate you. <laughs> no, no sign oh. of it. Um, if someone has picked it up, they must have already packed it into their gear. Mm. Well, I go get a basic one from our stock supplies so that I have one. You go um, get a basic first aid kit and add it to your backpack. Yep. It's about an hour for everyone to pack. Uh, you've all got electric torches. There are also four kerosene torches. And everyone's electric torch has one replacement battery. I gotta make some notes to my equipment. The battery torchlight lasts for six hours. 
Your muted hedgehog man. That's fine. It was just a series of racist slurs. Um, <laughs> against Nido specifically, I consider him his own separate Hi. race. Um, Hi. I genuinely forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah, we won't be down there more than 12 hours. Like, that'll be fine. How long does a full kerosene lantern last? The kerosene lamp lasts for five hours when full. All the black went off the map. Is that supposed to happen? Oh yeah, I'm looking away. (laughs) It's fine. Uh... I've thrown you onto another map. Before we get into a meat of it, I'm going to quickly pop to the loo. Sorry. Be right back. Sorry, what was the length of time on the kerosene lamp? Five hours. Five hours. How many did I say you have? Four. Four. Yep. And you have a one full refill for each lamp. Because obviously you've got to carry that fuel in like a leather pouch full of fuel. You're loading Mitch down like a pack horse. He's carrying the kerosene lamps. <laughs> uh, we've made Mitch very explosive. That's good to know. Uh, people who have been given kerosene lamps are Mackenzie has one hanging off his backpack and you've got three others. Decide who's carrying them. I will carry a lantern. He puts the orb inside of it and sets fire to it. <laughs> the orb has a healthy glow. Um, I'm happy to carry a lamp. That's there's one remaining lamp left. Who's grabbing it? I'll carry that. Rebecca claims the last lantern. Might I suggest that uh, while we're all together, we don't need more than say two of the lights on at the same time if we stay together. Otherwise, it's a, that way we can stretch out our resources even more. That would make sense. Maybe one general. Maybe we have one of the kerosene lamps lit, and then everybody uses their torches as they need. Okay, uh, it takes you about an hour, hour and a half to gather everything together, get all your equipment prepared, and you are now ready to delve into the darkness of Nokotos. Woo! High fives for everyone! Yay! We found the plot. It only took us 84 years. Oh, wait, have we advanced the plot? <sighs> we have. Not until you get down there and do something. Oh, for God's well, sake. Well, we're, well, we're getting in there. Okay, fine, you've advanced the plot. I'm just going to go to the loo, and then we can descend. Oh, if you're going to the loo, I'm going to go. Well, if oh, you're, going, you're to... going to the loo, I'm going well, to go. If all three of you are going to the loo, I'm just going to wet myself. <laughs> it's done. I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were not, here a minute ago, Flinty. I, uh, <laughs> we share a common interest. <laughs> What's that? That comic where it's like, uh, it's like I need to pee. I need a drink. Well, we we share a common interest. No, we no, don't. no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did I get all these hedgehogs out? There are so many asking so much. Are you having regrets? This is a cat that the World Wildlife Federation sent me. It's a snow leopard. The pigeon's back. 
I always the worst noise. I I I generally like the noise because I always associate it with like going to the park as a kid. So I like that noise. I associate it with being kept awake by fucking wood pigeons, <laughs> making their weird ass noise. Why couldn't they make a normal? Why couldn't they be like? Why are they gonna be like? <laughs> Not what they sound like. It is. Who's crunching? Be walking on wooden stairs. I'm walking on sunshine. Egg shoulders, knees and toes. Egg shoulders, knees and toes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all singing head, shoulders, knees and toes? Uh, well, no, egg. Egg, egg shoulders, knees on toast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that sounds nice, honey. I'll have one. <laughs> Be sure to include extra shoulder. Yeah, shoulder ham, right? Um, yeah, egg soldiers beans on toast. There, there you go. There's your new song. <laughs> right, are we ready to descend into the darkness? As 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 Craig, yeah. Descend into madness. As everyone gets back. Oh, I don't need you to descend into man. I just need to wait for a rotor to wave the orb around. Nita, look oh. at this guy. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting back to my screen. It's too late. What is that? Uh, not a hedgehog. Hold on. That is... That, that is... What is that? What is that? What? Oh, it's a pangolin! It's a pangolin. pangolin. It's a pangolin! Yay! I got homemade hot cross buns. Fuck you. <laughs> I have homemade hot cross buns. Yeah, I want homemade hot cross buns. And he's like, he's like... It is illegal for me to come and give you homemade hot cross buns. His mum his mom makes all manner of implausible baked goods that no human being bakes because it's easier I to buy them. them. You did I not. <laughs> if you knew, If you knew how to make hot cross buns, why have you never made me a hot cross bun? Because you don't like currants. You can put chocolate in instead of currants. No, you can't. You can. you, you, you I tried that abso- recently. Absolutely can. And like, w- if you make them, you have the power as yeah. well. You can choose whatever you put in. <laughs> I've, uh, the thing is, though, is I actually tried... I got some of those like ones. And the problem is, is that you have them, and if you put butter on them, they're way too sickly. So you just have to have them dry, and then it's a bit... Eh. Okay, but, but I do none have of that, the None of that is true. Uh, I mean, I don't know whether that's true or not. I don't, I don't feel like that's true, but uh, they do at least have the advantage of not being full of currants. Which makes them bad. I don't even mind currants, really. Fox, Fox, look, when you come to visit me, you can make me hot cross buns, and those two can just watch us eat them. I will have the yeah, chocolate buns. I mean, I've already next got the chocolate week, buns, if you know weekend, what I mean. I will come to London with hot cross buns, don't worry. And you'll deliver them. You'll you'll put them in the offering basket. I can deliver hot cross buns to anyone in the Greater London area, but outside that. <laughs> oh, you're like you're you're like you're like Amazon Prime now. <laughs> no, are you okay? okay. What? Oh, just the angle you were sitting at made it look like the shells behind you were falling on you. <laughs> 
I, I'm confused. Nino's folding his laundry. We've got like an electrical test in like a few in like a week or two, so we're trying to clean the house a bit. Oh yeah, we had to have one of them. It's very annoying because it's like, ugh, you've just waited like a couple more months. No, they're not allowed. The deadline is something stupid like it's April. April. And if they haven't end of, got, end of April, the government will come along and go, "Here's a thousand million pound fine." Actually, actually, I checked. We checked the law on this. Um, although that if it, there's a specific thing in the law that says uh, if the tenant won't let you in to inspect the house, it's not your fault. Uh, so don't worry about it. But on the other hand, uh, in your rental contract, it generally says, if you don't let us in to do safety inspections, we'll have a go. <laughs> so, But yeah, it's just it's just the annoying thing of having to clean the entire house when, like, you know, you don't have guests over for a million years, you don't bother. We bothered to clean our house and we don't have guests. Well, we clean up, we clean up a little, but, you know, we, you know, this requires, like, having to get clean everything to the point that you can get access to sockets and things, which normally we're like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. We can put something there because we don't need to get to that wall. Except we do now because they need to get to the socket. <laughs> oh, our guy just got to whatever sockets he could. Yeah. No, unfortunately, most of our sockets, except for like the ones in the kitchen, are buried behind furniture. So... Both of you have said sockets way too fucking much. <laughs> sockets. It's, the word has lost all meaning for me now. How There's a word for that. Where's King? Like, we're literally on the cusp of doing <laughs> and he's abandoned. Craig's <laughs> like, no, no, I'm only here for the side quests. When he comes back, let's all just say sockets. <laughs> it's, it's a shame because he lives for socket talk. thing is, he's probably setting his headset with us, so he can probably still hear everything we're saying. Yeah. A cone! A cone. Uh, it could be some kind of magical hat. A probe. probe. I mean, I mean that certainly can be used to cover some kind of probe. Plenty. Hi. How's your Temmy wife? He is exhausted. Why? What's he done? He moved about three tons of concrete from the garden into a skip. Oh, I saw he was doing that. Did you not help? I was painting the front room. Oh, I see. Yeah, you got the better job there. <laughs> he's been I, itch- he's been itching to get that skip for weeks, so I just let him get on with it. For some reason, uh, for some reason, I thought you were going to say he's exhausting, and I was like, I was going to be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't even imagine that, but yeah, <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. Oh, oh, exhausted. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> Still though. There was a surreal moment where, uh, like, we we were throwing, or rather, Temmie was throwing concrete into the skip, and then one of our neighbours was taking the concrete out of the skip and and taking it to his house. Why? He's going to build, like, a shed in the garden, and apparently he needs needs the rubble to help with the construction. I mean, I don't know the details, but, yeah. How much are you charging him? Nothing. (laughs) Sorry, well, uh... Oh, that's okay. It should be. They spoke for hours about sockets. I'm so sick of hearing about sockets. 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 Would you like to hear about our sockets, Craig? So, continuing this game of Call of Sockets, we're now going to discuss the Spanish style of power outlet 
known as the Spaniard socket. <laughs> it's very similar, but it has one socket that's one way up and one socket that's the other way up for the end of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give him that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> Right, uh, you have gathered your expedition equipment and you move away from your camp into the darkness of the cavern. You currently have one kerosene lamp lit and people can turn their torches on as they need them. Stay close together now. I walk like out of Scooby-Doo behind everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I have none of my lanterns lit, and I'm in the middle of a group. I am so at the back of the group. (laughs) Now, Father, if you're picked off by anything... I can also play my harmonica in an eerie way. (laughs) No! That that harmonica is going to be what wipes out the party. I'm I'm calling it now. <laughs> As he's, going you... to, he's going to be like, I'll hypnotize that dude, and then the world will end. <laughs> At least it's not as bad as the time Flint. He nearly summoned Azathoth for lols. I'm going to chat to the friendly Sultan. That'll help. Well, I'm sorry, but if the GM doesn't tell me what the spell does, I'm going to investigate it. <laughs> I know, it was a trap, and you fell for it. It was glorious. <laughs> anyway, uh, you start making your way down the cavern, leaving your camp behind, and the snowy, snowy Great Western Desert of Australia. At least you're not in <laughs> snow right now. I was worried that you wouldn't get to the camp before the blizzard hit. Um, the air is blowing towards you, so there's a constant breeze against your face, but it's stale ancient air. Uh, the smells like the Vatican. Slopes down steadily about a hundred feet down until you arrive into what appears to be a sort of large crevasse of ancient stone blocks that seem to drop down into the darkness. You're going to have to lower yourself carefully down each jagged, squared-off stone block to descend further, shining your torches in the lantern ahead. The um, cavern roof remains constant at this height, but the stone... They literally look like massive square blocks like carved out of the living rock that descend down into the darkness. Arona, you are muted. Why do you keep muting me? I don't. You keep doing it yourself. I uh, I say, echo, 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 echo. Everyone glares at you. <laughs> Something from the dark goes, echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Wait, why is it getting louder? <laughs> That's not right. Uh, feedback. That was a Scooby-Doo one. They just like, like is anybody there? And then they get a, no. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going Um, to climb down these blocky outcroppings of rock? 
Uh, me and Mitch go to make a really tall sandwich. <laughs> Which one of you is a dog? Uh, he's the dog. <laughs> Ruh, <roll. laughs> we find we find a room where there's like a number of doors opposite each other, and then we all run in and out. <laughs> um, we we start at we start lowering ourselves down on a rope. I guess I, I offer to. I, we've got proper climbing gear like pitons and all of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I offer to go down first, carrying in pitons and actually putting a almost like a proper rope ladder in place. If that would be a really good idea. That would be a really good idea, says Mackenzie. You go ahead, Chai. This is why we bought you, I guess. Lara Croft. Uh-huh. Well, climbing, Chai. I'm. I feel like I've got to confess that earlier uh, when we were listing the gear, I wanted to say uh, pitons and crampons, but I just mingled the two together and I said croutons. Um, <laughs> but but I was muted at the time, so nobody heard it. But I, I can't live with myself. I can't live with the shade. <laughs> on, on the other hand, it does mean we will have a lovely salad when we get to the one. <laughs> so when Sky asks for the pitons and she gets handed... Just kind of throw, throw stale bread at her. You get handed a bag of croutons you made whilst making the, the cookies. <laughs> Just hammer it into the wall anyway. We'll make do. <laughs> so, it takes you about an hour and a half. You essentially have to climb down, hammering in the pitons and tying the rope to each piton. And then you get to the first landing because I think they're like big jaggedy rocks that descend down at angles. You know, mm-hmm. the next one and the next one and the next one. And it takes you about an hour and a half to climb down into the darkness, hammering these pitons in. And then you get to a large opening. There's like the rock wall. The cavern just ends in this strange... Uh, You shine your torch in and it reflects back. It almost looks like sort of grey-green crystal. Ooh. Pretty. There's an opening in it. And do you shine your torch into the opening? No, I call for people to start making their way down first. Ah, you call back up the... the okay, I'm going to make a roll as you shout back up. <laughs> How high is it? Because I wouldn't be shouting at my lungs if I can avoid it. You just spent an hour and a half climbing down it, Craig. You're quite away from them now. They are okay. distant pinpricks of light back up the top of the cliff. Fair enough. Do you shout to them, or are you going to climb back up? Uh, no, I flash a torch up. I assume that we'll have set some sort of signal like that in place. You didn't say you were before you climbed down. In that case, I'm just going to keep flashing it until they think to come down. Roll spot hidden, everyone. Charge good. About an hour and a half. What? Thankfully, Mitch the sailor is paying attention. So uh, am I. Spot hidden. <laughs> Success on a 92. Mateo's not paying attention, but he sees it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I just see it out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, yeah, signal. By the way. You all know. <laughs> Jack and Mitch notice it slightly more. They're like, Chai is She's down flashing there. at us. Flashing a light on and off. Mackenzie peers down. Yes, the <laughs> 
Quick, get your binoculars out and see what she's flashing. It's the Morse code for cut the rope. <laughs> okay, if that's what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> that would only cut the rope. Okay, uh, everyone. Um, I guess Everyone. We, I suppose we should start making our way down the uh, rope. Everyone roll climbing, oh, but with a bonus die <gasps> because Chai has set this up for you. Jesus! <laughs> ah. oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> there is a bonus die. <laughs> It's a good job I did this, isn't it? Why? Okay. Why is everyone so bad at climbing? Uh, I'm just gonna do my bonus. I'll uh, oh, I'll ignore my bonus die. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh no! Look. Hang on. Oh, why is that? Oh, Maybe I'm sorry. I can just jump down. I've got jump as a skill instead. I I rolled my bonus twice by mis- three times by mistake, but um, I'll take the first one. Yeah, um, yeah. which right. is a good. I just want to map to show you what I mean by blocks of insect cubes. So you're essentially climbing down right. cliffs, and then you've got to make your way across the next block, and then climb down the next ladder, like and a, a very block. large staircase. Yeah, pretty much, but it's made out of, you know, giant rocks. And um, everyone is fucking this up, like, no, tomorrow, let's just let's go through the list. I, I so, <laughs> Mick, are you spending any luck? You've got a 60 currently out of 50. 60 out of 50, so that should be 10 to... Yeah. It feels like, like I don't know, like, how how far is the drop? Um, each one of these cliffs is about 30, 40 feet deep before you reach the next landing, and then you have to do it again. That's about 25 feet too many. <laughs> yeah, I guess 10, I spend, is it, I'd have to spend 10, right? Yeah. Roll, roll to stop your thigh bones from going up through your body. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I have to. Well, okay, Mitch climbs down safely. Rebecca, oh, I have, I've passed at twenty. Got a twenty, that... no trouble whatsoever. You climb on down, yeah, climb, climb, climb. <laughs> Which is not hundred. Uh, Matteo, uh, you got a six. Yes. You're like a monkey. You live with those monks for months. You know how to climb stuff. Quick, like a monkey. You used to climb walls like this for <sighs> practice every morning. Hugo, I guess. Flying planes teaches you how to climb down rope ladders. Well done. Well, the number of ditch landings he's done is probably. <laughs> ah. How dare you. Father Eduardo and Jack. I can't help but notice you're both in trouble. Yeah, I'm not spending 30 luck. I'll take the bone damage. I literally can't spend enough luck. <laughs> both of you I, can, I can, I'm choosing not to. Both of you roll me luck. Oh, is there any point? I'm just so fucking cursed in this game today. Except right oh, now. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cursed. 
critical fails in a row. Let me guess. Jack lands on Eduardo. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna catch Eduardo as he goes down and like cradle him to me, and I'll be like, "You're all right now, father." Thankfully, Jack down on his body. <laughs> Thankfully, Jack, because he was cautious, has tied a rope around his waist and is dang. You know, when he slips and almost falls, he dangles from it. <laughs> so, when and... I, so when I slip, I'm completely bisected. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! You, you kind of ripped it around the rope so that you're lowering yourself. Yeah. I know what you mean. I just accidentally did that as a child. <laughs> you what, I, accidentally... <laughs> I was I was cli- I was climbing around, so I tied a rope around my middle, and uh, I used like a slip knot. So when I fell, it just tried to saw me in half across the middle. It turns out it actually did. The, you then regrew your legs, and they regrew the other half, and there's another Arona running around somewhere. No, it's one of those Darth Maul deals. I got these metal legs. Ah. Father Eduardo, however, is you are about halfway down the third cliff, Eduardo, when you slip and you fall, and there's just a despairing scream as you all pause in your various points in the climbing process to see Father Eduardo falling into the darkness. Get a yes. scream for me. Ah. Yes, Jack? I got an extreme luck. Can I try and grab her? You can. You are luckily nearby. Roll me dexterity to grab him. I can't keep Father Eduardo alive. He's the only one who likes me. It's a good job I was literally oh, this week thinking like of a backup you. character. <laughs> grab now the strength as you grab hold of him and <laughs> this, uh, you know, 90-pound priest is jerked to a halt. Crit fail, and you're both going. Uh, you're holding on to him, but you both slide uh, down the rope and the ladder, bouncing off it a little bit now and then. Uh, you both take two hit points of damage as you wind up in a bit of a bruised heap at the bottom near Chai. That's a lot better than broken everything. Hey, guys. <laughs> 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 That's a flippy noise. <laughs> no, that's an Eduardo noise. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, I, could have played, pate. I could have played oh, Soaring Jig. That sounds like something to catch people who's falling. <laughs> it was really impressive, that catch. And that dive off, that must have taken some balls, Ed. Ed balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, I say weakly. Do it again. No. <laughs> but we're all okay. Ish. <laughs> Relatively speaking. <laughs> How many more of these do we have to climb down? That was the last one. <laughs> Christ. Oh, thank Christ. I, I wouldn't have put it past you to do it for every single block. Seven more. <laughs> <laughs> Each I more did think about doing it for every single block, but that felt like a little bit mean. <laughs> At what point will the RNG destroy you? <laughs> the first attempt, apparently. So, from down here, this striated block-like cliff looks natural, but the wall of greenish grey crystal that rises up to fill this far wall of the cavern that you've just climbed down is unnatural, and there's a large rent in the crystal 
near where Chai and the others have gathered that seems to lead inside another cavern. What do you do? Um, the only way we can press on really is through the big cavern hole, right? Yeah. Um, I say we should probably go that way, and I gesture towards the big hole in the crystal. What's the crystal stuff, then? Just having a look. Well, your geology. Natural world? Mm, geology. Mm, I do not have that. Uh, yeah, you have never seen a crystal like this in your life. Natural world cannot help you here. Fine. Um, the way the light catches off it, it's... Roll me your... You can roll natural world to notice this one point. Okay. Yeah, I do. It's perfect. Like, you know now crystals normally have those intersecting planes of crystal, you know, different levels, uh, fracture points, um, and all of that? These are perfect mm-hmm. level. 100%. Except around the crack, where it's been shattered... It's it's perfect. A hundred percent. All of the matrices and layers of the crystal are in perfect alignment. This is not natural. You, oh. you, humanity can't make crystals like this. That's impossible. Crystals don't grow in perfect, structured, organized wonderment like this. Oh, neat! We found a new sort of natural crystal. Cool. This thing is weird. <laughs> it's very pretty. It is. Perhaps we oh. should lick it. <laughs> By no, all means. Oh, so salty. Uh, <laughs> what's it made of? Salt. Um, I think that we should try and get a little sample of it. Okay. Sure. Oh, good. I thought I was muted because everyone was silent for like five minutes. <laughs> I think everyone was just like, volunteer. And then I volunteered you, seeing as you suggested it. I mean, I mean, it's it's shattered around the cave hole, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look and see if there are any chunks which have just come off on their own. You find several varying size chunks. One as big as your head, others are smaller. Um. Uh, I give it a, a twist, a flick of the wrist. Um, that's what the showman said. Um, I, I, I look for a small one, a small chunk, small, small. You get a chunk about that fits in the palm of your hand. Mm. It's not orb-shaped, however. You're very sad at this. Well, not everything has to be orb-shaped. If I had a pair of orbs, that might be uncomfortable. I'd have to come up with some sort of sack to carry them in. You have to wear well. them. Uh, on your belt, hanging down? <laughs> uh, truck nuts, but for, like, magical artefacts. <laughs> oh, God, Derek, we'll be going back to the belief of unknowable artefacts before we know it. Um, <coughs> uh, I examine crystal. Roll me your natural world as you examine the crystal. <laughs> I know nothing of crystals. 
it's a it's, crystal. It's pretty. <laughs> Is anyone else grabbing a fragment of crystal off the floor? Yeah, I will. I mean, I'll walk over to Jack. Can I have a look at his sample? Well, oh, no. everyone's happy to look at it now. I've touched it, and it hasn't made me roll my pal. I'm not fucking <laughs> touching it. I'm not <laughs> looking at it. Yeah, I'm not keen on touching anything. Eduardo, I saved your life. It belongs to me. Touch the crystal. <laughs> Jack and Rebecca, make sure to write on your possessions list you have a chunk of Nakotis crystal. Wood pigeons? <laughs> <laughs> you pass through the crack in the crystalline wall. It's about 15 feet deep, this crystal. And as you pass through it, you enter a large 30-foot-wide room. There are carvings beyond your perception. The whole inner wall is carved with strange, angular, geometric uh, symbols. But vaulting overhead... The beam of your torch is unable to reach the very roof, but you can see the lower part of this vaulting, monstrous archway of crystal reaching up into the darkness overhead. The rays of the torch, feebly echoing into the engulfing blackness, bring phantasmal flashes of hideous, strangely familiar walls and carvings, all blighted with the decay of ages. About ten feet away, a tremendous mass of the vaulting wall has fallen. And over this jumble of stone, you can see a ragged, grotesquely stalactited roof. But oddly, around you and to either side, great hieroglyphed metal doors looming monstrously rows of them tall metal racks that spread into the darkness each rack divided by these massive hieroglyph covered doorways most of them shattered covered in heaps occasionally there are pillars with great symbols or letters proclaiming who knows what you have entered one of the spires of Nicotus. Pigeons have no sense of decorum. <laughs> there there's a there's an was, echoing an echoing horrific noise. It was very dramatic a, and well done until the pigeon. <laughs> as if from a large bird. Right, that's it. Sorry, Fox. I'm gonna have to boot you out of the group. Yes, Mr. Headman. Um Use eyes with carving. Use eyes with carving. Roll eyes with carving. What skill would you like? Occult? Roll your uh, Cthulhu Mythos. Why has it got to be the one that's less than my occult, Ashley? Now you can roll your occult. Mythos. I know all about Pnacotus. You recognize the terrifying. You recognize these languages as the base source of half the languages of the world. 
There are little hints of all of them in the curved hieroglyphic script. It's disturbing. Oh. You can't read the language, but you can just see every now and then there's a little hint of another, you know, oh, that they do that in Cyrillic or they use that in Egyptian hieroglyphics, etc. Oh. Little, little hints. Uh, Chai had her hand up next. Uh, so the hieroglyphs change everything about my general demeanour about this place. Recognising it as a place that is actually potentially going to have some artefacts. I, I start looking around for anywhere that might be hiding any sort of concealed little cubby holes for smashing open. To do some tomb robbing. Good, good. Eduardo, you had your hand up? No. Well, you did. My legs. You put your hand up. No. <laughs> I was well, scratching my face like this. Oh. No, I didn't see the movement of the pen. I just saw you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not asking anything. We just try to touch her. Just imagine Chai singing that. I'm not looking through. <laughs> I mean, Indiana Jones was really. It belongs in a museum. You're like, it belongs sold to the highest bidder. Which might be a museum. It's that's okay. We have a um, uh, we have a bingo thing for that. All these wonderful blocks appearing. Tetris. Belongs in an antique shop. It belongs in my museum. It belongs in an antique shop. My antique shop. (laughs) You died. You're currently all at this end where the wall is all fractured. You're all currently over here. Then there are the long... They literally do look like racks, but most of the racks are open and smashed. Chai, you find one of the racks about here. It's still shut, but it's not locked or anything. You literally just pull it up. Uh And inside is a metal tablet covered in hieroglyphics. It's about uh, that high. Sweet. Joink. Chai, please write down great a great green plaza tablet. Great green plaza tablet. Rip them down. And over this end of the room, there is a sort of like vestibule. It leads out into this large open space. There's a large ramp that leads down. And there oh are God. Look, look out, everyone. There's a vestibule. There are collapsed archways in the other four directions. Like there, there should have been four other rooms off this ramp that would have been similar to the one you're in, but they've collapsed. And there's a ramp leading down. 
I alert everyone else to the ramp leading down that I've found. What's everyone else doing whilst Chai Char- has been off scouting? Um, Jack has been studying hieroglyphics. Yes. Eduardo, what are you doing? Not a whole lot. You're just staying near the group. Yeah. Hugo? I'm, I'm just taking this all in. This is like fascinating finding something like this down here. Mateo? I'm keeping watch. I'm still nervous about what might be accompanying us down here. Hey, Jack. Can I be can I be babbling at Eduardo about um how this represents like a single base language for all human languages? You totally can. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited and saying words at you. Yep, that's fine. Uh, I will everyone, listen. Mateo and Hugo currently can hear all of this as well as they've not ventured off. Rebecca, what are you doing? Ty has ventured off to do a little scouting around and see some uh, I'm just looking about. Um, I might well follow uh, Chai. Yeah, roll spot uh, hidden at hard to follow Chai. Spot hidden. So I'm mostly looking for natural things, but there's not a lot natural about this place. This place feels positively unnatural. You somehow lose Chai, um, whether she intentionally lost you so she could rob some shit, or whether or not you've just lost her in the gloom. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. You end up going down the different aisle to her, and then you bump into her at the vestibule entrance here. Um, the, the column you walk along, again, they're mostly all shattered and broken. Uh, but roll your um, spot hidden. You don't find anything interesting until you bump into Chai by the entrance to the vestibule that you down. Mitch, what are you doing? Are you just hanging out with the others and waiting for the ladies to return? Yeah, I'm... Um, yeah, I, I'm going to, like... Hmm. I was thinking of flicking through some of these books I've got to see if I could recognise if it describes anything like we've we've, we've come across here. Like the Adventures of Naomi or something like that. Uh, the Adventures of Naomi describe nothing like this at all. Um, it's almost like cats never came here. Yeah, I guess I just kind of, um, yeah, I'd probably just hang out. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe I'd make a snack for everybody. Make sure they're all well fed. Okay, you you prepare a little snack for everyone. Time to go exploring the cave on an empty stomach. Exactly. Hmm. I make some traditional Kendall mint cake. An explorer's right hand. I could share some of my brownies. Please do not share magic brownies while we're down here. <laughs> <laughs> These edibles are doing nothing. I'll take three more. <laughs> and here's some mushrooms too. <laughs> Mix it all together. 
So I'm just preparing something on a different map. Please wait, loading there. I'm sorry, I mean exciting surprise. Right, there we go, that is ready. Okay, um, you gather back after a while with the others, to, uh, ladies, to find um, Mitch is serving up and snack. Oh, snack. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> What's in the snack? Um, guano. Ah, everyone's favorite. I was expecting hot goss buns full of double raisins. That's fine. You cooked this um, koala testicles, and they were nice. I, I'll, I'll give these a try. A double raisin is just a grape. <laughs> I was, See, these are I was, fine. I was expecting him to use some of this natural crystal salt he's found around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. We're at two hours. You are in the entrance to Nocotus that you have found... You are about three and a half hours in, since it took you about an hour and a half for Chai to make the rope ladders down, then about an hour for everyone to climb down them, and then you spent about an hour exploring or just standing around this level waiting for news. Chai and Rebecca have reported back that they found an archway and a ramp leading down into the depths of the earth. Shall we keep going? Yeah, it's over there. In case we haven't told anyone where it was. Use legs with ramp. Using legs with ramp. A bold move. Just rub the two together. <laughs> Giflar. Giflar is the name of the cat. You can't oh, eat Giflar. has got the cat. Craig, he's done it. He's already kidnapped your cat. Well, unfortunately, our cat is not as cinnamony and delicious as those. Zimp schnecker. But he is sweeter. Ah! It just zoomed in. Yeah. It's moving. What's happening? Oh, no. You enter the ramp. You You leave the vestibule. And the ramp descends. There's a massive spiral around the outside of this huge opening in the middle uh, that just plunges down into the darkness. Uh, do you shine your torches over the edge? I scream, "Woo, darkness!" and I jump off. <laughs> okay, stand by. Jack is dead. Everyone. I feel like I've seen this map before in that other game where you have everyone go down a big tunnel underground. I feel like you're reusing your maps. I don't have to draw two ramps. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. He's going to have to reuse these assets at some point. He's made the investment. <laughs> and it's every, We keep meeting the same shopkeeper, but with different hats. <laughs> every... Um, like it spirals down slowly into the darkness, and you can just see opposite where you've entered the ramp here. So you've entered here, and on the opposite side, about at three o'clock around the circle, there is a landing and then an archway into uh, the archway. You can see is collapsed, and the ramp does go up, 
and the next ramp up the archway into the room above is also collapsed. So, the, so you could go up into the darkness or down into the darkness. Yes, Hedgehog Man? Um, what would you say the circumference of the tunnel is? Uh, it's a good 80 feet wide. Hmm. Pretty big. I mean, that's the diameter. What's the circumference? Two pi r squared. <laughs> yeah, two pi r squared. Um, hmm. In all, our outer circumference, so. Uh, first one, then the other. Um, so if the radius is half the diameter, then it is. it's 5,026 5, feet in a circumference. Oh, that's very good. Give yourself a point. I will. Um, quite done with the maths now? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know how big it was. Huge. I'm banking my GM point. <laughs> Oh god, it's big! Great Cthulhu has turned up. Yeah. Uh, I'm on his side. You work for the Alphatep. You're not on the, his side. The fa- <laughs> the fountains and benches—they're uh, down spiral, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's one up as well. Think of it: the spiral goes up and down, and mm. on each of these landing where there's fountains and benches, there's also an archway that would lead into a room like the one you just left. But the no. one above you can see is collapsed, and the one below you you can see is collapsed. All right. Uh, where do you think we should go now, fellows? I say. Probably down. She chose down. She chose down. down. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it's from Labyrinth. I've watched it yes, quite recently. Um, we we start descending down the big turn. It's just a jet. Well, what degree would you say the slope is? It's not like a. It's not difficult to walk, is it? Ninety it's degree. A, it's quite a gentle slope, like some sort of beings without legs but huge leathery skirts of motile flesh would find comfortable to glide down. Oh, I, I've told you. I've told you to not refer to me in that fashion, Ashley. Thank you. Um, oh, God, no, I do, I do like the idea of skate, just skate, whipping out a skateboard and be like, meet you losers at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one game I won, there was the, the professor in the wheelchair who... who... <laughs> <laughs> do, a, uh, do a sick kick flip over the top of the elder thing at the bottom. <laughs> Well, let's go down then. I mean, we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't really split up, or maybe we should. Well, well we can't really split up. We're, we're... <laughs> yes, it, it would be dangerous to split up. Let's proceed together as a, as a big unit. I just need to make a roll for Mackenzie. He's been peering. Oh, we got a four. Uh, he's been peering over the edge, like shining a torch down the ramp, and he's like muttering to himself under his breath, and he's like. Miss hmm. T? Yes? I might have my maths wrong, but I've just been doing some brief guesses. 
Like he he gestures his torch down. Do you see that ramp I'm um, illuminating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the edge of where we can see with our torches currently. Mm-hmm. Following the width of this ramp, that's about <laughs> four kilometers away. If we walk around this ramp and descend at this rate, that's four kilometers below us. We can barely see it because, um, you know, it's, in this long way away. Yeah, yeah. That's going to take us about two hours to each. We're not going to be able to return to camp easily if we keep descending. Hmm. So what do you say, guys? Should we stop here or, and head back up, or are we committing to this at this point? This would be a quick peek, I seem to remember. I guess we don't have four kilometres of rope. <laughs> no. 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 Um, <laughs> we should um, we should establish a base camp here and bring more supplies from the truck so that we don't have to keep returning to the surface I mean that would make sense if we leave our backpacks here except for like a, the essentials, a bottle of water and everything can go back, we can bring more stuff back down yeah How are we one or two people here just to keep an eye on the stuff we do leave. I mean, I'm happy. That, that... To, I'm happy to stay here behind because I'm not keen on climbing up and down that rope again. Yeah, we want to say last time we we descended, we uh, really got fucked up. Yeah, maybe only the people that are better at climbing should go up. Maybe me and me and the father should stay here. I say, patting him fondly on the shoulder. I'll stay as well if you like. I'm happy to go back up, um, but it just—I'm just wondering, like, can we work out how far we've got to go to the bottom? You—it just disappears into the gloom below you. At okay. least four kilometers. At least four kilometers. Okay. Well, can we just drop a rock and measure it and use some maths to um, work out the drop? Aren't your competitors down there? Yeah, they got making noise. Ow. <laughs> But yes, but like a single rock falling down isn't going to let them off. Plus, we hear them. But we should hear them by now. I mean, how many rocks just fall for no reason whatsoever in long forgotten caverns? We could make it like a, an owl noise as if it was like a sort of wildlife. What oh, I, lo- I love that idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, I, I pick up a small rock, walk to the edge, and I go over the edge. Is that a wood pigeon? Look, look, look! Have you dropped a rock over the edge, Jack? I'm, I'm listening for for it to land. You don't hear anything. Uh, okay, this pit is infinity deep. <laughs> um. Well, I just worry that we're going to at extreme. I'm I'm interested in this, so I'm going to be listening as well. Yeah, let's try a person. Just keep screaming. (laughs) No, screams echo. Jesus! (laughs) The rock disappears into the dark gloom of the shaft. You never hear it land. There's not even an echo. 
it's just um, lost to the depths below you. This seems like this is too deep. Like, we're going to get the bends going back up. That's, that's not how the bends work. Yeah, the is increasing, Nido. You're not going to the bottom of the ocean. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm an aeroplane smith. I only go up in the atmosphere. I don't understand how below the atmosphere was. You, you're uh, an aeroplane, so you don't understand air pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the key point is that we're not going to be going fast enough, right? Yes, my point is is that I don't... Do we even have enough supplies to reach the bottom if it's beyond our ability to measure? Look, well, we can just go incrementally and then we'll work it out. Look, it's well, we just... just a- look, we can go into the, the other room. We, we can explore this level at the moment and then go down later if we find there's nothing at this stage. Well, you've already explored this level. Yeah. The nearest two archways you can see are blocked, but there are other archways further down and further up that might not be blocked, but you just can't see where you are from where you are because of the gloom. So what we need to do at this point is just to move the, the make a base camp here. That's what we've already agreed on. I'm pretty sure, sir. Yeah, we yeah. we we tried we tried the hole, and it seems unusually deep, uh, so to speak. Now, um, the rest of you return to the surface and come back with stuff. Uh, me and Father Eduardo will set up a miniature camp here. Who else is staying with them? So Hugo and Chai said they're going back to camp. Mitch is staying here. Rebecca, are you climbing back up? We do need, well, as many people as can go back so we can actually bring stuff. Are you all going back back. too? Yeah. Mateo, are you going back? I'll go back. Um, But we should keep someone here who knows how to use a gun. Mitch has been learning. I know how to use a gun. I can just punch anyone to death. Like He probably can at this point. And, I mean, uh, <laughs> with his two I, black eyes. And Jack's all like, I've got my ceremonial sacrificing club. <laughs> I'm very good at punching as well, but I wouldn't want to... I mean, I, it feels like that's uh, uh, suboptimal against possibly flying targets. I've also got ride. Yeah, you could just hop on. Great. Um. (laughs) (laughs) then it starts playing that music from the never ending story we can keep the polyp as a pet (laughs) oh god what if Falcor Falcor, the the luck dragon was a flying polyp and he was just lost all of his sanity when he got on the back of it (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I I say I'm not sure how much use I'm going to be in a fight in this particular situation so I'll head back up but there should be someone here just in case it all kicks off. We'll be fine. Are you sure you want to stay down here, Mitch? You'd probably be more useful uh, moving stuff back and forth. I mean, does someone else want to stay instead of me? We the, we only need two people down here, really. Me and no, the father. It's okay. I, I, I don't feel like... I don't want you guys to, to uh, you know, feel too... Uh, you know, alone. Oh, it's it, it's fine. We're never alone with the orb. No, really, Jack. It's fine. <laughs> he doesn't trust me. What's that all about? That's just rude. He's his player is learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Jack should come back with us then. 
Oh, my legs are too tired. <laughs> we're, we're fine. We can all split up into little groups. Yeah. Right. People who are returning, roll me your climb with a bonus dice. Climb. Climb. I will take my original roll. I am fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that. He don't need his bonus die. Ah, one person who was probably a base climb at the beginning of the session came back up as well. Hmm. It's nice that you're showing willing, but... <laughs> Oh dear. Right. So, Rebecca. Oh, yeah. I think you could double tick that, Rebecca. Cool. You are like Ultra Climb. <laughs> Deactivate gravity. Float. <laughs> I mean, cat. this is when you really wish you had Liza here because she would just be like, levitate everything. Yeah. That would have been ideal. But sadly, she ascended to become part of a gigantic force of un- the universe. You know. Chai climbs, Mateo climbs, Hugo. Hugo does not climb. No. Hugo falls. Hugo indeed does fall. Roll your constitution, Hugo. Mm. I'm okay. You take... 308 falling damage. Um, I chip it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you take two hit points of damage as you fall at the first rope. How? Everyone stops at the first landing and kind of peers down at Hugo, who's still on the landing. I'm fine. I just cut my knee. Anyone going to talk back to Hugo? Are you okay? Just, just to me. Are you sure? Um, I'm a, I'll, let me, I, I'll do some first aid on myself. Do you need any help? Are you sure let that's a good idea? The last time I used first aid on myself, I nearly died, apparently. I'm fine. You are fine, but this climb is slightly more daunting than you were expecting, Hugo. Mm. Do you want to go back? Uh... No, I'll keep going. Just, I'll... Uh, Roll the time again, Hugo. Well, well, too late, he's doing it. There we go. You will climb back up. It takes you about an hour to climb back up, and then you another, like, 20 minutes to scramble back up to the base camp. Uh, Mackenzie leads the way, gathering, telling you what supplies. He's leaving the tents here still. Um, but you're essentially gathering up as much food and water as you can, and then you're using ropes to lower it back down to each landing with a pulley system he um, he constructs. Ah, so so we're not just all getting back in the trucks and uh, leaving, leaving. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Unless any of you want to climb <laughs> trucks and drive out into the blizzard. Oh no, it's fine. The I guess snow we're... has stopped. I will point out there are still 
clouds above the desert, but the snow has currently stopped falling. That's good. Um, yeah, I uh, fetch all the stuff that people ask me to fetch. Hmm. Uh, for the return journey, uh, this time around, Mackenzie has block and tackles, and he sets up a pulley system so you can lower stuff down as a team. And once you've lowered it all down, you then all climb down. Everyone will climb one more time with two bonus dice this time because Mackenzie's had time to set up some more equipment. Please stop failing, guys. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, and I stopped technically failing. Uh, okay, I got one more bonus there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, twenty-four. Okay, twenty-six. That's a match. I I pass. Uh, sixty. So it ends up being sixty-one, which is a pass. Okay, you will climb right down. Um, hey. It, again, it takes you hours to do this. It takes you about another three hours to lower everything down. Uh, so during this three hours, uh, Jack, Jack, yeah, oh, you are awake. Jack, Mitch, and the Flinty Cake. What are you doing? Um, I said that we should establish some sort of camp here. So the first thing I do is knock Mitch unconscious with the orb. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. Of course, I, <laughs> I just give him a gentle, a gentle love tap when he's standing near the edge of the hole. I'm like, "Oh no, Mitch fell down. Come here, Father Edwardo." Uh, <laughs> um, I clear some of the debris away to make like a, a, a an empty space. We can set the tents that we didn't bring up in. Yep, you clear an empty space. You mm. set up your, your sleeping bags and your other equipment and food that you brought down. Mm. Roll your desert survival to set up a camp. So this is more your underground cavern survival, but, you know, I won't quibble. Yeah. We have a dash of polar survival on the side. Desert survival. There's too many survival skills. Did it roll? Yeah. Yay. You get a bonus dice, two bonus dice, because Mitch and Eduardo are there helping, I'm assuming. I'm going to take the two. Yeah, do, do, do we all roll Desert Survival? or yeah, Just one of you, and you, you're all helping. You're all giving your help to um, Jack. Well, you can all take it, because you're all helping out. Mm, dessert. Dessert Survival. Mm. It's not even survival, it's just dessert. Yeah, Jack, I can't help but notice you've rolled your dessert. Um <laughs> Well, you know, while I'm while I'm doing this, I'm also preparing an excellent souffle. Okay, well, yeah. um, <laughs> while this is happening, um, oh no, I, I guess after this is happening, I ask if they want to play cards while we wait. Um, I actually wanted to try and practice a harmless spell. I look very alarmed. Here, of all places. It's all right. It's only just casting a light. Okay, I say. I'm just going to go over there and check that the ropes are still okay. I went uh, quite far away from him. Uh, well, 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 really? Well, if we can save um, the use of our supplies, why not? 
by casting magic in front of Mackenzie. A bold move. He's not here. He went. He went up with the uh, other team, didn't he? Oh, he did. Yes, but I meant yeah. like when he's back and you're descending into the darkness. Your father Eduardo or something like, let there be light. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least it's fine intervention. It's fine. <laughs> uh, right, it's... All your hard intelligence to learn the spell. Well, if Mackenzie, if Mackenzie ever gets any lippy, there's the orb. I master the spell. Yeah, Father Eduardo reads some notes. He now knows how to cast that spell. Moonlight. Okay, Jack, what have you done? You've walked off to check on the ropes. Uh, I basically moved away so that so that when when his spell goes terribly wrong, I can I can be safe. Uh, do you cross back into the archive room you first walked through? Um, this sounds like you're trying to separate me from the others for some sort of trap purpose. So uh, well, you, no, you said you were going back to check on the ropes, and they're back. Yes, the I said room. that, but what I said and what I'm doing are different things. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to I just want to be out of the blast radius. You move back into the archive room, but don't go very far in. You're just like back off the ramp. When, when he said, "When he said, I just want to practice a harmless spell," I immediately assumed that like he's fucked. So. <laughs> Mitch, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of like well, setting up the camp with them lot. Um, I I guess I followed. I guess can't hang around at the entrance of the wow. away from like the father Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> I also have not had good experiences of when magic happens. Apart from that great time, I called some nice cooling wind. That went perfectly. Mm, yes, perfectly. I love. I hope Father Eduardo notices that when he said, "I'm just going to practice a harmless spell," everyone immediately just fucking. <laughs> well, at least now I know what to say when I just want some me time. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just clears out like it's a Wild West saloon. Um. Russet, remind me, if I was just to cast a regular spell that I already know, I have to obviously spend the MP and the um, sanity or whatnot. Is there another roll that has to be made, or do I just I just cast it? You also have to power roll. Power roll, okay. Casting spells requires power rolls. The first power. time you cast a spell, it's hard. After that, it's a normal power, unless there are other rules because of the weird spell. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, again, it takes about three hours, but after about three hours, the others arrive with the first batch of supplies and are like, oh, you lazy, not coming up with carry these. And you then carry everything from the um, uh, base of the, the rope ladders to the top of the spiral. Uh, remember, the um, you've essentially you've emerged onto this landing here outside of the first room and the uh, the ramp goes up and it goes down into the darkness and at, at intervals there are more landings like this with other archways essentially it looks like this on the left here ah a single helix a single helix descending into the darkness below so you have to of course you can only see about 
you know, a this certain distance. You can only see about three rotations of the ramp down before it disappears into the darkness. <clears throat> what is it about the ancient creatures that inhabited the earth before us and not putting lifts in? It did um, they all had magical flight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I can use my legs. I still want to travel later. It's true. Uh, I, sure. I can walk. I can still drive places, though. Yeah, the, 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 the ancient race of Yith had, um, you know, other advantages to get to different floors. But most Maybe of their machinery is broken. Maybe they were entire, entirely spherical. Maybe and portals. They just opened a portal. They bent time and space to where it needed to be. Yeah, I mean, when you can whip, you, when you can project your mind through time and possess someone else's body, it's it's like nothing to open a portal to the lobby and just wander through that. They might yes. build this stuff at all. Just <laughs> it's the fire escape. It's the it's the maintenance ramps for when the portals are down. <laughs> Look, well, I mean, it's not fair because, like, whenever we open like a portal for something useful, it's like, oh no, it's destroyed all time and space. Well, there, uh, it's like, oh, I'm just using it to get some milk from the fridge because I'm going to be bothered getting up. <laughs> Maybe it's we because are. we're not masters of portals. We got we got them tiny brains. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, you can't think in the 19 dimensions you require to hold the portal coordinates in your brain. Um, I am still here. You have gathered again. You have set up a camp with all of your supplies and food. It's probably time to sleep. So we probably don't need watches, right, in this uh, abandoned structure with mysterious animals that we don't know anything about? Yeah, nothing will be down. I mean, we do. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I mean, we do. We, pro- we, do. we very much do need them. Well, I, I had a lovely night's sleep in a jeep last night. So, how about I take I take the last watch? I'm exhausted, so I'm not going to take watch. I need to sleep. So, who's taking the first watch? We've lost Bill. Who have we lost? Chai. Chai. Yeah, I said I was. Yeah. Yes, Charlie's oh. taking the first watch. Plenty said we've lost someone, but no, no, one... I didn't. Oh, that's what it came through as. Oh, I, I, I thought. Oh, I, I, sorry, I was saying it sounded like we'd lost your voice for a second, Russet. But yeah, obviously you're fine. Ah, confusing. All right, we need, we need one more watch. Uh, I guess I can do the last. How one. about How about Mateo? He didn't take part in any of the shenanigans last night. Um, you're going to take a watch to see whether or not some evil monsters sneak up on you in the dark? I thought I wasn't here. You're all back by now. Oh, sorry, I got confused about time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, right, um... Yeah, I'll take a watch. I, I I would actually like to take a watch. Okay. Okay, as people are gathering to go to bed, are you performing the ritual of the orb? I'm not touching that thing tonight. You, 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 know, <laughs> no, what, you know what? Yeah, uh, maybe not tonight. Maybe, maybe tomorrow night. 
You have a night off from the orb. <laughs> I'm going to... You know those, you know those curved things you can get to pick the dog ball up off the ground without having to bend down. I'm going to get one of those and then just like boop the orb on people with it when they. <laughs> hey, guess what? You've got no power. Oh, if you were in my living room right now, I'd give you your grabby claw uh, stick. Yeah. Oh, I need the claw. You could, you could boop people with that around the table. Okay, Chai, you're on the first watch. Roll me your watching things with your. Keen eyes. A watch. It's quiet. It's unearthly still. There's no wildlife down here. The breeze that blows up from the darkness is constant. It never changes. Flowing past you and through the archway into the ruined um, archive room behind you. Whilst everyone's asleep, would you like to go and search for more treasure? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I mean, it's it's clearly perfectly safe here. Those creatures must come this way very, very infrequently, and everyone's asleep. And there's like you could go down the ramp a bit, up the ramp a bit, find some more treasure, or you could still search the room behind you, the room you came through from the rope ladders. It's bound to be more treasure in there. Oh, your one weakness: letting the whole party down. <laughs> yeah, I do. Where are you searching? Up the ramp, down the ramp, or back in the room behind you? Uh, if anywhere's gonna come anything from, I suspect it's gonna be from down. So I'm gonna go down. Then I can just say, I was just scaring ahead while keeping watch. Yeah, good plan. Good plan. You head down the ramp. Do you take a kerosene lamp with you? Yes. You head down, the lamp lighting your way as you descend into the dark, dark, dark. The first ramp, uh, the first, um, like, balcony with a fountain. Well, you think it's a fountain. It looks like a fountain. Uh, The archway is completely collapsed. There's no way in whatever this room was. The crystal walls have fallen, and it's just full of jumbled mess. Uh, Roll your spot hidden. The arch two archways down, maybe about a ten minute walk around the ramp is clear. Uh I break into a quiet jog. Yeah, it only takes you about five minutes to jog down there. Um it uh, another arch opening like the one you came through. It's another archive room, the long pillared col- column um racks of metal with the doorways. Most of them appear to have been wrenched open and smashed. Uh, But you can descend inside if you like. I do. Roll spot hidden. Uh, Unlock that. Okay. Uh, You find a couple of um, a couple of the um, closed hieroglyphic covered panels that haven't been ripped open and you open them and you find two more of those um, metal tablets okay covered in hieroglyphs so i just put a times three on the one i've already got yeah and then you are distracted uh the far wall of the um tower is clear 
as you're shining your light around it, you suddenly realize your light is going through the um uh the wall and you wander up to have a look. Because you are somewhat a drawn towards it. I dim the light a bit to do while I do so. So I've just brought you to a new plane, Greg, so I can just quickly draw what you were seeing in a better view. So if you imagine that you are in the spire here. Mm-hmm. So the ramp goes up the middle and you're yep. in a little room that has come off here. Mm-hmm. So this wall is clear and you can see out. Yep. Above you, you see, you can just make out the roof of a cavern, like oh. a rock wall, and peering up the, the green crystal wall, uh, walls of the spire you're in, uh, you know, they go through the roof of this, the rocky roof above you. Mm-hmm. And the spire itself drops down below. Right, okay. Like it just drops away into the darkness. But down below, you can see two things. The first thing you can see is this. Dimly lit in the gloom. A massive underground cavern full of dimly lit, gently gleaming, dark buildings. You might want to look at your screen, Craig. Yeah, I am peeking up. <laughs> that is pretty impressive. Trying to read Craig's expression. Is it glee? <laughs> My treasure gland is pulsing. <laughs> It's mostly dark like that, but there is a network of lights you can see, oddly. Oh, no, stop. Um, Let me see. Craig, if I move you here. Mm -hmm. So from where you're standing, looking down at the the city, Mm -hmm. can you see that? Can you see the little lines of light? Yep, I can see that. Well, black lines, if, if that's meant to be light, then sure. But you can, can I... see the, the, the brown and black lines with the blue edging. The, it's a brownish background with black lines and like little Klingon symbols. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I make a sketch of that to take back to everyone else? Because that's like, that's like I'm, where I'm seeing the lights in the city, right? Yeah, they're kind of like streets in the city that are illuminated by chains of light. The rest of it is darkness. So the only reason you're being able to see any of that picture... Is because of the light pollution from that. You can see the light pollution. It literally looks like chains of lights, almost like street lights along certain streets that are illuminated. Mm -hmm. Uh, You, for reference, are somewhere about here. In the the tower you're currently in is like here. Can you see that pinging? Uh, no, I can't actually see the pinging. Oh, that's because that bit isn't a loop. Uh, if I... Is that revealing? Yeah. No. I see nothing. Why is this not working? There we go. All right. Where you just said that square is where we are. Yeah, so you're, 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 the tower you're currently looking out from is here. 
and it looks out over the city that way. Yeah. And you can see those lines of light. So obviously there's buildings in the dark patches that are just not illuminated. Mm-hmm. But that's what you can see. Okay. Uh, this is a point then where I will go straight back. So I, if there's light down there, that might mean there are people and things that might have observed me up here. So I almost completely shutter my lantern immediately on seeing that and beat a hasty retreat. You return to camp. Everyone is, you've been gone for maybe 40 minutes. Everyone's still asleep or murdered in their beds. They're murdered not in the beds. Murdered in the beds. Continue my watch. They're all wrapped up in blankets. And then for the second watch, you wake up. Who was doing the second watch? I was I doing the was last Mateo. watch. Mateo's second. Oh, was it me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Chai wakes you up after about three hours mm-hmm. and reports she hasn't... Well, what do you say to him, Chai? Uh, I did see some things, but I'll tell everyone about it in the morning. But so far, nothing has come up. Okay, uh, what, what do you mean, what did you see? I saw some lights. Some lights? I'll give you more detail in the morning. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. I feel like that detail might be relevant now. It's, it's right, the next right, one. Right, way down below. It, it's fine. Just, just screech if you see anything come up. Alright, keep an eye on lights. Chai wraps up in her blankets and sleeping bag. <laughs> Very strange approach. Yeah, I saw something, but I'll keep you in suspense. Have a good watch. <laughs> <laughs> good night out there. Oh, come on! It's just it's just a little bit of traditional clickbaiting. You won't believe this one weird monster that came by. Way. <laughs> Doctors hate him because he eviscerates you. <laughs> okay, uh, Matteo, are you just hanging around the camp for your watch? Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going. Out wandering. That's not my my plan. Roll me your spot hidden. Um, spot hidden. Okay, here we go. One sec. Spot hidden. Where? Where did you go? The sheet. Just gotta not. Hang on a sec. It's being very weird. Okay, it's opened up now. Right, spot hidden. Just got to not roll 100. That's all i got to do here. <laughs> there we go. Trying. Anyone else, and that would have been bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, your watch passes uneventfully, really. It's quiet. Um, there's various snoring noises from the others. Uh, I snored like a Banshee. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is quiet and peaceful and nothing really disturbs you. Cool. What we like. And then you wake um, Jack up. Uh, I explain that there was a quiet watch, uh, but Chai 
seem to see some lights far down below, possibly. So keep an eye out for maybe lights from below. Lights um, from below. Mm. And and that was all she said. Yes. And you thought that was fine? No, not at all. But she wanted, didn't want to say any more about it. Did did she say that it was one weird trick? <laughs> no, it was it was really unusual behaviour. Not very reassuring at all. <laughs> um, oh, good. Well, at least the orb will help us sleep more. Hmm. Um. I sit in the middle of camp and I look at things. Well, a spot hidden. Whew. Whoa! Do you know what? I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it is, I see it. And here I'm half expecting you to all be like, and now I orb them all! Uh, it's pronounced Albemarle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your watch watch passes uneventfully. You see no lights from below. Hmm. I um, I, I just wander around like like I have a look at Chai while she's asleep. You know, just in case she's been polyped or whatever. She seems okay to you. Hmm. She's all curled up in her blankets, snoring. I, uh, I tie some yo-yo string around the orb so I can just be like, boop, onto them while I'm asleep. Uh, uh, no, no. Okay, everyone you boop with the orb needs to make a power check. I'm not booping anyone with the orb. There will be no more power checks today. And anyway, we all know if he actually did that, you would say, roll your luck, and if it went bad, it would go, boop, out of the string and fall all the way down. Oh, we're it- going all the way down, baby. It would, it would, and I don't think the law will survive that fall. It's magic, it's ill survive, it's fine. Magic things only survive when you don't want them to. Yeah, that's true. Now, now, you wanted to destroy the Seth death, death Gear Simulacra. Yes, um, but we don't the to do that. Uh, I, I help myself to a midnight snack to keep my spirits up. You have an You're not hot, late. And in the morning, you wake everyone up when it's been about eight hours since they all started going to sleep. Everyone's magic points are restored to normal. Yay! Everyone's hit points are back to normal. Yay! Everyone's sanity is at minus 30. No. no! Lose a whole bunch of sanity at once. Wait, minus 30? Great, it's gone up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. uh, you've all got up. Uh, Mitch, would you like to cook a breakfast? Of course I would. You have a, like a gas or, or a kerosene burner that you can cook on. Roll a cooking the breakfast. Okay, breakfast. Okay, Chai, everyone is sitting around breakfast having warm mugs of tea and some bacon sandwiches that Mitch has whipped together. Mmm, this is some lovely breakfast, Mitch. Mm. I made the bacon myself. It barely tastes of any scrotum whatsoever. (laughs) 
You did wonder why Mitch was bringing down live boars overnight. <laughs> anyway, I've got a little bit of a confession to make. I thought last night, while taking my watch, considering there had been a blizzard upstairs, meaning nothing would really be coming from there, and considering we've got people down below, potentially, who are our rivals, I did a little bit of scouring ahead while I didn't have all of you guys tromping along with me. And I found down below there's one of the rooms on the balconies which is still intact. And through it, there's actually a fucking window where you can see down. And there's a down window. It's not so much a down window as a window where you can then see out across the whole gulf of a giant chasm. Big cavern. So like a skylight. I'm not sure if it's quite the right terminology, but either way. Round light. I feel like I feel like the sort of window is irrelevant. Let's move on. <laughs> no, no, we must we must debate this. The entire city down there, and it looks like nothing I've ever seen before. I I look, I look unconvinced. Well, you can look as unconvinced as you want, Hayden. I say, looking at one. <laughs> there you go. But the kicker is there is like a network of lights all lit up down there. So, I, can can I sketch out the pattern that I saw? Just in case they're not on now. Uh, you can sketch out the pattern of lights you saw. Okay, I, I do this. So it was like it'll be a bit more clear, maybe, but I'm pretty sure it was following like streets down there. Do you want to just take them down and show them, Chai? Uh, well, not just yet, because I want to be warning them clearly of what we're seeing, just in case we need to, you know, darken all of the fucking lanterns so that we make sure we're not spotted from below when we go by a window, because that would suck. And that's muted himself, but still managing to t- make tag typing sounds. I'm confused. Someone else typing. No, I, I, was, I was typing. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> Ash clearly typing there. Typing loud enough to come through on Peter's mind. What? <laughs> okay, uh, Chai has just revealed this information that she's found a window that lets you look upon the cavern. While I was virtuously risking my life by doing some exploration for us. Some well, while, you, while you abandoned the group during the watch to go and look <laughs> no, no, for things. I exploring in such a way that I could keep doing my watch while scouting for the team with complete altruism. Potato, potato. potato. <laughs> <laughs> up, up the chasm whilst you were in a room. Hey, at least I didn't just go, so, I've got enough loot to probably make off like a king. So long, chaps, to the so if we, if, we, if we were to rifle through your possessions now, we wouldn't find any new stuff at all. We don't go rifling through possessions now, do we? That's <laughs> the one who did it first. <laughs> hey, I didn't do any possession rifling. Oh, no, I just... did. <laughs> Oh, she was hunting for the silver key. Oh, dear. Ah, I'm just getting, 
The can be found. Well, should we go and have a look at this thing then after breakfast? I think so, but like I say, we should probably make sure that we be very careful with light sources. We don't want to be spotted from below. Well, the light, the lanterns all have shutters on. We can shutter them and okay. only have enough light for us to see, like in a small area around us. We'll figure it out. I'm just on the being way down. really insistent about it, so the GM can't go. Ha ha! We saw your lights. I think that goes shameless metagaming if we want to. Uh, no, I would have done that. I would have been like, oh, they see a light and and up in the pillar. Hey, Chai leads the way down uh, two floors to another um, opening and into another one of those rooms. It's got the long metal racks with the hieroglyphic doors that have all been wrenched off. Like they were like bookcase covers. They they look somewhat like bookcases that have um, doors on, but the doors were solid metal with hieroglyphs on. But most of them have been ripped off. But on the far side, there is a... Um, bring Craig back to everyone. Come back to us, Craig. Um, I, I made this page just to show what you're seeing. So this is the ramp you've come down in the middle. And you've come out into a side room here. Right. So you're standing on the floor here. This whole outer wall is like just see-through crystal hmm. above it you can see what's clearly the roof of a cavern that the pillar you're in goes up through the roof so, you know you've come down the spiral ramp through that roof and what you can see spread out through the window gleaming in the darkness is this Ooh. big fuck off sea well, it is the city of the great race. That's big. The city of Nakotas is spread before us. Yeah. The only reason you can see it in this sort of dark relief is because there is, if I just move you to the right page, there are strings of lights, as um, Chai explained. Can you see the little inset of the picture in the bottom yep. right corner? Yeah. Or just. A little bit, yes. Yeah, very yeah. dark. Yeah, it is very dark. But yeah, um, you can see, like, weeding down, like, what you think are avenues or streets between some of the buildings mm. are the lines you can see that are lit. Mm. And they look like incandescent. You can't see what they are, but they do look like street lights. Like, someone has lit certain streets and other streets are still in darkness, and most of the buildings are in darkness. And the column that you're walking down clearly rises up through the cavern roof, whereas most of the other strange buildings you can see don't quite reach the roof of the the building. I wonder if the lighting is Huston's work. Mm. That's what I was worrying about. It makes more sense than it being something that's lasted this long from an ancient race. I mean, if they yeah. were everywhere, I'd say it's... Uh... The ancient race. It's the ancient race, but because there's only half a dozen. It must be. I mean, yes. I mean, don't be ridiculous. You've got you, something could not have lasted that long. It must be our friend. I say, eyeing, <laughs> eyeing Mac. <laughs> our friend down there must have put those up. Let's so kill how him. How far away is that? Um, distance-wise, you reckon you are still. 
six odd kilometers above the city. Jesus. Just just gauging the distance of what you can see and how far away the they're literally like tiny little sparkling lights in the distance, illuminating some of the buildings. And because it is so dark, obviously you've got your eyes are compensating for the light you can see. You are still about five or six kilometers up this tower. Can I see any more details if I use a pair of binoculars? Um, you need to roll me a hard spot hidden. Okay, I will try. Boom. I need to look at my map of Nakotas. Why don't you just send us the map of Nakotas? I nearly did earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you did. Uh, you can make out two things, Chai. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I need my map of Nakotas on the same page as you guys, but that's okay. I made a handout of it, so I can just open it. That's handy. A handy handout. Right, I'm going to label this GM map. <laughs> do not GMAP. Please do not distribute. Pop out. There we go. Right. Okay. So you can make out several things, Chai. Mm-hmm. There is a. Uh, how do I mark these? Uh, how do I mark this? Um, I guess I could draw a little squares. You do like squares today. Well, I've only got a square tool. There isn't any. Uh, other uh, uh, you can uh, make out what you think is. Um, there's a plaza here, and you can make out what you think are. Um, um, I hate to burst your bubble. I can't see any squares appearing. Ah, there's a ping. A ping. Right. You don't see that square. I saw a ping. You're drawing it in black. Square, but I saw a ping. Oh, I couldn't see your pings because your colour's fucking black on black. <laughs> oh, I changed my colour for whilst I was um, drawing the black squares and forgot to change it back. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, that's better. I can see it now. Oh, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's your, oh, I see your little, your tiny little grey kind of black square now as well. Now, this is really, really distant and really tiny to your view, but you think it's a, some sort of man-made wooden building. What, on the plaza? Yeah. Uh, that's about the only thing you can make out from this. Yeah. Because obviously th- there's lots of buildings and structures around it. Um, so you can't really make out exactly what everything is, but that th- that stands out because it's really well illuminated and it's in the middle of a large open space. Okay, now I can see that clearly. I, I draw everyone else's attention to it and offer the binoculars around to kind of point it and go, oh, yeah, there it is, oh, building, oh, you know, all that good stuff. Is that how you say it? Yeah, exactly like that. What are we looking at? 
I see. I, I hit you until you regain the ability to talk. <laughs> You're not a clanger. <laughs> Uh, that was one of your favourite games. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I still love how Craig was all like, I need the book to be able to talk. And they Fuck go, Fuck you. Here's the book of you. And Craig was like, I need Fuck the book. Fuck all y'all. The rituals. Uh, I don't think that game is recorded, is it? Assholes. A lot of you. It was. If it if it was, I'm going to delete it. <laughs> anyway, that's what you can all see from out of this tower of glorious wonders. So what was it, Chai? could see some kind of wooden structure. There's a plaza way, way out, which is really well lit up, and on it is a man-made wooden structure. So that's clearly where Huston and his quats are. <laughs> uh, this is all great, but how the hell are we going to get there? This might also help, as it's an unlabeled map. So you are in the at the near the nine. cabin roof at the building labeled nine. Yep. That's near three, or is it that intersection between three and the other? Um, the um, the wooden building is sort of in between four and five. Oh, four and five, okay. Of course, remember, the empty space, there's these massive crystal towers that loom out of the city, but the space in between is just covered in ruined, abandoned buildings. Yeah. Oh, now that we've, now that we've got the two maps, I feel a little bit like I'm playing a puzzle game. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you played Mist, you tell me. <laughs> well, I hope you bought the booster key. Oh I tried to play the original Mist fairly recently, and I'm pretty damn certain it's just failing to render half of what <laughs> needs to play. Oh, that would be an excellent puzzle game that make, makes itself harder by not drawing half of the things <laughs> that you need. You, you really need to kind of play the uh, remastered real Mist 3D version. That they've updated to run on modern computers. See, it was a it was a Steam version, so I assumed it was, but maybe it wasn't. Oh no, Steam will happily sell you a game that doesn't actually work on your system. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, I I, I got the I got the Command and Conquer Ultimate pack uh, on oh, Origin the other day, and um, uh, I tried to play Red Alert Two, a twenty-one year old game, <laughs> and it took me four and a half hours to make it work on Windows Ten. Uh, and the best advice I got beforehand was just run it in a Windows XP virtual machine. <laughs> wow. It'll work then. <laughs> I did like how you said it when you put it on quick mode, the AI beats you in two minutes. Oh, yeah. Could, yeah. If you, if, you, if, you, if you tell it that it can run at the speed the computer runs at, you know, like as fast as possible, um, it, it will just fucking thrash you. It's just waves of enemies because it can click about a million times a second while it's, while it's building shit. So you, like, you, you put the camera on the enemy base and you just see all these structures popping up, all these tanks moving towards you. You're like, oh, I'm so fucked. It beat me in two minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> on easy. 
Probably the only way to compete with that is the way that I play Crusader Kings 2, or 3, which is if ever anything twitches practically on screen, I'm like, pause, evaluate. (laughs) (laughs) Playing Crusader Kings 3 with Craig is like, yep, we've played for six hours and we've done five seconds of gameplay. That bad. <laughs> not that bad. Anyway, you're all pressed up against this window, looking at this magnificent cavern of gloriousness. I, 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 I kind of, uh, I, I give an apologetic look to, uh, to, uh, Cray, to uh, what's the Cray, what's your character's name? Try his character to try and go. Oh, okay, there is a big city. <laughs> mode. Smug <laughs> mode. <laughs> all right. Uh, out of character, I think we're going to need to build a pair of blinkers for Mackenzie. <laughs> I mean, he's there with you seeing this. It's yeah. just a big archaeological find. It's amazing. Yeah. No, no, no. But the second that counter, the one we're talking about, goes from zero to one, he's useless to us. True. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so no, what we- all it is is a massive underground city, and he's like, like those legends. He, he, he likes those legends about the aboriginals of Australia being like their civilization crashed and fell back into the Bronze Age. They must be true. If they built all of this beneath the desert, maybe. Yes, that's what we're here researching, I say unconvincingly. Well, I, I said you want to get the scoop on your competition to get this back to the universities. This is the find of a centuries. I mean, there are geological. Um, records that show that the desert wasn't a desert originally. About 600 years ago, there was a massive climate change that turned it into a desert from, like, um, fertile grassland. Um, At least that's what they currently believe. So I guess that change must have ruined this civilization's farming capacity and they, they crashed back into the Bronze Age. You're remarkably well informed. Because I don't know anything about the history of Australia. Is that actually a thing, or is it pure HP Lovecraft? Yeah, the world used to be hotter and weirder. Like Antarctica was was warm at one point, and then it got cold. It's like, for example, the number there, 600 years, it seems geologically really close to our time period. It's one of the things that they believe at this in 1925. Right, okay. The actual geological time period between it being a lush grassland and a desert is about 6,000 years. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, 600 is probably wrong because that was like, you know, the, the Roman Empire that yeah. <laughs> might have jotted that down. Oh, by the way, the world suddenly got a lot colder. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's one of those things where, like, you know, they've got the right idea, but they have no idea of the timescales involved. Yeah, mm. They don't have the science yet to actually do the, you know, carbon-dated geological shenanigans because the, the the mistake they made is obviously the fossil record in the desert looks a lot younger than it really is because there's less of it mm. because for the last six thousand years it's just been sand and that doesn't really form much of a fossil record no. so once you dig down under the sand and you get to this actual sediment layers you're, you're several thousand years in the past yeah mm. but yeah so Mackenzie is like wow we're going to be like the most famous people in the world. <laughs> yes, we club. 
Uh, uh, no, our character, I'm seriously thinking that maybe we need to send him up to watch the cars. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. We can just punch him. No, if 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 he go if he goes from zero Cthulhu mythos to one Cthulhu mythos, he's useless to us. And then we need to find another virgin. No question. How much power have we actually got stored in the lure at this point? Oh, hang on, I I didn't do the maths after the orgy of orb earlier. I need to add some stuff up. Talk amongst yourselves for however long it takes me to do maths. I will go to the toilet whilst you do maths. It's not that long. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking at the picture of Narcotus and I'm wondering why there is like one or two trees on top of the mountains. Uh, I'm not sure they are trees. They could be almost any sort of technological thing. Actually, no, they do sort of look like trees. I take it back. They <laughs> like large conifers. Yeah. They were really into Christmas <laughs> six million years ago. Mm. Oh, don't forget, your lure has a permanent 11 power in it now. Oh, I, I hadn't forgotten. Uh, okay, so it's, so doing the maths, it's got 32 power in it, not excluding all that juice that came from Nido. Thank you, Nido. Uh, so it's got, it's got 43 power, which wow. is al- almost, there, almost, yeah, yeah no, because uh, I've, been, I've been topping it up every so often, if you know what I mean. <laughs> We're at least two days away. From, well, we could actually... Hmm. It could take us a while to get down there, so we've got some time. Yeah, we just got to convince people that bapping them with the lure of Nyarlathotep is is still cool. But that means we still need fifty-seven power. Yes. Okay. And also the blood of an innocent man. The thing is, can we just do it here? Peter, Peter's right behind you. He's right behind you. Run. Yeah. Run. It's all right. He. he... Goes away if you just ignore him. If you just ignore him. <laughs> right. So you could, in theory, send um, Mackenzie, but he is your guide after all. He's not going to be much use in the archaeology that apparently you guys are all experts in. Uh, for just a moment, there is a flare of purple light out of the centre of the city, around about here ish. Oh, hang on, I'm not looking at it. On the illuminated map. Oh, yeah. Uh, around about eight, the, the strange conical pillar of eight suddenly just flashes into bright purple light and the whole cavern is suddenly illuminated for a moment. Buildings. And for just a second, you see several things flying above the buildings in small groups of like three or four. Um, they seem to be avoiding the illuminated streets. They're all over dark, you know, dark buildings and dark avenues, and then the purple light dies away again. Cool, 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 cool. Were they polyps? You can't really see because it only lasted a couple of seconds. They're not going to be helicopters, are they? Uh, must have been bats. I say loudly. <laughs> must have been bats. When you say when you say it must have been bats, I bang your head against the glass. <laughs> no, no, it's good that he's saying something like that. McKenzie yeah. needs to think that. I know, but it was so stupid. <laughs> Whoa! Look at the size of them bats, and how polypular they are. No, 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 no. They're just bats, which are much closer than they appear. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> 
Silly me. Um, I thought I thought they were giant bats far away. They're actually regular sized bats up close. Um. Yes. No. I was. Uh, I was just gonna say what. What could that be? What What could that have been? Uh, something that the other team are doing down there that it shouldn't be. Yes. Uh, must be. Um. Oh, Mackenzie, would you mind just going? back to the camp for a second. I think I left my radio there. Well, you'll persuade. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was desperately thinking of something. The only thing that came to mind was spoon. (laughs) 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 Oh, thank you. I I needed this for this. Scrape, scrape. I'd have to persuade him, but it's an employee. <laughs> yes, but it doesn't work for you. Technically, Mateo is in charge. Uh, where's Persuade? Oh, there's Persuade. I'm going to spend three luck, so he fucks off. Um, yeah, he, he will go back up to the camp. Um, we're going to need to come up with a proper plan. We probably want a, another food dump at the bottom of this pillar because six, six kilometers, five kilometers, we can walk that in about five hours. Um, not five hours, like two hours, maybe hmm. two and a half hours. If we just if we ignore the other rooms on the way down, he suggests we probably want to build another supply dump at the bottom. He'll go and start inventorying our supplies. Heads back up. He'll find your radio. Hmm. Actually, he might have to go all the way back up to the cars. If we want a working radio system, we're going to need the repeater. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you go, you go. Look, if we brought the radio for now, go on, fuck off, go, go, shoot. Oh, and you could also bring back some nice. Uh, I've got some sausages in the uh, storage thing. You can get those as well. <laughs> oh, well, eat sausages. Go, go away, Mackenzie. The grown-ups need to talk. <laughs> Mackenzie has gone back up. Right. What are we doing about him? I say. Um. You could it just get in. Really <laughs> now I'm not going to say it. it's not in character. <laughs> but maybe we need to actually make him be unconscious for a, the duration of the rest of this. Uh, How can we do that safely? I just get him to hold the orb. <laughs> Mackenzie, does this taste like fentanyl to you? <laughs> if you get me close to him while he's sleeping... I think I can probably make him stay asleep for quite a long time. <laughs> you mean that's, that's what you just murder. sounded like. Everything you say is more and more terrifying. You know that, right? <laughs> like, like you, nothing you've ever said is reassuring or convincing. You understand that, correct? I smile even wider at what you say. Whenever... Whenever you say something, it's like it's like opening a portal to a nightmarish parallel world. I can't help it. <laughs> Look, we can just tell him to guard the trucks. We don't have to sedate him. How do we get him to give us blood? Um, and why happens if something attacks him whilst he's just on his own guarding the trucks? Well, if he's unconscious up there, that's going to be worse. He'll just eat him. That would be worse, yes. We would have to just come up and find his legs and maybe we can wring a few drops out of them. But 
If he's up there guarding the trucks, and we're down here poking around, and the polyps decide to go up to the surface, and, you know, fucking buzz the tower by him, effectively. Sorry, decide to go what? <laughs> if, if Decide to, you know, just fly up close to him, and even just pass on by, that's it. He's been exposed to mythos at that point. What? Okay, okay, quick question. The thing you're wanting to do, it involves... Do we actually even need to interact with these people? I thought the whole point of your no, scheme is that we don't interact with these people. We set up, we're definitely within 10 miles. So we set up the little thing and then we run away. Are we? You are forgetting part of your mission, Hugo. I have probably forgotten part of the mission. You have to put up the Eye of Light and Darkness, which means you need to ascertain where their temple to Nyarlathotep is. Uh, you are six kilometers above right now. This is a cavernous city. What is to say that that's the only layer? the one you can currently see. It could go deeper. Secondly, the bad guys are digging up ancient alien technology to build some sort of evil wibbly machine. You kind of need to stop them from doing that. True. Well, but... when you continue digging up ancient alien technology, oh dear, they can't summon the Arthotep here, but they can ship the ancient alien technology elsewhere in the world. True, but the sooner we get the eye down, like that sorts out needing to keep Mackenzie away from all of this, and then we just continue, and that bit is done. The yeah, only thing we don't know is if this is a good place to put it. The problem being, as soon as we get the eye down, if we do it close enough to actually work and cause them an inconvenience, they're immediately going to be going, What the fuck, mate? Stu, can't use our fucking dark powers anymore. What's going on? And that's a great time for us to be heading their way when they are at a disadvantage. I would rather us be heading immediately their way at that point. Mm. Or even, dare I say, before, because then they have no warning that we're there. I agree. Mm. Does mean we've got to be quite sneaky when we're there. Exceedingly. Mm. Good job, we all have the stealth skill. Oh, wait. Clang. But what, you know, when he comes back, what happens if we have an accident and he gets blinded? Jesus Christ, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I'm the terrifying one. I mean, hey, guys, guys, we're killing him anyway, right? No! no. <laughs> oh. We're just bleeding him a little bit. Like, oh. I mean, like, I mean, I mean like we could thimble. just give him a new razor. <laughs> <laughs> we only need like ten drops of blood, right? Yeah, something like that. One drop. Oh, I thought it was all of the blood. You didn't say. I mean, you don't go <laughs> no, by this half is, measures. This is Pirates you? of the Caribbean style, okay? <laughs> just what say we kill her and spill all her blood, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> well, you know, maybe just a little bit of heavy. Heavy metal poisoning makes you go blind for a day or two. Why do you know that? <laughs> You're a cook. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I want the afternoon off, so you know it's um, it's thallium <laughs> in all the uh, in all the desserts. I have a concern. 
Yeah, I have many. many. I like that we've, we've discussed this for a solid hour. We have no conclusion on what we should do. Well, we keep going then, because I guess the bottom could be closer and still a good mm. place to put it. But we still need to find the temple and anything else of interest. Those are the two most important things, finding finding the temple and finding where they're digging up these relics and stopping them. Mm. It's a shame no one has a judgment of Grand Cross. <laughs> that would be that really good right now. Uh, would it? Would casting a spell which causes a volcano to appear while you're inside a big cave be a good idea? It would be amazing is what it would be. Run back up the ramp, everyone. <laughs> oh no, the ramp's gone. <laughs> I can hypnotize him. <laughs> it's the best shot we got. <laughs> judgment of Crancos time. Look, last time you cast the judgment of Crancos, it was inside an active city with a living population. <laughs> the million-year-old ruin is probably slightly more fragile than Shanghai. Bear in mind, considering it summons. The volcano, and a volcano by definition pretty much has to come up through the crust. We could actually cast it on the surface and have the same effect. Oh, you sweet summer child, could yeah. I wouldn't fuck with this somehow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Back what are you doing? Are you going to climb down the ramp? Okay, I think we said we put up another base camp nearer the city. Yes, onward. Um, I really think we need to decide what we're doing with uh, with Mac though before we press yeah, on yes. because yeah. uh, I, I think I think we should tell him to wait wait here at Camp One. I just don't yeah. think leaving him conscious is a good idea. Something will come along. We, we had flare be- guns, right? We used flare guns before. Yeah. Flare so we oh, that's that's it. That's the solution. We give him a flare gun, and if anything distressing happens up here, flare. It'll and let then everyone... it's too late. He's already seen the distressing <laughs> thing, and he's useless to us. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, if anything nasty comes up here, and he's unconscious, it's just going to eat him. <laughs> like we yeah, but out. there might be blood left. Oh, God. You can always just leave me with him. Like, every time you need me to. Oh, oh, I'm yeah, mad Chai knocks him unconscious for six hours, goes on a six hours looting spree, comes back and he's dead. Chai, uh... I've done enough looting at this point. Those tablets, I'm guessing, are not that light. Do we have um actually do we have anything in the um in the medical kit which would uh, like like heroin? We've probably got heroin. You've got heroin and opium. Well then we would we'll, we'll give him a dose of heroin when he's asleep. Spike his nightcap. See, the yes. difference here is that me using my my silly ninja powers probably is going to do less permanent damage to him than giving him a fucking heroin addiction. Look, look, we only need him to live a week or so more. Are we the baddies? <laughs> you were the baddies. Certainly oh, are. Look, look. Okay, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely ticking. Orono is pragmatic, not evil. pragmatic. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm just. I'm just explaining. Uh, that means I've got a bingo. 
Yeah. I guess we'll just have camp at the bottom and then Mackenzie could stay there and we can do all of the searching of the city and then work out where we need to be and hopefully not take too many years over it and then cast the thing. <laughs> you said right, that, that sounds like the idea. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, and I'm gonna just gonna me and Chai are just gonna like have a little chat whilst you guys are talking. Oh, and at some point we need to get blood. He has to do it live during the ritual. Yeah, the blood has to be fresh. Of course, it does. Okay. Right, we've got a plan then. Sounds like it. Oh, what is everyone doing? Uh, Mitch wants to talk to Chai quietly off to the side. Where's everyone else going? Are you heading back up to the original base camp at the top of the ramp? Yeah, I guess so. Hey, Mitch and Chai, you're trailing at the back of the group. Talk. Chai, do you really think it's wise keeping him conscious in this kind of place? I don't think it's the best idea ever, but... So... I think I think we have a little chat with him, and I think accidentally maybe just, and he falls asleep for a little while. The problem with that statement is when everyone else notices he's not awake anymore, and not- then they have to deal with it. But so what? What are they going to do? Fire us out of a cannon into cannon the sun. Into the sun. <laughs> I don't know what this group of people are actually capable of, Mitch. I've seen some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag are we the baddies. I've got this spell I know, something about a brood. If they cause any problems, I'll cause them problems. It's fine. Wait, wait, you have been saying that one of the options was to hypnotise him. Maybe you could hypnotise him into not being able... To yeah, know. but I think we use if we use spells at him, that's instantly going to make him unpure, right? So really, it's either drug real. him, huh? Not if he's not awake. I mean, if you do it bar one next to him while he's sleeping, I don't know. I've just having been with this group for a while. Every time we do these spells, for instance, I tried to call you down because you were having a fit of the the heat vapors. Suddenly. Australia's Antarctica. So yeah, I'm happy spell. to do the hypnotism spell if it works. I'm just wary that sometimes there's a few extra caveats and asterisks at the end of the spell, and that maybe a little bit of heroin, you know, never hurt anyone, did it? <laughs> Says the man who wasn't here for the prologue adventure. <laughs> yeah. And never a little bit of You know, or, you know, act, you just do a little bit of a judo chop. Oh, he doesn't seem to want to wake up. I wonder what happened. Look, no, it's just us two. No one else needs to know. The problem is, by definition, if they don't just close their eyes after we've done that, they're going to know. And you went and had a wander around a secret city whilst we're all asleep. They didn't even stir. It's up to you. I'm just saying, I agree with you. I don't think leaving him conscious is a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea, but I really want to be able to say I told you so to. 
It's like, I told you so. Oh, and by the way, we're all going to die and the world's coming to an end. <laughs> That's maybe a bit extreme. I think we'll still find a way to get around it, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's literally the end of the world if we screw up this one place. It's just going to be closer to the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we don't rock, rock the boat for a minute. I mean, I don't know about you. Mitch. Oh, no, we can't rock the boat. The two boats have sunk. We haven't got any boats left. <laughs> we are officially <laughs> out of boats. Point, we probably, <laughs> probably just not even talk about rocking boats. Okay, fair. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I think... One exploded. One got sunk to the bottom of a some kind of, like, yeah. I think we play it by ear. We wait and see what happens while we're transferring stuff down to a camp. If it looks like for a minute, even, while we're still around him, that something a bit woo is going to happen, then we go with jabbing a syringe into him and judo. Yeah, I'm going to keep one prepared next to me. I'm going to get some, prepare one from the first aid kit and just have it on my person and keep near him. And if I notice anything, I'll just... That sounds like a great idea. Just make sure it's not a lethal dose. Yeah. Oh, I bought I it. I have no idea what a lethal dose of heroin looks like, so this is completely on you. This is Peru all over again. <laughs> this is literally Peru all over again. Okay, I Google, don't... what what is a lethal dose of heroin? <laughs> no, no, it's fine, Hedgehog. I've got the, the rules here in Volume 1 all about heroin overdoses. Last time someone eyeballed a heroin overdose, they murdered Larkin. I've got a first aid of 50, right? So I've got a 50-50 chance of getting it right. That's... First aid usually covers, you know, bandages, plasters, burns, not heroin injections. Probably medicine for actually having a working knowledge of what that would do. It would indeed be... Medicine. See, what's going to happen is you're going to accidentally kill him, <laughs> uh, and then we're all going to be worried about the traitor in our midst. <laughs> the the blood is still usable for a few hours after death. Not for a twelve hour ritual. <sighs> Sorry, sunset to sunrise ritual. So yeah, about twelve hours. Anyway, we should catch up with everyone else. We're, we're, yeah. we're lagging behind. We catch up with the others. <laughs> we're just all standing in a circle around you like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you guys stopped walking ten minutes ago. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you guys stopped walking whilst we were raising our voices and having an argument. Uh... What if we give him heroin? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have recreational drug use on my uh, character sheet. <laughs> Oh, you will after this adventure is over. I mean, I am a sailor, so... Eye <laughs> of light and darkness. Where are you, Eye of light and darkness? Um... In Naomi's book. Oh, right, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see it's variable how much blood you need. Hmm. Mm. Exciting. 
Ah, so you, you can spend the whole trip down talking with Mackenzie about the benefits of circumcision. And, uh... <laughs> Gossip him. <laughs> right, you arrive back at your base camp at the top of the ramp. Mackenzie has packed stuff up, and he's packed up about half the food, half the water. He's got it already in people's backpacks to carry down. Rolling your luck, Flinty. Flinty! He's rolling it. I was listening. Oh, your camera's frozen, so it looks... Mackenzie hands you your Bible. Oh! I think that... um... The Google thing just uh, likes to freeze people's cameras, basically at random. Yeah. Where on earth did you find it, Mackenzie? Oh, it was in the uh, supplies of all the salt and pepper and condiments. How on earth did it end up in there? I don't know. Oh, well, regardless, thank you so much. You're welcome, Father. You did you find my sausages? It? Yes, I ate the sausages. They were lovely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how did you cook them? I turned the bone on. I'm in camp. I made a sausage sandwich. Thankfully, I made sausage sandwiches for everyone. (laughs) He hands out sausage sandwiches. They're not bad. I mean, I could have done better, but yeah, they're not bad. Let me have to teach you something sometime. Maybe, Mitch. They're sausage sandwiches. They're not hard to make. Anyway, um, so I've apportioned the supplies and everyone's gear. So if we head to the bottom of the ramp, judging on from what we saw from that window, and of course we've walked back up, I reckon we're about two, two and a half hours walking to get to the bottom of this thing. Sound reasonable. I think when we do set up the camp down there, we should do something to try and cover the camp. That makes sense. So, are we heading down? I believe so. <laughs> it's only been like an hour after breakfast at this point. Teachers down. <laughs> um, we must proceed onwards. We must. We must develop the plot. You start to descend. Yeah. Oh, that's Michelle. Yes. She's randomly walking in. I think she's gone now. (laughs) (laughs) If you see her, tell her hello from us. Hello from us. Sorry, I haven't actually seen her, but I just shouted because she's only outside. She didn't respond, so she clearly doesn't love us. I mean, that's fair. She has met us. Her dad's out there as well, so they're kind of mid-conversation while we just walking in. I think they're at the kitten containment room. Oh, I need to change my possessions so that my used book... to be the bathroom. I just looked. I've got fifty first aid, but only one in medicine. <clears throat> You're gonna kill him. 
Ah, so you know you know how to save someone after you know if they've got a heroin ad, uh, um, problem, but not to administer it in the first place. <laughs> well, are you? Oh, no, I can administer it. Of um, heroin, Foxby. Huh? Are you preparing a syringe of heroin in case you need it? It depends what skill I can use, right? If I use first aid, then yes. If I'm if I can after use medicine, then no. Uh, let, um. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Let, let, we'll give you a little metagaming assistance here. Uh, um, when the GM innocently asks if you're going to prepare a syringe of some powerful chemical or another, what he really means is, at some point in the future, I'm going to make you roll for accidentally stabbing yourself with this. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Look at his little yeah, weasel well. face. That's what that's like. <laughs> 1920 syringes, they don't, the leaders aren't attached. They're like a vial. And then you yeah, screw on the needle on the end, so you wouldn't. They're glass, so you can force crack it, the glass stabs into your leg, and then you get contamination into your bloodstream. He's got so many options. Look at his little, <laughs> look at his little weasel face, I'm just <laughs> saying. It's a first aid, but it must be a hard first aid to work out the dosage. Hmm... And the problem is, once you commit to rolling, not accepting the result is shameless metagaming of the <laughs> oh, can't back out of this now type variety. Yeah. I think I would kind of like know that I haven't got that great an understanding of medicine. And I probably, at this point... Maybe just ask around subtly during the next few hours, like who's got maybe a little bit more understanding and kind of come up with a, a viable reason. So you're, you're, you're just checking who's got the best medical knowledge? Well, I'm just, yeah, like maybe even like Mackenzie himself might have a good understanding of medicine. Mackenzie. Uh, understanding of first aid is worse than yours. Uh, roll your appearance, please, Fox and the Bees. Yeah, Mitch, as you're walking down the ramp, Mitch starts asking you all who's got the best medical skills. He's really concerned if another accident like the, uh, um... The, the uh, elevator shaft happens, and he seems really interested in knowing how much heroin is safe. It sounds to most of you that Mitch really wants to, like, shoot himself up with some heroin before going to bed. <laughs> um, people can make a hard first aid roll to be able to advise him. Yeah, go on. <laughs> there you go. Let's see, let's see, because, like, because, like, I'm I mean, technically, he's stealing it out of my supply bag. No, all of the first aid boxes have heroin in. It's a oh, standard okay. thing. I just stole your one just to steal your one. No, I didn't need it. I had my own. <laughs> okay, Eduardo, you know, but the moral question is, would you really tell him how much to use so he can shoot some into his arm before going to bed? You well, would probably discourage such use of recreational drugs, especially yeah. ones. Like, I mean, it, I could persuade him. Yes, but uh, he hasn't answered you yet, and you don't know whether he knows. 
I'm not sure whether that argument is valid, you know, in that day and age, because as I point out, it's a literal medicine as far as they're concerned back then. Mm. Yes, but it is also addictive, and Father Eduardo is a moral Christian, and unless, you know, he knows, so he could be like, I know, Mitch, if I need to use it in a medical emergency, I've got it covered, but not actually tell him, mm-hmm. not, not knocking it back himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, what was I going to say? I was going to say, I'm not sure, um, you know, unless it was a medical emergency, Mitch, I mean, we shouldn't really be using that stuff for, uh, you know, just trying to get to sleep. Um, oh, no, 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 Father, you you, mean, you have me, like, all wrong. It, <laughs> it's, it's just last time, right, we had these terrible, terrible accidents, and people, like, we didn't have the supplies ready, and it's such a, like, you know, a momentary decision needs to be made, and we're going into a really dangerous place, right? The dangers are unfathomable. But I can't even say the word. That's how bad it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm worried that it's just going to be, and then we're going to make the drugs, and it'll be too late. I don't have a heroin addiction. <laughs> desperately. Uh, you can roll me a hard persuade because you failed your appearance check, so you're really going to have to convince him. You can't prove nothing. Uh, Father Eduardo, you can roll your psychology. Yeah, he's he's really not convincing you right here. He clearly wants this heroin for something other than a medical emergency. Mm. You can't think what that might be other than personal use. Currently. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm really not sure, Mitch. I mean... You make a fair point about you know what happened last time with the elevator shaft, but uh, you know we're not we're not in that kind of scenario this time. And I I have faith in our group's abilities to defend themselves against uh, you know any adverse events. So, where if and when the time comes, I can advise. But I'm not I'm not sure we need to be, you know potentially uh you know um administering that kind of drug willy-nilly i understand your concern but i think it's best not to uh i mean i'm I'm not even a medical profession either i mean i can only advise and even then i may not be correct so i'd rather wait until the uh time arises but you're a doctor, aren't you? Doctor of theology, not that kind of doctor. <laughs> but now, Mitch, so, I'm afraid I'm just... I feel like, Father, we're making a mistake here. It's not... You can look at my arms. I haven't been using it myself. <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I, I don't... I don't... I'm not suggesting anything against you, but I just think it's better if we uh, you know, wait, wait until the time arises. I'm afraid for now, Mitch, you're going to have to maybe try again later. Uh, you continue walking down the ramp, spiraling into the darkness below. Uh, 
you pass balcony like landings as you go. Some of them are collapsed, others are open. But all of the rooms that are open do appear to have been trashed. Are you stopping to explore any of the side rooms, or are you just going to keep on climbing down? I say keep climbing. Keep yep. on trucking. That's a long way to go. You keep on climbing, and it takes you about um, two hours and, like... Oh, a rogue has left. Lost a rogue. He has been pushed into the chasm and plummets to his death. Farewell, betrayer Jack. Farewell. <laughs> of course, technically, he can still hear us, assuming his other computer is still connected. Farewell. The hedgehog is falling into the darkness. Oh, it's, we were nearly at two hours anyway, so... Yes, but we also pause until he comes back. That's okay. This leaves me with the ultimate power. <laughs> Chai, Operation Betrayer is go. Take them out. So Operation Betrayer around here. He's muted. Who is? Re- re-engage Hedgehog. Okay. Is everything fine? Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, um, we can't hear you. Still can't hear you. Now he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Small fish, big fish, cardboard box, egg. Um, Nobody closed the wrong tab. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you are approaching the bottom of the shaft. I Mine. beg your pardon. Is <laughs> 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 oh, 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 is it hot in here? Or is it just me? <laughs> you are approaching the bottom of the shaft. What, like oh, well. <laughs> Child. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've spent I've spent two weeks reading that, two days reading that furry porn book. So I'm. Um... <laughs> You told me it wasn't I, can't, I can't take this any other way. <laughs> you told me it wasn't porn. We have reached the lowest point of the. the lowest well, we're, point we're approaching it. <laughs> and you see the shaft diagram on the left. Stop calling it a shaft. Yes. It is a shaft. <laughs> He's doing it on purpose now. It's very dark, but yes. Um, why did they uh, curve the top to make it look more like a cock? Right. <laughs> oh right, there it is. Science, obviously. Uh, as you are approaching the bottom of the ramp, oh, everyone make a spot hidden check. Oh, do we not do the thing where we make the numbers go higher? Every other game, we did it last session. Okay. Oh yes, I see stuff like just so much. You see everything. Oh. No. Oh, letting the team down, Nido. I don't know why I always seem to roll four dice when, like... Just push him... uh, The the 3D dice roller doesn't work properly. Mm. Oh, is that why your dice always load in after everyone else's? (laughs) If you you roll a dice, we just get a blank message, and then, like, a second later, it it writes the the dice roll in. (laughs) I mean... The, the animation should just is just for show, so it does delay everything because it doesn't yeah, weird. display your dice rolls until the dice finish rolling on the screen. They're linked. 
Oh, well, I like seeing them roll. So They are pretty. <laughs> had to read anyway, a character sheet. There we go. You are approaching the bottom of the ramp. As you are approaching the bottom of the ramp, it curves down in one final arc, crossing over the top of this massive chasm that splits the base of this room. So as you reach the bottom of the ramp here... There is a downward ramp again here, but that's collapsed and full of rubble. And there's this huge chasm that spreads across the middle of the room. The way out into the city is, unsurprisingly, on the other side of the chasm. Of course it is. So is it... it, it, Sorry. um, There's the massive square chasm in the middle here. And then there is this um, crack. Well, it's like a massive... 20-foot-wide um, crevasse that spreads out from either sides of the original hole in the bottom of the floor. And covering the ground on this side is a massive metal hatch. Um, it looks like the hinges are on this side, so the, rat, the hatch itself is next to you guys. And on the other side, you can see massive locking bars that would have slid into place to hold the hatch down at some point. So d- does the hatch look like it's designed to cover the massive hole in the ground? It looks a little bit like this hatch. So, yes. What the hell? Oh, oh hey, hey, who's that guy? That's just there for artistic, you know, accompaniment. You can ignore him. He's not really there. There are so many teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I'd be, I'd be less scared of it if they weren't just like normal human teeth. It looks like... It's got three of them sets of joke teeth in it. It looks like chattering away teeth. Oh god, it's Sonic. <laughs> that's what Sonic degenerates into if you uh, if you stop looking at him for long enough. Yeah, the, the, the giant trapdoor does look like it would lift up and over the hole in the floor, like and a then drawbridge, right into place. Well, I say, looking into the massive hole in the ground, I know where the rock went. <laughs> Now you do indeed know where the rock went. So I should make that slightly clear. These aren't holes in the ground. They're, um, let me make them different colours. They're pillars on either side that that reach up so that the, um, let's make them a different colour. That's confused me because I made them the same colour. There we go. That should be slightly clearer now. So those are pillars. And where was the trap door? The trap door is this side where you're all standing. So essentially it's come up and over and is lying on the floor currently. And it will lift over and slide between the pillars and lock off this hole in the ground. Well, I don't think we're moving that. Hmm. Probably not. Unless someone's going to do something weird. When have we ever done that? Why? He looks at you like weird. We could lift this thing. It might take all of us, but we could lift it over. Have to try, I suppose. Yeah. Creating your mute. No, you're not. You're just very delayed. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we could try. There's no harm in trying, right? <laughs> everyone, oh, everyone, unconvinced by that thought. 
What could possibly go wrong? Go wrong. No. <laughs> Google is being shit again. Bye. Oh, he's back. He's back. There we go. It does this. Suddenly everyone's cameras just turn off and then I can't hear what anyone's saying anymore. What browser do you use? Chrome. Oh, that should be fine. You know, the I one designed that. by Google to run Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should work fine. Well, we can try lifting it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Or do we just have, ignore it and... Well... Get across the giant chasm stopping you from progressing some other way. <laughs> I wonder why they put a trapdoor in and not like a bridge, I say idly, looking down into the scary hall. It does descend forever into the darkness. There's no um, sight nor sound of the bottom. It's just a hole descending into the darkness. What came out of it, or what went in it? Mm. Oh, a rock. question is what's going to come out of it? Mackenzie looks at you all like, what are you talking about? It's an abandoned city full of your competitors. Oh, but they could be bats, you know. Really big bats, I say, <laughs> as I walk <laughs> away from everyone. Bats are quite contagious. Really wet eggs. Well, should we try and move this giant yeah. grate? Yes. Yeah. Go. Right, hang on. I need to ask and question. I need some information. Flinty, what's your strength? A whopping 45. Ben, what's your strength? 50. You're very stronger than a 58-year-old priest. Mingo, what's your strength? (laughs) My strength is 65. Now, what's your strength? 60. What's your strength? 99. I'm sorry, it's 50. Peter, what's your strength? 60. Faye, what's your strength? 65. Well, that's good. Between the whole lot of you, you have more than enough strength to lift this thing between you. Three, two, one. Oh. <laughs> pretty much involve you all lifting it up as one. It's huge and heavy. And then getting it to a perpendicular point and pushing it so it will teeter forwards and crash down with a great big boom. Yeah, that's the only problem. Yeah. Well, I say, say they know we're here. We started moving it. We need to try and do it quietly. Well, you should have spoke. I would have, but the GM started monologuing. <laughs> it's not a monologue. It's a statement of events. Well, thank God that's closed. Yes, I say looking at you, Mitch. No more bats. <laughs> no more bats. No more bats at all. Uh, you try walking across the heavy metal hatch. I think guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's going first? I go first. I dance across it. <laughs> no 
She does the dance of the sugar plum fairy across the. <laughs> I do the river dance across it. <laughs> you trip and fall. I, I just like the idea. Darity, uh, Mitch. <laughs> what? Mitch does a part of a river dance across the hatch. He and Chai are on the other side. As as we're all doing weird dances, I do the horse riding bit from Gangnam style across the uh, <laughs> <laughs> weird okay, anachronism. <laughs> I do a different v- dance that hasn't been invented yet. Let's say the Macarena. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you can only dance across the hatch now. It's, it's no, I, I, I lean over to Mackenzie and say, I don't understand the younger generation. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I just walk across. <laughs> oh, come I, on now, Father. You're a millennial, by which I mean you're a thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did I did exist in the year 1500 temporarily, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I lean across over my bingo sheet and click someone who uses a verb other than walk to describe movement. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's, a, that's another yeah. given... <laughs> I, need, I, I, I need bogle to, across yeah. to Aswad. Um. <laughs> we need to drink. <laughs> you all reach the other side of the hatch. Congratulations. Phew. Yeah. Does anyone want to do anything else now they're the other side of the hatch? Oh, well, we're going to set up dance. camp, weren't we? <laughs> Is there anything down here that looks fairly heavy we can rest on top of the hatch? There's the latching mechanisms that slide into the hatch. I slide the latching mechanism across. Oh. Well, strength, Charlie. I'm too, I'm too genre aware. I know if we lock this thing, it's a bad thing. But if we don't lock this thing, it's also a bad thing. Uh, if you don't, <laughs> it's a worse thing, I think. Well, strength. Uh, Chai goes around and slides the latching mechanisms into place. She's quite a sprightly girl, uh, but yeah, they, they literally, they slide in on both sides, and then they slide in three along the middle, latching it into place in the ground. It takes her about th- uh, three minutes to finish these, and just as she does so, there's a thump, and the whole hatch shakes and rings, startling all of you to make a sanity roll. Uh, See, I was almost certain that we're just I'm okay. whatever creature this uh, <laughs> is on the outside. Oh. Uh, why? Why is the cultist who surely has seen all the Wibbly shit <laughs> critically failing the sanity? Because he's seen all of the Wibbly. It's open. This. This is. But this is some bullshit. Everyone who's passed loses two sanity, as it is terrifying. Just the whole metal hatch goes glong as something thumps into it from beneath. And you, must can be hear, bats. you can literally hear some sort of whistling piping sound coming from underneath the hatch now, and what sounds like suckers. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know when you showed us that picture and you said, don't worry about that? Yeah. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, the I'm suckers worried are about us. it. <laughs> and Hedgehog Man has just failed, so I just need to look up flying polyps. Where's my flying... I think I've got them open somewhere. Where's my flying polyps gone? Flying polyps. They're in the walls. <laughs> They're coming out of the goddamn walls. <laughs> flying polyps. 
Polly. Okay, uh, Mr. Hedgehog Man, you have to roll me. Uh, oh, one of those. Oh, oh, that that's spice. Let's see what happens if I roll one of these. Oh, seven. Seven sanities. That's not too yeah. bad. My ass. Depends how large a dice you are rocking. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I've lost enough sanity to go temporarily insane because a hatch got banged. <laughs> it's terrifying because you know what the flying pollets are, and there's one on the other side of this hatch. And if Chai hadn't had the forethought to lock it, it would currently be all up in your gore, and it's absolutely terrifying to imagine. Why did it arrive at specifically this moment? Narrative convenience. You dropped the hatch and it went boom. Mm, We woke it up. Uh, Roll me a d10, Mr. Hedgehog Man. No. (laughs) (laughs) He'll do it himself. There you go, four. A bland number. Oh, send you a message. No, I won't read it. (laughs) Kind of a middling number. A bit like five. (sighs) Russell, I hate you so much. (laughs) You can't hate me. (laughs) I can and will. The strange suckling, slurping noises continue under the hat as you all back away from it. And something bangs against the underside of the... uh, Hatch. These locking bars sure are sturdy. Is there anything around to make them more sturdy? Uh, not really. Any big bits of, you know, debris we could just put on the hatch as well? No, there's not really any debris down here. Someone's someone's breathing directly into their mic. It's kind of creepy. Um... I approach Hugo. You approach Hugo. Mm. I don't like this. <laughs> well, you might not have noticed. Are you coming at him from behind or at the front? We're all kind of just standing on the hatch. Can I roll luck to see if I'm in front or behind of him? You can roll luck to see if you're in front or behind of him. You are behind him. He's, he's standing near the hatch, looking at it like this. Oh, hang on. I've got the wrong call selection. He's like, standing here. And everyone's there, and you're like coming up from behind. I hmm. remove my ceremonial club from my coat. <laughs> oh. Do I do I, I see this before he does anything? Yeah, do I see this? Uh, this would be a spot hidden check for. Yeah, nice. No, you're facing the wrong way. We established that. Oh. This will be a spot hidden check. Uh, Father Eduardo is too busy looking at the Hatch of Evil. Mitch is also looking at the Evil Hatch. Rebecca, Mateo, you going to spot? I'll give it a try. Otherwise, it's night night, Hugo. Well, Chai has spotted, but uh, Rebecca is staring at the Evil Hatch unless she spends luck. Nope. Saving her luck for when the flying polyps turn up. You're okay then, Null? You're very serious all of a sudden. Ah, I'm okay. Oh, you're lagging, Null. 
Okay, Matteo and Char, you've both noticed um, Jack pull a club out of his coat. What are you doing? Looks like he's even twitching for an upward swing or anything to hit him. I'm gonna try and put him to sleep. I scream. He told us where it was, and I'm like, swing. Oh yeah, gotta gotta put a stop to that. Initiative. (laughs) Yay! Why why do I keep getting all these surprise attack rounds? This isn't a surprise around, except only Matteo, Mitch, and um, Chai will move in the first round. I want to finish this uh, nice and cleanly, so I'm just going to aim to snap his neck. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That will make it difficult for me to give him a replacement character. I guess he'll just have to uh, play the flying (laughs) pollock. I mean, to be honest, uh, his real-life self is quite similar to what I can tell. Don't fucking at me. Did that work? I don't seem to be on there. Remember to click your token. I mean, I did. Well, it hasn't worked, so... Um, let me try. Nida, you're doing my token. Well. I don't know which my token is. The one that looks like Marlon Brando. Oh, hang and on. You also, and you also pressed Four. the wrong skill. What? Now I can't <laughs> see the tokens anymore. There we go. Right. Um... The one in front of Verona. I can't click it. <laughs> I haven't done battles today because I was always asleep. Oh, yeah, we were fighting over you last time, weren't we? Yes. Mm. Try now. He's mine. Yay. Hey. Okay. And then I click... Combat uh, turn tracker. Combat turn tracker. Ah. Yay. All right. Um, so... <laughs> I'm going first. <laughs> Uh, but you can't uh, get anything Jack so um, <laughs> Mateo you're first um, so I want to use martial arts on man with attempt uh, w- with intent to disarm roll martial arts with in- attempt to disarm it's a highly specific skill alright here we go. Here it goes. Here it comes. Any second now. Just <laughs> almost. There we go. Uh, fun, fun. Uh, Matteo comes charging around Chai to attack. To, and would you like to dodge him? He might succeed. Um, would I get a dodge roll? I'm fixated on clubbing this guy unconscious. They're all a threat, is the message I gave you, so you are super suspicious of all of them. So I would say yes. Alright. He, he dodges out of the way, Matteo, I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> I, um... Uh, ice cream, it's Hugo. Hugo told them where we are. Uh, Chai. Sorry, BT dubs. <laughs> I'm trying to make him go night night. <laughs> Try and make him go sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst Matteo is distracting him, Chai just slides up to him. like. You could try to dodge Jack, but she got an eight. I'm going to try to dodge because I might get a seven. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's my kind of luck that you would get a seven. Yeah. 
<laughs> you fuck! You absolute fuck! Well, I guess Jack Dodgin. <laughs> no, no, come on! I, 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 I want to undo that. <laughs> you can't undo success. There's, there's no, no, there's no way I could dodge, dodge two martial artists in quick succession while I'm trying to club someone. It's just these dice being funky again. The question there is, should you be rolling with disadvantage then? No. Oh. Uh, but I was going to just narratively let Craig have the win. Let's then carry I'm on. Just going to mark it down as a you rolled to see what you would have got. Yes. <laughs> Here's uh, what you could have won. Chai has slipped past your guard whilst uh, Matteo was distracting you, and you fall over unconscious. And then Hugo turns around to have a look, and Eduardo and Mitch and Rebecca. Ow, my brain. What are you all doing? Uh, Jack is currently unconscious. Oh, not this again. (laughs) I'm looking very surprised because I've turned around and, like, a murder has happened behind me. He's making it very, very hard to trust him. The closer we get to the cult... Uh, no, the closer we get to these people, the worse the worse he behaves himself. Just put there him over there. He didn't or seem the to other. be acting quite himself. Father, I, I can always make two vials. I think <laughs> I'm definitely panic. not telling you anymore. <laughs> Just tie him up then, so if he wakes up, he's not going to go crazy again. Uh, Mackenzie shakes his head and is just like, maybe one of us should take Jack here back up to base camp and make him have a rest. That might be for the best. He seemed to have become panicked. I mean, we are quite away on the ground. It could affect people like that. We just did have a rather startling um, glance down at Trapdoor. I think we can wait. We can wait for him to have a. A night's sleep and see if he awakens not, in a better If mood. not, Hugo can take him upstairs. <laughs> and deal with him. <laughs> Perhaps you should take him upstairs. <laughs> that doesn't really work. <laughs> no, I may, I may if you just take him upstairs. Do we still... Craig? Do we still want to move the base camp directly on this spot where this trapdoor is, like we said we were going to earlier? Mm, no. <laughs> it has gone quiet now, and it's like, it is possible that we've just lodged something pushing this thing back into place. I mean, it's thousands of years old. True. Hmm. How far away is the city? Is it like literally outside the door? Um, it's not yeah, far. Outside the door is uh, the start of the city. The doorway is here. You haven't been able to have a look yet, but you assume it's out there somewhere. All right. Yeah. How big is this sort of, um, I guess, balcony? Uh, the the base of the ramp, yeah. The base of the ramp is approximately 
20 feet across and 40 feet long. Okay, that's quite good. We could just, like, park up there rather than down here. Remember, this isn't a balcony, though. This is the bottom of the ramp. Oh, so is it not flat? It's flat, but it it covers... Like, imagine the, the, the... Look, you know, it's just... Ignore this central line as if it wasn't there. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cheers. Is, um, is there, like, space underneath the ramp? Yeah, the, the, it, it's a circular room. So this ramp goes up, so there's lots of space underneath here. This side's completely clear, and there's just a doorway under the ramp here. And, it, and there's space under here as well? No, that's the flat floor. Oh, okay. So the ramp starts here. Yeah, all right. I'm with you now. Here goes down. I'm with you now. But yeah, I think I think we like we could make base camp here. I mean, we could like try and sleep behind these pillars. Yeah. Welcome back, Corona. You're muted. Corona, you're alive. She um. She punched me so hard, my laptop restarted. (laughs) (laughs) At least she didn't make you poop your pants. (laughs) Well, maybe not in the game. (laughs) Well. (laughs) uh, Jack is still unconscious, and Eduardo is suggesting plans for camping. Are you going to camp in here, or are you going to move out into the city and try and find an abandoned building, maybe? Um, Well, I... Whatever we do, could, could, could we could we maybe tie up Jack at this point, just until he's stopped trying to kill me? He's already tied Jack up. <laughs> oh, good. Actually, it might be an idea to move to a building, just in case there is anything else using here as fruit. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with all those bats around. I think... <laughs> it's everybody keeps saying in quote marks. <laughs> uh, a couple of people want to just scout out a nearby building then yeah I can go and sure. try a bit of scouting yeah sounds like a good idea so who's going scouting Mitch and Chai are you going together yeah nope. I wouldn't oh. mind joining a scouting trip I can help out no you can't Mr. Unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it sounds a little bit like Nakotus, but it's not the same. Which we will chloroform this. Right. Uh, you move out of the space of the spire, Chai, Mitch, and Matteo. Uh, you're in this part. Uh, there are buildings all around. Um, you've emerged, and if you look at the handout I gave you, labelled Nakotus. Yep. Um, now you're on the base, you can see that you've emerged from the spire labelled Nine. Yep. And looking behind you, you can, around the base of the spire, there's this jagged, collapsed, shattered remnant of a crystal encasement. It looks like at one point, like, you can see several of the other crystal columns in the distance. 
Mm. Uh, this whole spire used to be encased in a crystal dome as well, but it's it's shattered. Like the whole thing has been smashed, and you can see this whole section of the city has been devastated by massive building-sized chunks of crystal falling and flattening. Most of it in a crystal dome. <laughs> Are there any silver or gold tickets on this? <laughs> <laughs> this crystal dome has been smashed, so if there were, the silver and gold tickets have escaped. We so what you're saying is, is what you're saying is this was an automatic lock-in. <laughs> it wasn't really a lock-in, Nido, since it got shattered. <laughs> I think Chaosium uh, saw, saw that TV show. Let's move on. <laughs> The um, city around it is shattered. Most of the buildings are destroyed, but roll me your spot hidden as you search. And I assume, guys, we are trying to be stealthy about this, yes? Oh, dear, I do not spot. Emphasis on the trying to be. Clang, clang, clang goes the... That was a spot hidden, not a stealth. Spot. Uh, Hang on. Oh, Hugo's going as well, okay. I did say I wanted to go. I, I missed that. Oh, no, you, I didn't hear that at all. I missed that as well. Oh, sorry, I think I was waving because I didn't want to interrupt other people talking, so I was like... <laughs> oh. Yeah, you have to use your actual mouth words, Nido, or I will assume you haven't gone. All right. It's up to you if I've been if I've gone or not. No, if you want to go, that's fine. Okay. Yes, of course I see at 95... <laughs> Whereas I failed at 95, <laughs> of course, like a normal person. <laughs> so often I get to be a normal person. It's just that photons really like my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> you have to play the stock sound effect now. <laughs> While I'm having a look round, what's going on back up on the surface? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, someone's robbing the jeeps. <laughs> what's London like at the moment? It <laughs> was like a very long time ago that I was doing a murder in London. Who did you murder? You remember the person that you guys thought, oh no, the cult's after us because they had died and black maggots had come frothing out of their inside. <laughs> that was Liza. Oh. <laughs> Back when she was murder happy. I don't remember and that he one. he killed you then. Microphone breathing. I don't think the microphone is. I think someone's breathing into it. So loud. (laughs) We can sell a breathing microphone for a lot of money, though, if it is. Okay. Um, You... Someone's still doing it. Well, I'd rather I keep doing it and not die if, if there's no alternative. <laughs> I keep not hearing it, so I assume it's me, but it's not me that time, because the microphone is up here, so no. <laughs> <laughs> that is Doesn't normally where you have to have it when, you, when we've got your mic. Your, 
out of your noise tube. It should be fine. I, I, I can hear something, so I don't think it's me there. either. Anyway, those of you who are out scouting for a building, uh, like I said, most of this area of the city is devastated and destroyed. Uh, you eventually, however, find a pyramid-stepped building that appears to be intact. Um, it has three floors, and the interior of it is just empty. It's just empty black basalt floors. It's about maybe a six, seven-minute walk from the base of the giant tower you walk down. Seems as good. Other windows inside. Um, there are windows on the top floor. The top floor is just open with pillars holding up the finish of the roof, but the other two floors have no windows. Okay, that's good. I, I reckon we should get the others and then make camp on the bottom, uh, bottom floor of it here, or middle floor. You yeah, I think as long as we can get like a good um, perimeter, you know, and, and make sure we've got our exits covered, I think it's a good place to keep camp. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. I mean, Let's go back and get them. Hugo, with your extreme success, you see something a little extra. I'm just sending you a message. Oh no! Let's have a look. Are you about to get cursed by an ancient artifact of unspeakable evil again, Nido? That was the last artifact I got cursed by was a book. Yeah, yeah, it was. What's <laughs> the point? Why does it happen so often? <laughs> Says the guy literally trying to kill us all. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault. The dice have not been kind to you today. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what shit fest is going on on roll twenty today, but like they were being mean to me at first, but then they seem to turn their attention towards you. It did happen after you got all those rolls, Craig. Yeah, yeah. It was like ah, happen happens. I warmed the Kringler cup. (laughs) Can you not? I think you passed it to Peter as well. Remember when Peter leveled up like 12 skills? Oh, yeah. Success, 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 success. And then Peter's clearly passed it back to Arona. Nido, you have a message. Mm, I'm reading it. Um, I attract people's attention by non-verbal communication means. He Why is he dancing <laughs> on one foot? <laughs> oh, I do the whole. I do the whole. You know, shush. He starts doing it over I put my finger to my lips and and beckon people over. Oh, okay. Uh, with my ninety-five, I probably don't notice you if you're not. Being... Too busy looking around the building. You found. I would. I would if they were being obstinate like this, just eventually go over to them. <laughs> <laughs> just go over and relax. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I point up to the sky where there appears to be some flying creatures oh. that are apparently about five minutes away. They're a ways away. Like Hugo has only spotted them because they're flying above one of the illuminated paths in the distance. You can't quite tell how many they are. But they're definitely heading towards the tower you just emerged from. Oh no! Hmm. This this structure is not going to protect us from them, right? 
We're we going to have any radios down with us at this point. Nope. Nope. There is no way we are getting back to the tower in time before they get there. Because it's about seven minutes away, yeah? Walking. Yes. Walking, Walking stealthily and, you know, if you run, you're probably about three. You're not that far away. Because remember, you did say you were being stealthy and sneaking to yeah. find the building. So you haven't gone that far away from it. Uh, in which case, uh, I will just break into a fucking sprint towards the tower. Mm. <laughs> I've been that being pointed out in that realisation. Hey, Chai runs for the tower. Is everyone else following it? Or are you going to stay here in the base tower? And hopefully get everyone here in time. Uh, you found a base building after all. They're not flying towards the building you're currently in. They're flying towards the tower you emerged from. Do I, I, do I see Do I see anything that I could like fortify the building which we're in with? No. No. Cool. Just have to take our chances and keep watch from this location I would think and just try and get them I uh, I, I think if I get if I get halfway to so that they can I can help go, as they exit the tower they can see the way to come that makes sense okay Hugo runs out after Chai Chai roll dexterity oh luck <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> Okay, uh, Hugo is being slightly less disastrous. He's not trying yeah. to get the tower. Uh, yeah. So, Mitch and Matteo, both of you roll me your spot hidden. Spot hidden. Nice. Will I spot? Will I spot? If I roll this enough, I'll get a hundred. But not today. Uh, Matteo, you do see that um, they weren't obvious at first, but when Mitch mentions barricading the windows, you like the top floor has the large open square openings held up by pillars, and there are shutters, metal shutters in the roof, like in the ceiling between each pillar that that you could pull down if you can reach them. Hmm. And so you're on the third floor at the moment, so that's what you spotted. Uh, sorry, is there a picture? There isn't a picture, no. Oh, I. So you, I, I. Right, sorry. I thought you you were showing me something, right? I, okay. Um, I will say. What about these? Trying to reach for one. Well, strength. Uh, strength. And I, I obviously go and help him as soon as he's mentioned them. I'm like, good idea, Matthew. I have uh, strength. Your strength, Mitch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as you pull, you, you both kind of have to re- half climb up a pillow and grab and mm-hmm. pull, and they're really well stuck. But the moment you get this one to pull down, mm-hmm. the rest of them around the whole room, then it must be linked or something. They all start to pull down at once, like shutters, and they all slide down to block the gaps between the pillars. Well, that was easier than I thought. But whilst you're doing that, meanwhile, back in the bottom of the tower, uh, we got a Rebecca and a Mackenzie and an Edward and an unconscious Jack. 
What are you doing? Are you trying to bring Jack around? Um, I'd say not just yet. <laughs> so what are you doing, Rebecca and Eduardo? <sighs> Have a look around um, just this area, I guess. Yeah, the are covered in hieroglyphics. There are hieroglyphics on the top of the hatch. The hieroglyphics up the pillars. You've got no idea what any of them say. But the, the carvings are ancient, but they're still in quite good nick because obviously there's no weather down here to erode them. Oh, I could be uh, just flicking through my Bible in case it got dirty, so I'm just cleaning out the pages. You've got out your little badger, badger hair brush and a brushing <laughs> your Bible with your little, your little Bible cleaning pen. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, uh, Bible. One end's a pen, the other end's a Bible brush. It's the sort of thing I expect Catholic priests to have. Uh, you are not doing much. Mackenzie is wandering around looking at the hieroglyphics in fascination when suddenly Chai comes running back in. But Chai, you reckon you've only got a few minutes. It took slightly longer than expected because of some rubble you had to scramble over. We have to get out of here now and we have to hide. Thing is heading towards here. <coughs> uh, Jack's still unconscious. Um, Grab Oh, you says Mackenzie, uh, moving to pick him up. But what's on its way? Got... Things in the sky. You don't want to know what. I think the things that bashed against the trap door. We need to go now. At which point I just dash out again. <laughs> and I follow. That's good enough for me. He picks up. Uh... Oh, he does pick up Jack. He picks up Jack. Uh, he seems a bit confused, but he does follow. Oh, and Mackenzie, what... you're so strong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm running as well with all my gear. Chai, roll spot hidden. And, uh, yeah, Chai, roll me spot hidden. You see Mackenzie has left his backpack behind, obviously, to carry Jack, so you grab that. Um, but the other problem is, is um, Mitch and yours and Hugo's and Mateo's backpacks are all still here. Oh, uh, can Jeez, I grab wisely. one of them? Uh, roll spot to see if you spot them on the way out. Because oh. you're running for it. No. Nope. Uh, Rebecca, do you want to try and spot them? I'll give it a go. Spotting kitten is my best stat. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I did. <laughs> wow. What was that, Peter? I travel light, just some essential supplies, a change of clothes, and uh, my uh, mother's tombstone, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rebecca, you grab two backpacks, because you're you're wet, and throw yours on and run out with them. Obviously, I grab my backpack. Yeah, and you're able to grab Mackenzie's, leaving uh, two behind. You just don't have time to grab them. No, I'm not making time. Frankly, as far as I see it, I've done more than I had to do at this point. Mm. And your backpacker, of course, is stuffed full of loot, so the most important one. (laughs) (laughs) And heaviest. (laughs) 
Okay, you race back out into the street. You see Hugo waiting for you. Um, everyone, roll me dexteritoire. <sighs> Bye. <laughs> okay, uh, everyone, runs for it. Um, hard, hard. Uh, oh, oh, Eduardo. Um, yeah, you all run towards Hugo, and Hugo's like waving at the building, like that way, that way, that this way. This way, this <laughs> way. I'm assuming he's doing that without screaming this way, this way, with the beasts flying overhead. Yes. Uh, but... but Eduardo, you slip on some of the rubble you have to scramble over and go sprawling, rocks clattering all around you. Ow. And no one is stopping, and the piping sound is emerging. And a whistling, the wind is starting to blow around you. Oh, God, it's the polyps. They are uh, definitely circling you. Like vultures. Hang on. You've probably got seconds to do something before they, um, before they pounce. Hang on, let me... Okay, it was literally the first thing that came to my head. Uh, which, oh, that's probably not a good idea, though. Uh, let me just check the details. How far away did I get from the tower, and how far away is the house that we're trying to get to? Uh, you're about a third of the way there. You didn't quite reach a Hugo. Hugo was halfway, and everyone else has scampered off with Hugo. Hugo, are you still watching for Eduardo? Um, I was kind of like, well, I kind of made a few paces in respect, you know, kind of getting everybody past me, and then I probably would have turned around to see Eduardo. Yeah. yeah, he's he's lying there, and you can see the silhouette shapes in the sky above him. Um. The thing that came to my mind, and the reason why I was asking if anything was nearby, was because I want to try that, just to put something between me and them. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would be good right about now. That looks scary. Right. Oh, can you see that? Hugo is watching from a distance. Oh, okay. Um, Right. Everyone else has run for it. Right, I will cast that for, let's say, 6 MP. Okay, roll pal. <sighs> oh, thank God. Roll 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18 D10. Oh, I miss I miscounted then. I didn't want to do that many. Uh, three, Are you oh, sure three... against four of these things? Oh, there's four. Oh. Okay. I didn't mean to... Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll stick with that. How many? Sorry. Eighteen d ten. What are you casting? Oh damn it! I remember this. Bubble. Eduardo cast the barrier of Nakteeth. Um, Hugo, you literally see a strange shimmering shield of 
pearlescent light erupt from around Eduardo. It pushes any nearby rocks out of the way, but this time, isn't inside a building. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked, was I still uh, near a building? <laughs> uh, are you saying his wings are like a shield of steel? They are now. Since um, cast this thing with 101 strength. He looks fine. I'm leaving. <laughs> I made. I could see. I I draw on that hard dexterity roll I did and go. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. The time order just turned up. Oh. Okay. Uh, they've seen you now, Eduardo. Definitely. Well, Before, I couldn't they take that. They knew where you were. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. They're going to go first. Hmm. Hmm, what shall I do? What shall I do? Eat the priest. Eat the Eat priest. The priest. <laughs> oh, I've got another idea when I when I get my turn. But it's a risk. Hypnotize them. Let me start writing this down. Okay, your shield loses 49 uh, points. <gasps> as all four of them seem to literally, you almost, you can literally see these twisting violet whirlwinds of air that slam into your shield as if trying to get you from all four of these creatures. Meanwhile, at the edge, at the building, everyone has run into the building. And uh, Chai, do you pause? You're first. Do you pause in the doorway and look back, or do you just keep going? Chai is not the kind of person that looks back at this sort of thing. She's just fucking in there. You hurl inside and run upstairs, and you find Mitch and Mateo on the third floor. They've kind of closed the shutters, so it's now sealed, mm-hmm. except for the staircase. Okay, Rebecca, you're next. Do you pause to look back? No. <laughs> You follow Chai up the stairs. Mackenzie also follows Chai up the stairs, carrying Jack. Jack, they saved your unconscious body. Hooray. Well, I, um, I, have a, I have a dream where uh, I'm being gently floated around on pillows. Uh, I, I gain 100 sanity. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> you can, however, make me a constitution check. Constitution. Oh, uh, my character sheet disintegrated. Thanks, Roll20. Um, <laughs> prophetic. Constitution. Hopefully not prophetic. Oh, all I've got is a purple swirl. Oh, it just loaded. Okay. Uh, Jack, wow. you wake up. Your paranoia has gone. Uh, you realise that you're tied and gagged, however, and uh, they, they've, they've popped you on the floor, and you can see everyone kind of looking towards the staircase in alarm. Being tied and gagged is not the only thing he popped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jack? Uh, can I use my tongue to get the gag out of my mouth? Roll strength that hard. Strength? <laughs> What's well, it like? well your tongue is a muscle. You're pushing it with your tongue. Dexterity, come on. That sounds legit. Yeah, yeah, they tied you up real good, 
It's almost like they were worried you might attack people or cast evil magics. <laughs> I just want to know who brought the bull guy. It's not that that worries me, it's a ring gag. <laughs> it's someone's socks. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, Hugo, you're the last one into the building. Do you pause to look back? Uh, this, sounds you... like a, this sounds like a trap. <laughs> he, he wants someone to so bad. Look at his little... <laughs> I mean, I've already seen... Um... You haven't seen them properly, not all illuminated. <laughs> oh, I've not seen them properly, have I? Go on, then. Oh, you look yeah. back at Well, that was a mistake, Nita. <laughs> Why did you do that? Some sanity, please. Because I'm concerned about you, Your Honour. Uh, Ed Your reverence. and Nido. Oh, that's... Not a judge. <laughs> You both have a new handout in Australia handouts called oh, Flying Polyp. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. As they attack, because of that violet light, it illuminates them so you can see all four of them. Sanity checks. Oh, God. Why does, it, not... have... That Why does is... it have hands? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're terrifying, aren't they? Yes, that is probably the scariest creature you've shown us. Oh, those are the things in my kidneys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the teeth and everything, <laughs> and the eyes. Oh, oh, Eduardo! That Come on, I'm below forty sanity. It's amazing I've lasted this long. It is. It is amazing you've lasted this long. Okay, Nido, you mm-hmm. take. Um, what? Oh god, one for each? Nine sanity. Wait. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's not unfair. Happy. Oh, oh, oh no. no. Really? I don't oh, think. No. Oh no. <laughs> was one, maybe two, but I passed that hard. That's a point. And that's why it's a D3, probably, instead of a D20 or something. Yes, what I'm saying is, is that I'm I'm getting away from this easy. Oh, well, God. You still need to roll me a D10 now, Nido. Yeah, yeah Nido, wait and see what happens to Ed, and then we'll know if you got off easy. Yeah, I mean, g- given the picture he showed us, I'm not surprised he's been asked to roll that many. Oh, wow. Plenty. <laughs> they, they are horrifying. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Um, each one of these creatures induces a sanity if you lose, because they are just so awful. You mean even if I, you mean even if I win? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying polyps are bad. I know this now. Hey, it'll be fine. Let's see. Oh, what thank God! Don't let Mackenzie see these. <laughs> Hmm. I'm, I'm glad I thought of the basis of a backup character. <laughs> okay, um, I'll deal with uh, Nido later. Oh, oh, no. you now. Right. So, have I definitely seen these? Because I, I obviously your shield. 
attacking with bright violet light that's illuminating them in all their glory. Yeah, no, I'm suppo- I suppose I would have looked because I would have fallen over, instinctively raised the shield, gotten up and just seen, just tried to coordinate where I am to them. So, yeah, fine. Oh, God, okay. I'm going to click this button now, Flinty, and we'll see what happens. Hi, Flinty. We love you. <laughs> Is, is the button going to roll it so we can all see? No. No, it hasn't. Oh, God! Screen cap, screen cap, screen cap. I mean, if it's... It depends what dice he's rolling, but... Yeah, no, I'm really interested to know. Uh, I don't care if I survive on just one sanity. It just... <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear, uh, it's not good. Okay. That was the sound. Oh, you're joking! That's what I rolled! Uh, there's no sneaky push I can do. Uh... Does any of this count as dark horror from beyond time? Turns out to be quite nice. I'm guessing they're not quite nice. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I've gone mad. Uh, right. Just looking at what I've got left. Does this count as Flinty brings us all down to his luck level? No. <laughs> um, no. You brought yourself down by looking back. I have a suggestion I can make for you, Flinty. I'm just looking at what I've got quickly. (laughs) Your barrier's still up, so it's your turn to act. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because my... (laughs) seriously (laughs) because I was pretty sure I didn't want to do that ever 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 it literally says do not ever do this yes but you're currently utterly insane and you're pretty sure that would just take them out I mean I don't even I haven't even learned it oh it's in my it's in my book though so I guess I could just try and do it randomly from the book yep but you don't, that's just my evil GM suggestion. Yeah, that is incredibly evil, given what that is. It would be fine. Uh, maybe Has Russell laughed maniacally yet? No. <laughs> I feel like when GM goes super high pitch and be like, it's fine! Because <laughs> I don't trust her. <laughs> It'll be fine. What are you worrying about? It's not like Flinty is a magical priest from beyond time and space. It's fairly easy to tell when you shouldn't trust him. Uh, His mouth moves. Hey! <laughs> I'm trustworthy. I'm not the Prince of Rockigan. Send me a message. Oh, Flinty sent me a message. 
Oh, I don't think I can do that. She's reading the details. Oh, I know what Flinty should do. I forgot the fact that Jack is tied up and gagged. That's great. Oh, no, he's going to be so sad. He's only friend in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> As you just realised some ramifications. <laughs> Everyone else except Hugo, roll me listen. I did not want to pass that. I feel. Nope. Jack, Matteo? Yeah, I was trying to find it. I passed listen for a change. Oh, sorry. I I forgot that I was conscious again. Uh, you all, except Rebecca, at least you missed the beginning of this. You, you soon hear it as it gets louder. Hear Eduardo screaming what sounds like in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, you shall not have my friends. And then he starts chanting really loudly in a whole bunch of archaic words. Uh, then there is a massive explosion. shortly followed by a uh, what sounds like crackling literally thunder and flashes of bright purple light and then a roar and, and literally all the air in the building suddenly starts to stream down the stairs for just a moment and then there's a terrifying shriek like a massive blood curdling howl and then silence. I think we just lost the element of surprise. <laughs> well, remember, very- still quite a way away, so they probably hadn't heard the chanting and the flying pollets doing stuff, weird stuff. It's probably not that unusual down here. By the way, yeah. uh, silence falls. Uh, Flinty... I need you to roll me a extreme constitution check, please. What? <laughs> nah. Okay. Yeah. Good luck, it. 
could actually. I mean, why not at this point? Yeah. Actually, 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 no, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. I haven't got enough. Oh, fair enough. Okay. I've just updated your character sheet, Flinty. What do you mean, updated it? Oh, right, yeah. Okay. That kind of update. <laughs> uh, their silence falls. Jack has just worked his gag for you. You can talk now, Jack. Um, sorry, Hugo. Hugo? Hugo's not here. He's not here still. Oh. Well, I'll just say it as a matter of course. Uh, uh. So as you do say it and look around, you notice Hugo is missing. Oh, he's and not he's here. here. No, where is Hugo, actually, guys? He was behind me. So what's going on? Um, you can untie me now, I say. Do I believe him? We really don't have time for you to try and kill someone again right now. Um, roll your psychology, Rebecca. I Jack appears to be sane. And so he could really do with a session on your couch talking about, you know, his mother and his little doggy. Yeah, I think we can untie him. I'm gonna go down and see what happened. You you deal with Jack, Rebecca. All right. Uh, Mackenzie's like, I'll stay here with Miss Rebecca. Yeah, Mackenzie, it's okay. You, you wait. I'll, I'll stay with you, Mackenzie, as well. We we can make some food. We shouldn't let Miss oh. um, T go on her own, though. Maybe oh, I should stay with her. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, perhaps I should go as well. Uh, okay, Matteo. That'd be appreciated. Let's have a look, see what's happened. So about about the aforementioned untying, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I will go and untie. If I can pass. <laughs> I don't like the fact that we still haven't resolved yet what's happened to me. <laughs> oh, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I was one away from a bingo. I mean, d- GM, did you get excited by any terrible mistakes? No. Oh. No, look at his little face. It was like a little, <laughs> a little happy weasel for at least two hours. <laughs> no mistakes are made. Oh. Just one day away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Such retirony. How was he going to retire from down here? Was he going to descend to heaven? <laughs> I mean, he probably wishes he'd, you know. That's a good point, actually. All prayers go to Niel for Tep at the moment. Do all the souls of all of the Christian believers go to Niel for Tep to just numb up as well? Uh, 
That's an interesting question. Sorry, I'm just uh, uploading something for Chai and uh, Matteo. You don't have to. Oh, I do. Right. Uh, oh, you're all still on this map anyway, so that's good. Can you see the city map that I've exposed on the right? Um, on the right, you say. Uh, oh, there is a big old bit of scroll bar. Uh, I'm not seeing anything, though. No, it's, it's just uh, just blackness. So much blackness. I am still on the tower map. I know you are. That's where you should be. Oh. <laughs> just to be clear, it's not one of the Loch Ness. It's not one of their, their relatives. You'll never find a Nessie in the zoo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Why can't I get squares to reveal when I use the... Oh, I don't know why you're going, oh, I don't know what's it happened yet. It isn't strictly your fault, but right now I hate you. <laughs> it's not your what? fault, I just hate you. Okay. <laughs> what? I think I know what our disgustingly weasel faced little GM is doing <laughs> right now. He's not disgustingly weasel faced, he's just weasel faced. He's so happily weasel faced at the moment with the shenanigans he's playing on us. Look at him emitting crimes at an unprecedented rate. Schmacker <laughs> and Chai. Yes. You make your way back down to the staircase. Mm-hmm. You peer in the direction of the tower. There are massive chunks of the tower missing, and bits of it are still collapsing. The entire entranceway is gone, buried oh, under that could be a problem and rock, and hanging in the sky above it, tentacles jabbed into some mound of pulsating flesh. Is one of these one of no. <laughs> ah, ah. Oh. <laughs> bollocks as you're watching it, it literally finishes drawing all of the blood out of this thing and just lets go of the bag of flesh its tendrils was stuck in, and then it starts to float further into the chasm. Hunting more sanity checks. Right. Mateo, he's seen one of these before, I believe. Yeah, Matteo has. I, think. I can't remember where. No, no, no. Oh, no, was Matteo asleep? Oh, I don't think. Oh, oh no, it was Matteo who snuck up to the roof, not Matteo. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. I, I know that. Um... I, I know out of character what you're talking about, but um, no, I did. I never saw that. Let me guess, Mythos roll now as well? Yes, please. No. I will first roll the manatee. Probably bad. No, it's good. Um, and then I will roll that one. No. Don't know what the fuck it is. 
<laughs> okay, let me just check its sanity score. Uh, one. You both lose one for seeing it. Okay. Uh, uh, lying uh, underneath where it just dropped that shapeless bag of flesh it just been feeding from is the curled up catatonic shape of Father Eduardo. He's oh, surrounded dear. by four gigantic gelatinous red oozing lumps of drained flesh. And off in the distance you hear a piping squeech and you can see the tentacular monster has snatched something else out of the darkness and is devouring it. Oh. Inside. Oh. Um. <laughs> you Eduardo? Um, what is we... it? What can you see? Um, I've used up my heroics for today, so when he says that, I promptly just go back inside as it... well and look at Tio. I don't know. Uh, I don't know whether that was in character yet or not. Um, oh, okay. Um, how far away? He's maybe twenty meters away. 20 meters away. Was I that close? You you were no, you're further than that. You're about a third of the way. It was uh, you're about uh he's about sixty feet away. That is about twenty meters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But bear in mind you said it was about a three minute sprint yeah. from there to there. So I would guess that would be more like Three or four hundred meters. Yeah, that makes more sense. I'm not very good at distances. Uh, yeah, he's, he's about two hundred and fifty to three hundred meters away. Okay, that's a way off. Um, I so I don't get the bit about the flesh bags. <laughs> and they look dead. Whatever they are, they've been eaten and drained of all their blood by this. Thing. Uh, out, out of character, he brought up a star vampire, which is like, which is aggroing the polyps. More than aggroing, fucking destroying. Yeah. Mm. He's, okay. he's basically created a war. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. So we, I, I mean, I say fine. Um... <laughs> oh, it's a good job you woke up, Jack. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Okay. Song of Souls. But hey, there's a star vampire roaming the cottage eating vine polyps. That should make your jobs easier. Which direction is the star vampire moving Um, in at the moment? If you look at the map. Yeah. So uh, the star vampire is off this way towards the greater cavern. And his body is this way towards where the tower is. So, we could just do a... Scuttle out, grab him, and scuttle back? That's kind of my plan, yeah. Um, I I get up and stand next to you, and I'm like, let's go and rescue him. Aren't you still tied up? Oh, no, Rebecca untied me. untied me. You've you've wandered down, have you, to where we are. And if that thing happens to see us... Oh, Jack, you wandered down to have a look. You get to roll sanity as you see this thing in the distance eating a flying... Yeah, you might just go, nope. 
And if that thing happens to see us, one of us oh, is going to... Oh, God's sake! <laughs> I'll give up, honestly. I'm going to speak to you guys next month. I'm, <laughs> I'm done at this point. <laughs> Why am I fucking bothering, honestly? I, I've not done anything constructive at all for eight hours. I feel like that some months. <sighs> I die, I, I guess. I've I've mostly been like unconscious most of this game in one form or another. I still don't know what's happened to me. I'm still waiting. Yeah, you you're just standing in the door currently, Jack, watching. Uh if that thing sees us, Matteo, we we are just not gonna live long enough to regret it, I don't think. If that thing sees us, then one of us has gotta be a distraction. <sighs> One of us can be a distraction for all of the second or two it will take, and then the other one can go a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, that's about how it will go. We'll see. Are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Let's go, then. You run out. You grab Father Eduardo's catatonic body yeah. and with Jack's help, and you run back in. It, it, the, the, the giant beast... Doesn't seem at all to notice you or mm-hmm. care or look in your direction as you rush back into the pyramidal building that you have claimed as a sanctuary. Okay, that was unpleasant. I don't want to do that again. Nope, nope. I'm done with that. We, we are going to not do that for a long, long time again, ever, maybe. Um, let, let's, have, um, let's have some time. Let's, let's, let's get um, the father up there and um, let's have some time. <laughs> Yeah, if we need to heroically rescue anyone else, I'm going to really think about it hard. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, so hard. <laughs> okay. uh, Jack, Chai, and Matteo carry Eduardo up the stairs to join you, Mitch, and uh, um, Rebecca. Oh, what's happened to him? Uh, not sure. Didn't have time to investigate or do a checkup. Um, I'll, I'll check it right over. Please. Yeah, we need um, to We're not going out there anytime soon. Oh yeah. We're staying here. Okay. Well, we need to deal with the poor father. Like he's he's <laughs> he looks in a bad way. For about ten seconds. He's unconscious. Well, he's not unconscious. He's catatonic. Roll your first aid, please. First aid. How about some heroin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, if I put that heroin in a vial, it would be hard fail. It would be like, like the worst fail of all. But, but... Uh, the father is awake. He's just staring vacantly. His eyes glazed over, drooling slightly. His mind is very much not currently there. Jack, would you, Arona, would you roll your spot hidden for me? Like, just roll it three times. I want to see what happens, just in case roll 20 is just being followed. Oh, no, no, it's just bad luck. I want you to roll your spot. Oh, yes. Uh, you spot. <laughs> it works on a test roll. <laughs> well, I needed him to roll spot hidden for me anyway. I was just going to make him do it several times. Uh, you spot Hugo lying at the bottom of the stairs, currently unconscious. He's just 
fallen into a faint and is just by the side of the stairs. Um, he's outside. No, he's inside the building. He's just at the bottom oh. of the stairs. It's okay. like you went down, saw the thing, went nope, and turned around. And we're just looking the other way, and now you've seen Hugo, and you're like, oh, there he is. I approach Hugo. He's unconscious. Oh, oh uh, Christ! Evolve on him a little bit whilst he's unconscious. I say, I say, Hugo is here because if I do any medicine on him, I'm just gonna like full, fucking pull his ribs out or something and wear him as a hat. <laughs> Uh, that would be hard to explain. I look up and go, Hugo is here. Nobody wants to do any first aid anymore. <laughs> you want to drag him up to the floor everyone else is on? Yeah, yeah I guess we do yeah. that because if we do it together, Arona, we probably don't need to roll. Let's each take a leg and drag him up the stairs. <laughs> 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 I'm sure this is this is first aid somewhere, but not here. I'll do first aid. Rebecca runs over to help. This will be fine. It is. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, Hugo just seems to have fainted like a great big pansy. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling offended. Uh, you, you crack some smelling salts for one of the first aid kits and wave them under Hugo's nose and he wakes back up. Um, Father Eduardo uh, mumbles something in Latin. What does he mumble? Because I understand it perfectly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to send you a message, Craig. I don't want to know! <laughs> <laughs> Craig has regrets. So many regrets. Uh, the sparrow with the monkey fly to Japan for <sighs> coffee and cream. Stop. I don't think there is a word for Japan in Latin. The custard is green and tastes of strawberry. What's the Latin word for custard? Custard. There you go, Craig. That's a nice, non threatening message. A quarter of one vial oh. will not kill you. <laughs> And Chow. Say that in character. Chai, what did you say? Sorry. Uh, Chai suddenly goes, "Oh shit!" And Chai, roll me your spot hidden. Oh, please stop succeeding, rolls. I don't want to. There you go, Craig. Some more messages for you. Uh, does everyone turn to look as Chai's like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, um. What's wrong, Chai? My 
Mario, can I have a moment of your time, please? Sound like you need to pee. Uh, I don't say that in character. Um, uh, what, what's up? Uh, Jack, as well, you, you come over here. You, you, you two probably won't understand this. Um, you drop into a different floor. Remember, you've got two yeah. floors with no windows. Yeah, now. I take you two to a different floor. So, Is um, anyone going to try and follow Chai and the other two, or are you going to lead them to it? I'm kind of a my kind of person. I'm kind of like person just kind of like whatever. Like I'm used to this bullshit now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go, you've just you, you're being tended by Rebecca, being fed water. So I guess you and Rebecca stay put for now. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And Eduardo is well. Eduardo is. Well, uh, I hey, always ask, how did the ostrich get out of the painting? Uh, no, no, ah. no, plenty, plenty. Uh, you're you're gonna. <laughs> So, um, guys, um, now, now that we've got some privacy, Eduardo um, literally just said, uh, from in pure, per- perfect Latin, I feast, I feed, the abominations from beneath and above are full of nutrients. I grow, my hunger is sated. Such rich hunting grounds. Do I remain? I cast my mortal form aside and ascend. I, Eduardo, am reborn, and then... He promptly stopped breathing. That thing out there was Eduardo. <laughs> what a vivid imagination you have. <laughs> Jack walks off. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I mean, you might not, Jack, but after saying that, I can just imagine you doing that. <laughs> but it's obviously your character, so you can decide what to do. What what do we do about this? <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't know if he's going to be friendly to us, if he's just going to bugger off and do his own thing, or if he's going to rend us limb from limb. Why did you get charged? Because you sound like you're losing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can lose two. Matteo looks kind of shocked. How do we put him back in? <laughs> we don't. He's better than human now. <laughs> we couldn't get him back in if we wanted to, I don't think. Um, he may be right. No, we just have to remind Shit. him how good being human is. Uh, someone quickly wave a bacon sandwich under his nose. Jack, <laughs> do you? I'll make the best bacon sandwich ever. Sandwich under that thing's nose. <laughs> if you want to, I'll cook the bacon up for you. you can try <laughs> and go, hello, Eduardo. Um, I cast put that thing back where you found it. Oh, so <laughs> help me. Help me. <laughs> I'm going to watch that again now. I haven't seen it in years. I think Eduardo is done with this mortal coil and probably this planet. We should probably just be happy for him and hope he doesn't kill us. Um, I still think we should try and get him back in. I walk Maybe off. How? 
Maybe if we set up some sort of mouse trap. <laughs> there is a discordant speaking <coughs> piping sound, and then what sounds like a thunderclap, and all the air in the room once more seems to drain out. And then it suddenly stops moving as if the breeze has been switched back off, and then silence. A mousetrap, you say? <laughs> the cavern falls into silence. Uh, is Eduardo is still not breathing? Yeah, he is not breathing. Hmm. How do you make an elderly priest breathe? First aid. I'd start rifling through the backpacks to see if anything we've brought down here is alcoholic. Cardiac needle of adrenaline. Time for a drink. <laughs> Coke. Yes. Um, is it time for booze. I, I I do I do first aid on the dying priest. Well, first aid on the dying. It's not priest. breathing. I can't make it worse. <laughs> Uh, he is definitely not with you anymore, but you do now have a juicy body full of blood. You could, you know, summon the other depth. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eduardo is no longer with you. Oh, dear. Um, but there is silence in the cavern. Does anyone want to look outside? I've learned my lesson. <laughs> not, not really, no. I'm, I'm in the top floor, away from everything. <laughs> Mitch is just like I'm standing up here with all shut, with all the windows shut. Yep. <laughs> I'm with Mackenzie. We're just like hanging out, having a beer, That's talking about where I would go. I'd go and find Mitch because he'll know where the food slash drink supplies slash cooking supplies are, and therefore where the booze is. Chai wanders up and you find um, Mitch and Mackenzie and Rebecca and Hugo all having a nice little sniff to a beer. Oh, oh hey, hey, Chai, what's up? Bingo. <laughs> yeah, but my character's dead, so... Booze, <laughs> <laughs> please. Now, now please. Booze, please. God damn it, it wasn't in, even in a now. stupid, easily avoidable way. Right now. It wasn't. What do you want, like a shandy? Nobody uh, wants a shandy. Okay, I'm just going to look for... They got their booze Ooh. from somewhere. I'm just going to take it and chug it. I've got this uh, 28, uh, 20-year-old scotch. Yoink. <laughs> chug. At least a good few hefty mouthfuls of this scotch. Oh, wait, you know, that with your bingo, have 15 luck. Don't care. Wow. Luck. <laughs> that is, that's thank that's you. a lot of luck. <laughs> um, uh, silence falls on the cavern and you all drift back to the top floor where everyone else is gathering. You pause to reflect on the silence in the coppice. The polyps are on the run. So in one way, Eduardo has driven out the greatest danger. Now all that lies between you and victory is Huston 
and whatever remains of his cult, those who haven't fled in terror. Well, credits. Does that mean a dark car from beyond time turns out to be quite nice? (laughs) (laughs) Something from beyond time and space turns out to be your friend. Technically, it's not actually from beyond time and space just yet because it is Eduardo ascended to a star vampire, which very specifically came from this time and space. Mm. Once he's gone travelling a bit and come back, then he'll be from beyond time and space. <laughs> Whatever has happened to the star vampire in Eduardo's mind, it's currently hunting the polyps, and the polyps are running away really, really quick. I was unbelievably close to surviving that sanity. Not close enough, I'm afraid. Yeah. But it's okay, Flinty. You've eaten the flying polyps. Yeah. In my madness, I just cast every spell I knew, and one of them was the star vampire. Ah, oh, heck, your kids and your star vampires. Confusion about other spells that it work because normally that needs to be done under a star. Yeah, and I think because of uh, I was chanting all the other spells as well. Yeah, it, things got muddled up, and I ascended into one, which has helped because the polyps are now gone. <laughs> I mean, there is a star vampire flying around eating them, but hey, as long as you're quiet and human, it probably will ignore you. Um, question. Yeah. Star vampires, normally when they're summoned, they are bound to be sent back at dawn. This star vampire was not summoned. It was summoned. It It just also had a little bit of a, you know, some things happened to it. What I'm worrying about is that it might go, hmm, look, the sun's rising. I don't care. <laughs> and just continue eating the world. It is in a cavern like seven or eight kilometers beneath the great western sandy desert of Australia, however. So it can't see the sun. <laughs> it's also it's got a lot of water in the street first. Where this is going to go with that star vampire. Look, it's fine. I'm sure once you cast the Eye of Light and Darkness and cast out all horrors from beyond time and space, it'll pop off as well. I it only works on one horror from beyond time and space. Not just all horrors from beyond time and space. Yeah, it works mostly on the things that work for Nyarlathotep and a whole host of other nasty gribblies as well. Uh, am I stopping the recording? Yes. We are down. We need, we need Pete to sign us out, yeah. I, need to I, do got, thing, I got a bingo but... as well, by the way. Oh, you did? I shall give Fox B his luck. Bingo! Yeah. How many people got bingo off Linky dying? <laughs> me. Well, not me, no, but... I don't think I ever got anything for my bingo. Yeah, I did get one. I have 19 luck. <laughs> did you get a bingo, Craig? Yeah, I had a bingo from right early in the day. <laughs> I gave B-R-B. you... <laughs> you were at maximum luck. Uh, okay. I did give you luck at the time. <laughs> I don't remember, but okay. Let's see. And I've got one, I think. Don't think I've got one. Now has 15 luck. You get a bingo. You get a bingo. Everybody gets a bingo.
Well, that was crazy. <laughs> well, that's how all sessions should end. <laughs> <laughs> killing a priest. <laughs> killing the, the priest killing himself to merge with a star vampire and start eating polyps. To save his friends. <laughs> the important part is the priest is dead. <laughs> you liked him. <laughs> I did. I'm going to have fun introducing Flinty's next character in this tavern, seven kilometres beneath the earth. Hello, my name's Greg. I'm a miner. I just tumbled through. Am I all right? <laughs> I've already oh, had thoughts yeah. to help Ash do that. <laughs> Surely the only characters that are going to make sense are going to be very fresh defectors or captives, both of which are probably going to be implanted with some sleeper cell bullshit. Now, why would he implant his sleep, uh, his his slaves with uh, sleeper bullshit down here? They're all going to die with digging ancient alien technology out of this ancient city for him. Probably. Fuck it. Uh, join us next time for the exciting continuation of Away from the Crystal Dome. <laughs> <laughs>